TheBigTTSports.com Show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this though. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. And we're live, we're on, yeah. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. Bud's Creek just happened. We've got all the scoop from there, all the poop, and as well as uh, some other great, interesting guests. Thank you for listening. Thank you to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Race Tech, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, and everybody for coming on board with us. Thank you. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. On this Monday night with me, as usual, my partner, my friend, nay, my soulmate, <laughs> Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Hey, I just want to say one thing. Your, your intro was stellar yeah. tonight because you said, and all the poo. Yeah. Because that's what I think a lot of it is, is shit. I think it's a lot of it, a bunch of bullshit. So good job on that. How's, right. How was it? How was the, how was Bud's Creek? Bud's Steve? Creek was good. Um, how was it? How was it? How was the two hour drive to the airport? How uh, was the the hour hour drive from the hotel to the track? How no, was the, that's half hour. That's okay. half hour. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it's a half hour to Waldorf. No, half hour from Waldorf to the track. Okay. If there's no traffic, did you, did hour you, from airport, hour and a half airport to Waldorf. Okay, so hour and a half. Yeah. So two hours from the airport to the track. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Did, yeah. you, see, did you see any Amish? No. Really? No, I didn't see any Amish. Really pissed at Jonathan Beasley and the Bud's Creek crew. Why? They, they, the, they the, have, the ice cream cone, the, the snow cone, cone guy was out of business or something? They have failed to recognize Tim Ferry's Moto One win in 2003 with any sort of plaque or memento in the turn. These guys need to pull um, it together, don't they? Good to have you here tonight, Kenny. we got a jam-packed show, uh, lots of great guests, and we're going to go long tonight probably. So just remember, just like my wife likes it when I go long. Hey, taking your calls, producing the show. Holding things together, doing the tweet at tits segment, effing up the phone calls. None other than the tits legendary tits. What's up? Yeah, team tits all the way. Team tits all the way, bro. How are you? Fine, thank you. Looking forward to the two weeks off of the show. Yeah. This is wife is giving him grief. Is she? Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. Not happy with the gr- with the grind. Wow. That's why you're an idiot. Yeah. Hey, dude. But she likes that extra Love dough. this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. She likes that extra money, though, doesn't she, Miss Legendary? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. But uh, tell your chick uh, we're trying to work with you. No, we're, I, I've already got it all planned out. And Dude, you're bummed. She, what, she's, what not you letting, you, she's not letting you That's so. You, <laughs> you show her the back of the you hand. You show her the back of the hand, <laughs> and you tell her, I'm going to the show, bitch. Hey, no soaking for tits for a while, I no, guess, huh? Yeah, definitely not. She probably goes, hey, if you stayed home on Monday nights, I guarantee you at least two times a week you can soak. You can get the show on iTunes and Stitcher on the Pulp Mix app. We're going to give away five apps. We're going to give away some Tech One design Dude, graphics. what's wrong with you? Why are you giving so much shit away? Uh, I'm drunk. I'm drunk and high. Shit, you're uh, Trey Kennard, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Meathead Canari, Alden Baker, and Tyler Keefe on the show tonight. Uh, wow. When I, when I contacted Canari to come on, ring, ring. He goes, hello. I go, Meathead. He's like, yep. <laughs> he, 
He straight up answers to that. That's that's, that's what he is. He's yeah, dude, I'm pumped. I didn't know we were having Eldon on. Yeah, that's cool. Now we'll get some training tips from him. Yeah, for sure. me and you. Yeah, for sure. I need to get I need to get uh, skinny, man. Email Kenny. Can you please, please, please just punch Mathis right in his suck hole <laughs> the next time he is belting out Van Halen? Seriously, it's freaking terrible. Maiden or just about anyone else kills Van Halen. It's terrible, and it's ten times worse when Steve is singing. I also want to say, JT, you are still the man, and I'm pulling for you as a fellow BTO sports writer. You're an Iron Man of the sport, and all the true hardcore fans have your back, whether you are first or 31st. But he's actually been further back than 31st, so mm. maybe. You're he's- a super fan from Freestone TC. I don't like. You may not like Van Halen. No, you may not like Steve, Van Halen. You're probably in the upper. But you, you cannot say they suck. That you can't say that. It's not possible. Why? They, That's just like saying you can't say. Uh, you know, they are one of the the biggest selling bands of all time. Eddie Van Halen is one of the best guitar players to ever play guitar. Ever, ever to play guitar. They have a golden, golden. What's your problem, Kenny? I'm on my. Come on, you're, you're on your roll about Van Halen again, and I'm over it. We all know that they're terrible. What, what do you want me to do with this? You tell me. Look at the chat room. It's not moving. I can't listen to my friends talk to me. I can't hear the people tell me how awesome, awesome world. Awesome world? Hey, check it out. This is what the grief is with Van Halen. Just because you think they're the best of all time, and they're the greatest. I, the only reason why I, I just pulled Iron Maiden out of my butt to say, hey, there's just a mediocre metal band that's going to get more compliments than Van Halen. That's all I'm trying to get at. I'm just saying, you may not like them, and I, I understand uh, that, hey, but I, you can't say they suck. You can't did, say it. It's not possible. Why are, you, why are you freaking yelling at me? It's dude? not possible. I didn't say they suck. Talk to the guy that sent the email in. I'm just saying, they're not the best band of all time, like no you way. say. Okay, I get it. I get that. Okay, I understand but, that. But before we were arguing about this, you were saying... Dude, that's the same guy talking crap. That's the same guy. No one. Dude, everyone loves Van Halen. Everyone loves Van Halen. They're the best of all time. Sammy Hagar, Van Halen, yeah. David Lee yeah, Roth, yeah, yeah. No, Sucks, yeah. Eddie Van Halen, Guitar, Alex Lifeson on freaking Skin Flute. They're awesome. That's Rush. That's Rush, by the <laughs> way. Whatever. Whatever it is. All right, They're all the same. Hey, let's, get into, let's get into Bud's Creek uh, right off the bat. We're going to trade Kanaud on at uh, oh, that was uh, 6.30. Hey, uh, Bud's Creek, Dungy, 22nd uh, lead at 20 minutes. 30-second lead at 30 minutes. Hey. At what point, Tits, did you climax? Like, when was that? <laughs> at 30 minutes or at 20? No, I don't have that much. Uh, hey. Yeah. Much let's, sooner than Dungy, that. killing it. Awesome ride. But yeah. let's talk about the guy that did really good. Brock Tickle. Let's talk about Brock. Right. Brock, Brock really, really showed a lot. Like, I know that's a track he grew up on. Yeah. I knew he raced a lot there. But it doesn't matter. He, he did grow up there. He's from Michigan. He grew up. No, he's not he's, from Michigan. He's from Michigan. He's not from Michigan. He's from North Carolina. There you go. That's not okay. Bud's but Creek. he used to race there a lot. Okay. That's what he said. The, they, they, he, he raced said there. That? Yep. Yeah, he raced there a lot. And I didn't hear him say that because I didn't. Wa- I don't like. I watched. Anyways, he wrote okay. awesome. We're gonna talk about this. He wrote awesome. Alessi in there again. I was a little disappointed on first ever podium for Michael Alessi at Bud's Creek. Any class. Yep. Amazing, right? Yep. And the little I was a little disappointed in Weimer. I thought Weimer should have been up there a little bit better. Dude, he got a rock in his throat, chest, and was spitting up blood and stuff. Okay, I didn't it was know all that. All jacked up. Okay, yeah. but my biggest grief, yeah, and what if what I said earlier is if you understood what I said, is well, I turned off, I turned the volume of the race off. Yeah, because the dude that was announcing with those guys was freaking terrible. The, Jamie the, Beswick. Jamie Beswick. 
Dude, what he does in the you probably know him, don't you? I don't. I know. I I do <laughs> yeah. know him. He's not like one of he's my. Not hey, your fucking flat biller dudes. Like, yeah. No, no. He's he's a BMX guy. He's a vert guy in the ramp, and he's awesome. But when he starts talking about like how he 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 knows what's going on with the riders personally and what their team is, and he he starts talking. Oh yeah, Koi. Like, dude, it's like I know this just because this is what I do. And when you have an announcer just faking it to talk about. The race, like he really, he like this is his deal, and he's into it. Yeah. Like Fro and Weege, like when they when they talk. We call Weege right now. You can yell at him. They make sense, yeah, right? But this guy is just. See if he's there. You think Weege had anything to do with it? No, him? I want I want him to try to defend him. Okay. What happened? Weege. Yeah. Hey, Watson's got something to say to you. Hey, just want to say, telecast this weekend. Yeah. Um. I, I made it about five minutes in until I had to shut the volume off because that the guy talking, Bestwick, I, I totally think he's an awesome athlete at what he does, but I, I just don't back him. Like t- you know, I think he can be the announcer, but him trying to get in detail and talk about the personal stuff and the industry stuff, which he knows nothing about, is really pathetic. You kind of blew it because in minute six, he really started to step up his game. And then that means there were three hours and, and 54 well, I know, minutes. I know, that you I know, I know, I, I did not expect you solid to, I didn't expect you to say, hey, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't even know Matt was going to call you. Did you sound, you, do you know that last, you sound like the wolf in that, com- in that cartoon with that little laugh. <laughs> I don't even know how you laugh like that. But, dude, are you kidding me? Like, like, I don't think, like, some of his stuff was okay when I was listening to it. He's but not when he, happy. He's when he starts talking once. about, like, well, I talked to Koi, and I know, th- I'm just like, dude, you don't know nothing but how to go on a vert ramp, bro. I mean, dude, no disrespect to him. He's trying, and he's doing the best he can. But just talk about what you know, man. Talk about what you know. Don't talk about things that you, you just went to the track and took notes. Because that's, I don't think that's what the sport is all about. I think... You know, I think the announcers, I think you and Fro do an awesome job because you guys, it comes from the core. It doesn't come from a guy that just took notes that hasn't been out there all season and all of a sudden is going to talk about things that's been going on. He probably, ne- he, probably he doesn't know. You, you couldn't ask him number who, kn- if you go, hey, who's number uh, 35? He wouldn't know who number 35 is until he looked down his list. You could go to you, hey, who's number 35? You'd go, Darren Durham. Are you saying this because he said he, Tedesco was demoted? Did you hear that part? No, I I was already turned <laughs> oh. down. But but like stuff like that. How right. how could you be demoted to ride for Mitch Payton? Right. Like for instance, like I said, he's I He's not do, happy, Wygant. He's not happy. Hey, Jason, like I said, I have nothing it's against It's true that anything anything past Hart and Huntington is a demotion, let's be honest. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you just you just made me smile. Way to put that fire out. <laughs> Did, yeah. I didn't know that. How could you say he's demoted? Did you see the team he was on before? Clearly, this is an upgrade. Hey, guy. You know what, dude? <laughs> the bushwhackers would be pumped on you right now. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find my urban camo pants. Roddy Roddy um, Piper is gonna put you uh, in yeah. okay, superfly let's, let's hear what he's got to say. What do you got to say for yourself, Wygant? He already told well, me when you were what off. Am I to say, what am I supposed to say for myself? I was waiting for an assault <laughs> on me or the show in general, but no. it clearly is focused on one person. Yeah. So I'm not really the guy to, what, what do you want me to say? For myself. <laughs> well, I'm going to say for myself. He didn't say anything about me. No, like I said, I said yeah. you and Fred yeah, do an awesome he's job. He's happy with you. I'm not, dude, and, and I, don't know, I don't know if I stand alone on this because I don't really go into the chat rooms. I don't talk to anyone. You know, I don't go, I don't go uh, on. You do not. 
I don't do go. Not. I don't go on a vital and say, "Hey, what does everyone <laughs> think of the announcer?" No, I don't. But I, I think, had. Uh, I swear that Big B sent you this script based on what he told me Saturday after the race. Big B, what was he? He wasn't there. Yeah, he was watching on TV in the rig. Said the same oh, thing you did. Oh, 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 oh. Big B, the truck yeah, yeah. driver. I thought you were talking about my friend, the yeah, rapper. Yeah, yeah. Not the rapper. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. I always get those two mixed uh, up. Yeah. No, I, you know what? And, and, like, this is probably going to get me when I see Best Trick. That's what I call the guy because I think he's super gnarly. Jamie Best Trick. It's a best yeah. trick. But I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just hard for me. Like, I think the normal person that watches the race that really doesn't follow the sport and really is not involved in it in the industry. Doesn't really understand and really get it. Can you put your phone on silent, please? Is that too much to ask? Please. Dude, I was waiting for this important call from my boss. Well, just put it on silent, bro. It's still, you can still look at it. You can still see the light. So, I mean, I, th- I, I, just, I just have a hard time knowing what's going on and having people, like, there's this, this is saying that my dad used to tell me, fake it till you make it. And that guy was faking it okay. the, whole, the whole way. Well, there you go. But did he make it? Did he make it? Not in my eyes, because I only because you know why? Because it only made it five minutes in, so he didn't make it. <laughs> but, yes, but by by the next hour, he had almost like whatever. He had like ten times more experience than he did in the first couple minutes. Like think about how much he was improving rapidly right before our eyes. Yeah, well, I, I'm not expecting you to say, "Yeah, he was terrible." You're right. I don't. I'm not expecting that. Right. You know, but I'm just. I just thought we could get Wygan on. Maybe he could offer us. Uh, I don't expect him to say that either, but maybe he could offer us his thoughts on Jamie's. You know where he came from, how he was, and all that. There's, there's much on that. First of all, I am actually impressed. Um, but anything I say at this point is going to be ridiculous because it's just going to sound like I'm just mindlessly calling the corporate line and defending. Um, you know, he uh, when we even had our meetings before the race, which had been on Wednesday morning. Um, I mean, the guy clearly has watched every race this year. He knew what was going on. He suggested, you know. He's like, I'm really impressed with what Jake Weimer's doing compared to last year, which was his first year, you know, in the class, and he definitely seems to have improved. And, you know, he knew the story of most of these guys. I mean, I would appear probably to some people that he showed up Saturday morning, chatted a few people up, and that's where all his information came from. But I was impressed that the guy clearly is watching all the races and learning as much as he can, which is probably more than anyone would, more than you would at least think, um, since you don't seem to speak too highly of him. So I was impressed with that. I can give you that. Huh? Um, otherwise, I don't really know what else I can. Uh, what else I can say? <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say. That's, I, that's yeah. If that's, I say the guy's awesome, you're just going to say that I'm just saying it because I have to. So I'm just. What am I supposed to say? It's a good point. <laughs> Did you see the breaking news? Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. We just want to clarify that. Hey, Ladanian Tomlinson retired. All right. That's great. Oh wow. Well, let's not talk about that because we didn't play football and. If we can't fake it, we can't make it. So there's oh. no reason you talk about that. What about Roger Clemens? Thanks, I, played, I played baseball. He got he got let go of all charges. All right. Thanks, Weech. You probably have experience with people being let go of all charges, too. So you are now. <laughs> you're right. Goodbye. Like goodbye. Into a realm of you're, you know you're, hey, you're right. Goodbye, Weech. <laughs> see you, Weech. See, see you at Anaheim. See you at Anaheim. Uh, that's Jason Wagan, everybody. Uh, sorry, but uh, uh, Brock Tickle. So does Tickle's, and he wrote great last week, would he be somebody you'd be looking at? Now, as opposed to not so much before. No. Does this help him overall? Though? I don't. I don't. I, I mean, don't. I, I mean, in, my, in our situation right now, there's too many things going on that I really can't speak about. But um, what I, I think. What's going on? Why can't you speak? Because I can't talk about it. I, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to talk gonna about trouble, it. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just not going to jinx it. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to say anything that I'm not. Su- no such thing as jinx. Uh, well, you know what? There's. 
this is not this is uh I'm not I'm not a media guy and when what we do is what we do and when it's right. time it's it's time. Okay. Uh hey, 250 class. Roxon, 51 laps led. No wins. What's a guy got to do? Dude, that was freaking I I and and even even Bestwick, he said it on the fucking TV, which I did hear that part of it when uh-huh. he said, "Oh, he has this in the bag." Yeah. He has this in the bag. There's no way. Nine seconds with five laps left. He's never going to catch him. He's going to have his first win. And all of a sudden, he's like, and then he starts covering himself about it. Oh, well, it looks like maybe he made some mistakes out there. Yeah. And, oh, the lappers, <laughs> you know. You know what? And I saw that with the lapper caught, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you Tab- know what? Tevin Tapia. Yeah. Yeah. That might have had helped, helped for the pass. It was still coming. It was, but yeah. dude, he was on his fender. Yeah, he, Tapia didn't slow him up for no, two laps. It was coming. It was coming no matter what. Maybe we ask. We ask. Let's ask this guy coming on right now. What he thoughts about the Barsha's mark. got fifty-two laps led. Uh, Baggett and Tomac have twenty-seven apiece, and they each have two wins. So the two guys that have led the least amount of laps out of the big four have the two wins. Wow. JT. Yo. What happened? Um. I like your plan of sneaking it in with the 36th fastest qualifier. Just doing enough to get in. No con- no else. Can, can conserve your energy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Smart thinking. Yeah, it's uh, it's a marathon out there. You don't want to show up on any radars. Uh, well, you don't want to give away your lines either. You know, everybody's sure. videoing each other and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. All right, so what yep. you, what'd you think of the day? It sounded like to me that you could have <clears throat> used Brian Deacon's line there. <laughs> <laughs> uh the first moto was a disaster. I had some some bike issues and uh just all kinds of problems altogether, honestly. And then uh we made a bunch of changes and got the got it straightened out for the second moto. And it was better. I mean it was my best finish of the year. Just uh mm-hmm. now I was encouraged a little bit. I could see where the guys that were getting points were at least. Um I wasn't too far off, so I don't know. Let I mean, me let me better just... than it's been. Let me just tell you that your starts have been just sucking balls. Just terrible. Well, when you start that far outside. It's, it's every week. Every week they're terrible. Every week. Yeah. Well, I haven't had better than a 27th place gate pick yet. Well, so. you, need to, you need to work on that machine and change your gearing, change your cams. Do something to get you out of the gate better. Just focus all on the terrible, start. Terrible starts. Did you not hear anything that I said? Were you not listening at all? I went to five races this year. Watched every moto. You, you ter- starts are terrible. It doesn't matter. I'm so far outside. That's the problem. It's not. I'm getting out of the gate good, but I'm. Okay. I mean, I have no chance out there. Well, but you know what? Kevin I, Tapia pulled a good start from probably 25th gate pick. Hey, I understand that you're not. You can't. You're not getting it. But if you had the jump still going into the first turn, you'd be up there on the outside though and get yes, pinched. Thank you. But I, 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 yeah, I haven't no, seen at Bud's Creek. It's really hard to yes, do. Yes, Bud's it is hard. Um, Absolutely, I, I, I agree. But I didn't see you there at SAC. I didn't see you there in Texas. I didn't see you there at Bud's no, at High Mars. point. High point. But yeah. I'm just saying, dude. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a we, fan. I am too. I'm a fan. And uh, we just, we need to get you in there, dude. We need to get in. I'm, who would have thought after five races we're going to say is JT going to score a point? I don't want to say that, Kenny. I don't want to say that. You just asked me that before we went on the air, though. You go, you asked me. That's one of my questions. Love this guy right here. Yeah. Hey, you guys have a bad day today or something? <laughs> no, why? 
Because <laughs> we're picking on punching you. Punching bag right now. Well, I mean, listen. We, I gave you. I gave you five weeks to get your shit straight, and now I'm. Now I'm not happy. Well, hey, he has a two weeks off. He's gonna go put his head down at work, and hopefully, you know, it sounds like Rockford Fosgate is gonna really take care of our guy here. He's now Rockford good... Fosgate's hooking him up. Turn your fucking phone off, dude. Here, you feeling? Let me get this call. Dude, turn it off. Hey, wow. Watson. Oh, fuck. Hey, JT, <laughs> can, how quick can you Freaking settle in Vegas? Like, right move now. here. Move here and settle in Vegas. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, um, all right, on. listen, I'm, I'm serious. Your starts have been terrible, so that's all. You Dude, can... I understand what you're saying, right, but right. I can break down each each race, and, I mean, it's tough. Like, if I was getting, like, decent gate picks, like 15th gate pick, and my starts were this bad, I would be like, yes, I'm a joke out there. But there's been times where I've had, like, Mount Morris, the second moto, I killed the jump. I got a great jump and, w- and went. Into the first turn, and everyone just swept into me, and I was into the fence. Like, there's yeah. nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's tough when you're out yeah. there. You have uh, to go 50 yards further. Hey, uh, um, what? Let's, let's talk about the race a little bit before we before, we'll move. We'll, I'm off of you. I'm off of that. You gotta get better starts. What about, what okay. about the 250 yeah. class? Roxon has not been able to get a win, I, I, and uh, he's won 51. He's led 51 laps. Not been able to win. He's been so close. Uh, is this a failure by Roxon, or is it a great showing that will soon turn into wins? Which is it? Uh, I don't think it's a failure by any means. I mean, he's been strong. Um, I mean, he's led a lot. He's hole shouting. He's leading. Um, you know, I'm sure he's really frustrated because I felt like there's been a lot of motives where he was in position to win and. Um, obviously didn't go his way. and So, um, you know, there's a great opportunity with some time off to work on the holes in his, in, in his game right now. You know, obviously he needs to – I don't know if it's a mental focus thing where he's losing, you know, concentration and dropping a second or two a lap because of it mm-hmm. or yeah. those guys are picking up the pace or what. But there was, um, it's, it's just really difficult when you're going week after week after week to make any improvements really tough because you can't put too much effort in during the week or you're going to be work, you know, just hurting on the weekend. So um, these two-week breaks like this are going to be interesting to see who can elevate and who can make, you know, right. significant improvements coming back. Um, and uh, I, every week we kind of change our thoughts on who's the, who's the number one guy. And Mitch told me after the race that they'd really been working on starts with Baggett and they worked on some things. Yep. He wouldn't tell me what it was. If Baggett keeps getting the starts, it looks like he can really, really walk, start to walk away with this thing a little bit. And is Baggett after and after Tomac's awesome performance? We were all all about Eli Tomac, but is uh, is it now Blake Baggett's turn to to be the guy? Yeah, I mean it, it looks that way. And then probably a red butt, you know, something will happen, and we'll be like, oh no, it's, it's all Barsha, or it's all you know what I mean. So who knows? I mean, I've been picking Baggett all along, so you know maybe that's gonna work. Um, just have to say, last year, you know, Baggett was really good at, up until this point too, and then the second half of the season he fell off. So, okay. right, um, you know, that could happen again. Who knows? Just uh, that's the cool thing is there. There's just okay. uh-huh. nobody knows right now. Well, you know, it's fun to watch yeah. the four yeah. class is so boring. I mean, I'm in it. It's just you know, you know, well, Dungey's gonna win. Let me and uh, let me ask you a couple, couple things about the four fifty class before we let you go. We're gonna have Trey Kennard come on. Um, Watson, get out of here. Kenny, we can hear you. <laughs> get out of here or hang up it's on not, It's nothing important. Hey, Hart. 
Help. B2B, B2B in the background right now. Doing deals. He said, he said fuck off. Hart, yeah, I don't think Hart said fuck off Hart, to me. tell him to fuck off. Hart, tell him to fuck off. Yeah, I think he did. He, he yeah, told you to fuck he, off. Yeah, he did. Yeah, for sure. Huh. He hates you too. No, Hart doesn't hate me. There's no way. Hart hates you too, bro. Everybody hates you. Uh, JT, let me ask you this. A hey. couple things. Uh... I thought Michael Essie, we've been nothing but praising him and his machine lately. I thought his RM, RMZ looked terrible at Butts Creek on video and in person. You, did you see it? Do you agree? Uh, looked, I didn't think it looked that bad. Really? Suspension-wise? Yeah, just like coming down the hills, like just sketchy and handlebars going back and forth. And maybe some of it was due to some lines he was taking as opposed to his, his, his competition. But, man, I thought it looked, looked bad. Um, I mean, I didn't get to watch him as much as you did. I mean, I watched the, the, the race footage, but, you know, they're not on him a lot. Um, I don't know. I mean, the second moto he led for, you know, yeah. quite a bit. Okay. Um, I don't know. The track was really rough and choppy, so. All right. Uh, let me, let no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't overly think his bike was terrible, no. Hey, did you ask him about the commentating? No. You want to ask him? Why don't you ask him? Because he'll be yeah. Well, he, 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 he Watson he, thinks Bestwick was terrible. I agree. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we so, had Wagan on. Wagan, of course, took you know he took the the uh, the middle road, of course. But uh, um, yeah, I, I I didn't. You know what? Honestly, I'm on the phone and on the computer when I'm watching the races, and when I see them go to him, I just watch the screen. Like I don't I don't pay. Did attention. you TiVo it? Yeah. yeah just TV just there. turn it on and watch the first five minutes, and you'll get you'll yeah. Hear it. Yeah, I, just, I, I skip. I fast forwarded to, to the gate drops, and then I. He said Ivan Demo, Ivan Tedesco got demoted. <laughs> I, I was not a fan. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you that straight up. I yeah. I thought there was a lot of things he was he was trying to make really strong uh, opinionated points, and I thought he was way <laughs> off base on a bunch of them. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I it wasn't. You know, I have a lot of respect for the guy and what he does, but you don't have. Jeremy McGrath commentating downhill luge, you know? <laughs> Jimmy Bestwick is not a motocross guy. It's just like Jeremy right. McGrath going to announce, uh, you know, BMX vert. Right, exactly. It's just you don't put someone trying to be an expert out of their element, you know? That's exactly uh, know. Right. Thank you. Thank right. you. Hit, the, hit it. Hit it. I know everything. Most oh. everything. <laughs> Love this guy right here. Uh, hey, and let, okay, another thing. Let, are we done with the Bestwick thing? Yeah, we're done. Okay. We don't want to beat the guy up. He's looks like the right. bottom line is the guy's awesome at what he does. What do you think about Hobo Nick? Is Kenny off base with hating Hobo Nick? Dude, I don't hate Hobo Nick. What are you freaking <laughs> doing, dickhead? You're leading the I'm getting all these anti Hobo Nick emails and the people people are like, Watson's right. Watson's right. That's what people are saying. You're Dude, like, they say Watson's right about the I, Van Halen thing too, say, and you're said, not. How does it pertain to Moto? That's all he said. Hey, oh, yeah, whatever, and then people say saying. people say Watson's right about uh, Van Halen not being the best and all this stuff, and it's not that big. If a deal. I read in the news that Hobo Nick got run down by a Dodge truck or dodge uh, vehicle i am gonna suspect you <laughs> dude hobo next cool he shot me a tweet saying dude he understands and oh, he, okay. he appreciates it like uh, i i support hey, the guy let me ask you this jt before we go to canard Can, dungy's killing it right i mean it's ridiculous it, it's not even funny and this is going to sound really dumb because the obvious answer is that he's twisting the throttle more but, but when he comes to lap you <laughs> i know that sounds bad too when he comes to lap you or when he passes you in practice 
what is something he's doing that others are not, or is there, or what is it? Do you think? Like, dude, did you did I you mean, watch? The, maybe I that's watched a dumb the, question. I watched maybe the race, the second moto, when Alessi was leading, like you know, was whole shot. He whole shot it, and, and Ryan was riding behind him. Dude, he was so patient. Yeah, no, he, and in rode so smart and just waited for his time. Got in there, no, and I, I just think like for for I know the question was for JT. Yeah, he's racing. JT races. But I just think his Starts line selection, start, his yeah. patience, his throttle control, everything, it's, it's, it all adds up. And what he just bangs them off lap by lap. What do you think, JT? It doesn't make mistakes. Um, I don't think it's a huge difference because it's, he, he kind of buys his time back there, like Kenny said. Um, I think, like, and, and Roger Costa has alluded to this many times, it was the first thing that drew him to, to hire him, was his corner speed is crazy good. Like, he, he, when everyone else comes into corners, well, the, mo- the majority of humans riding a motorcycle, when they come into the corner, your tendency is to want to stop mid-corner and then kind of regroup and then go through the corner. Uh-huh. Whenever he goes through the corner, there's just one fluid motion. He never slows down and gets through. That, that's that been a strong point his whole career. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he can he can find the lead pace, which Alessi and those guys can do it for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, but he never he never backs off it. Never. Did you hear on the? Say, did you hear JT? Sorry to cut you off. Did you hear? When when uh, when Alessi was out leading when the when I think it was maybe Bestwick or one of those guys saying the only reason Alessi cannot ride that pace for that long is because his suspension breaks down in the oil and he's not on factory equipment. I, did, I heard that. I did hear. Who that. was that? That was Bestwick. And I was like, well, J- no, Wygant said that one of the problems that Tony told him, and I guess. Why well, can't probably share this with Beswick was that their shock fades after 20 minutes, but all shocks fade. Work, I don't think so. Work, I don't think so. Work shocks, work shocks have a little bigger bladder, you know, but no, yep. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's it, but that could be. Honestly, if your if, if your shock is re, if your shock is fresh, which I guarantee you they're rebuilding it every weekend, which everybody does. Yeah. There's no way it's fading. That thing is not fading. I guarantee you it's not fading. Uh, I don't. I don't believe yeah, that. Okay. I mean, shocks fade after if you ride your bike for a month every day, just motoring down. You can feel the oil breakdown and and the rebound gets really fast. You can feel that. Yeah. But a brand new rebuilt shock is not gonna is not gonna start fading in one moto. I, I don't. I mean, I've never had that happen ever to me in my whole career with a with a new shock. Well, and I understand they're going a lot faster than me, but I I don't I don't think that's. That's happening. So, so you're telling me, do you think Ryan Dungey would win if he was on the switch bikes? I do. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even though if his shock faded, guys, fucking forty, <laughs> he's fucking yeah. forty seconds ahead. He's I feel like win. I feel like honestly, if Ryan Dungey had to press the envelope more at the beginning of the moto, he could go around those guys a lot quicker and be out front. Yeah, right. He just, I he just think he's taking his time. Yeah, he's he like, okay, right. I'm in a good spot. Don't do anything stupid. I'll, you know. Whatever he knows, he's got those guys covered. So it's it's just you know I think, a waiting game. I think at the beginning of the season, like during Supercross, when everybody was in and he was riding against those guys, me just watching him, he still rode that same way. He didn't. He wasn't super, super, super aggressive where he would go in there and and you know scrap it. He would go and ride that race, ride behind someone, you know, right. pick his spots, pick his battles, pretty much, and then make his move. And he's riding the same way. He's he riding. He was he was riding at the beginning of the year, you know. He come, he always comes on strong at the end, 
And he's just a good, smart rider. And I think Roger's biggest complaint is he needs to be more aggressive. Yeah, no, the book on him from his competitors, I know for a fact, is bump him around, get by him quickly. He's not going to try to get – he's not going to jam you to get by you. You're safe with him behind you. He's not doing crazy ball stuff. That's the book on him. Yeah, if but that was crazy. Ball. I think it was maybe San Diego when he, when he took Weimer out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was well, like, I think he knows he's, not in, he's above Weimer, so he's like, hey, take this. But when it comes to Kennard, Villapoto, Reed, Stewie, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, but, just, just him riding like that, I think that's the way he needs to ride with those guys too let's, uh, because they do it to him. Let's take this call real quick, and then we can get to Trey Kennard. Uh, Jason, you there? Yeah, I, I just had not really a question but a statement about tits. Oh, shit. I live in Utah. Land of the soaking. Mm-hmm. And with the sunglasses, all Mormons want something for nothing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh I, don't, I, I just think it's, it's just I in his nature. Yeah. Well, did, he, well, did he got mountain bike gloves from Kenny for free. He got sunglasses, two sets sunglasses for free. Uh, well, let's get something straight. Yeah. I offered the gloves to Tits. He asked me if he can get me if I could get yeah, him. Yeah, he some. asked you. He he asked me like he said I'll pay for him, and I said, dude, I'll take care of you. I have him. On on Tits's defense, he's not always has his hand out. Every time he's asked me, he said, can you get me a deal on him? I'll pay for him. And Tits did I is not good. say the same thing with those glasses? Yes, you did. I heard you say that. Yeah, you sure did. So it's always it's hey, I appreciate I'd be that. To not at least ask for a discount. Yeah. So I don't think he's free. like uh, he he might not be like the full dickhead. I think he asks for stuff. I think he asks for stuff, and then he giggles and rubs his hands together when they're free. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see him walk out of my office rubbing his hands like look at look out the window, and he's like, "Ha ha, got yeah, some yeah, gloves yeah. right now." Yeah. No, he was very very cordial and thankful when he got the yeah. gloves, and just like he is when you give him anything. So don't don't make tits to be out a bad guy. He he appreciates I, shit. So right. get off tits's ass. There you go. Jay. Yeah, That's my guy. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Thanks for the call, Jay. Yep. Bye. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's radio history right there. Why? I just loved it. Oh. Hi, JT. Hey, Where I want to make one point about Dungey real quick before you go. Oh, maybe can um, I interrupt you? You're asking me what I noticed? Yeah. What's that? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the one thing you. I did notice when you let me. Yeah, what? Yeah, I think uh, you need to get better starts. That's what I think. Shut up. God. You need <laughs> to lose funny. weight. <laughs> hey, uh, when, he, when he let me, dude, he was he, – it was probably – Two left to go in the second moto, something like that. He was going for it, still. Like yeah. he was still pushing hard. Dude, why don't you just get I was behind so him, dude? That. You should have just jumped in behind him, dude, and just rode his pace, and then just caught I the tried, guy. I tried, but then two turn, two corners later, he was gone. Ah, shit! That's I hate tough. when that happens. <laughs> but I, I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what he's doing? He is. Oh, he's yeah. trying to get better. He, he. So if James comes back, he'll be ready. If you know next year, he. I just like that. I was thinking about it, and I, I really respected that. He was not complacent at the front, cruising around with a big lead. He was, like, really into it still. He was going for it. So, hey, that was pretty cool to see. Uh, big rumor today is uh, uh, Dean Wilson at KTM. Have you heard that, JT? I know we were talking about Silly Season the other day. but I knew they were talking to him. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I never even heard of that at all. That came out of left field. I hear it's close. We'll see. But. Yeah, I know they were talking to him for I, sure. One hundred. Oh, I, I didn't so, even know. I, I can't know. believe they can afford Dunge and they can afford Wilson and they can afford Roxon. You know, they're redoing Roxon's contract because he turned eighteen. So they got to rip. No, it up. I didn't know. That. They got to rip it. They ripped it up and they got to redo it. So, yeah, that's a big team. That's a lot right. of money. So, and what about Martin Dowell? I, I heard they're doing two trucks too. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. What about Davalos to pro circuit? You know what? I don't have enough Rumor. time. I don't have enough. No, it's done. Mitch, Mitch told me. No, I know. I just didn't want to be uh, the one that was uh, okay. claiming stuff like you do, like Pinard to Honda and stuff that Kenny's going to freak out about. Kenny, yeah, I know. You're right. Hey, can you get our guest on the line, Tits? Um, sure can. Uh, you don't need to say sure can in the mic. You can just do it. Hey, I sure can. Just do I'll it. I'll do it right now. Oh, fuck. Mustang? I don't know. Mustang, I, sure can. I don't have enough time to get into the Davalos thing. We're coming up with Trey Kennard. But. All right. We'll tell Trey I said, hey. And, I'll be here if you need me. Try to stay awake. Uh, we're going to need you later. So Yeah, I'll, I'll be here. We'll see. We'll see. A couple times you've let us down. But thanks, JT. Yeah, well, it's, it's off week now. I've been trying to sleep, man. So, All right, get some better I'll, starts. Get some better starts here. All right, but later. Um, I mean, just his starts has been has been terrible. They haven't been good, and that's all. I feel like Kenny with JT. Don't you feel like you could just straight up say that to him? I mean, you're friends with him good enough. Yeah, even though it, he knows it. Right. There's nothing that I could say. You can say, you know, his dad can say. Anyone can say to him that he knows. He knows. Right. I mean, he he knows. He's not a dumbass. He knows. All right, next guest. Uh, Meathead. Uh, nope. Uh, Hondas. Trey Kennard. Trey. What's up? African Safari. <laughs> yeah. Are you African, ch- are you African child? Are I actually did- have about six of them I brought home with me. So <laughs> In a suitcase? <laughs> Dude, how gnarly was that, like, seeing those kids with, like, flies all over their faces? and just Was that super, like, sad? For people who don't know, Trey, maybe just <laughs> – Trey, set it up what, what, where where'd you came from, what, where you just came back, so people don't think we're – <laughs> yeah, I just got back from uh, Tanzania, Africa. Um, I went down there for a couple weeks and uh, went on a mission trip with uh, the church I grew up in. And um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty, um, and it's, uh, I don't know, there's a lot to take in. It's uh, kind of hard to process some of it, but uh, it was pretty cool, man. It was, it was definitely humbling. Yeah, yeah, and I, and like that, those guys didn't know you from factory Honda's Trey Kennard. They just, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, they, they knew me there. as a, a redheaded and Zugu. So that was, uh, that was pretty much it. How long were you there for? <laughs> uh, two weeks. Got there. Oh. We left on a Saturday, got there on a Sunday, came back on a Saturday, came, got home on Sunday. So. Did, you, did you see any, uh, animal, any wild I was going to say, did you see a zebra? Yeah. Did you see a lion? Did you see a tiger? Did you see an elephant? We saw it. Yeah, we saw it all, man. It was pretty crazy. Um, were they like in the we, wild, uh, or did you go to the, did you go to, like the San Diego Zoo and see them? <laughs> no, no, we went on a safari for a couple of days, and um, it was cool, man. It you got, was, do, you uh, got, do you got pictures and shit? I'd will love you to let see. him finish? No, I want to know if he has pictures. I want to know if he no, has he didn't take kid. any pictures. He didn't take oh, any. I, he went to Africa, took no photos. Hey, nothing. shut up, meathead! <laughs> hey, uh, did you have the suit, the full this full suit on, like Wild Kingdom? Dude, I wanted to. I wanted to just go just full Steve Irwin, but I was not brave enough. Uh, um, and what were you doing there? Just uh, trying to help, trying to help people out, delivering some water and stuff, or mosquito nets, or what was the what was the deal? Yeah, we uh, like we went over there and uh, we stayed in a town called Arusha, and um, we worked in a village called uh, Majuchai, and um, we uh, worked with the church there, and and we did a seminar with the church and. Um, we're teaching people the Bible, and then another thing that we did, um, it was these things called, uh, I think it's called Water for Life, and mm-hmm. it's these things, uh, these water straws, and, um, basically what it is, it's just like a, a water filtration system, um, for these families, because they're, the water is like the biggest 
thing down there that, that causes problems because they'll gather it from, uh, I mean, they get their buckets and they, they'll get it from like, um, like the ditch, you know, like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. drain ditch, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad to see that. But, um, but these systems, they can get water from anywhere and, and they put it in a, in this, uh, it's basically like two five gallon buckets and they put the bad water in the top one and it filters it all out and, uh, you have clean water in the bottom one. So, um, Wow. So, yeah, that it was uh, it was pretty crazy. It's it's pretty and in, in, I'd say intense, like yeah. to see how the people live. But oh, it's got to be uh, like you said, humbling, right? Like uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the coolest part for me was um, you know we go to these people's homes and you know they're they're like I don't know like even what they're made out of. They're like these homemade bricks, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dirt floors, no doors or windows and yeah. kind of just like whatever they can, they can scrape up, you know? And it's, um, it, it's crazy cause they're, they're so like happy, you know, it's like, yeah. um, you know, if you put an American in that situation, they'd be like just completely almost like just suicidal, you know, but, yeah, yeah. uh, these people have nothing and they're like, they're just willing to give you everything they own, you know, which is, which was, uh, was super cool. So did you like try to, or you or your somebody in your group try to tell them what your uh, what you do for a living? Yeah, everyone that that uh, I I don't like I didn't like to talk about it because I don't know it's just like I don't you know I don't want to really like well, could have talked about Timmy or, or something. But then. This is true. I did say Tim Ferry, and they just all their their jaws dropped. They knew, yeah, they knew, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they they think motocross or motocross motorcycle people are crazy over there because. There's um they can buy motorcycles there for like uh a thousand or see it would be considered like I think five hundred uh American dollars. It's like I don't know, like yeah. a million shillings. But um it's pretty it's relatively cheap for transportation. So there's just like all these motorcycles and um that people like die every day. We would see like we'd see crashes every day and we actually hit a dude once. It was it was uh <laughs> It's gnarly. Like that's just how they live. And yeah. So they think that motorcycles are just absolutely kachaw and crazy. Hey, did you uh, yeah. did you hop on a bike and pop a wheelie for them? Do a little stunt show? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they have these motorcycles. They call them Skygoes. I don't even know what they were. They're like these cheap Chinese things. But um, I saw a couple Hondas. Though. I was pretty pumped about that. That's the only Japanese bike that's all over there. So, um, you know, Kenny, some racers when they get hurt, you know, they just go to hookers and blow. Not Trey. He goes to Africa to help that's people awesome. get fresh water. That's, that's really that, like, that's what I did first, actually. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Trey. No, I talked to you about I talked to you about this, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm still I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Steve. Hanging no, in you, there. hey, I think it's what a what an what an awesome thing to do. What an incredible thing to do. And uh, um, yeah, I just think it's you know, I mean, you're hurt. You're off a bike. It's got to be depressing and terrible for you. And on top of that, you're like, yeah, hey, I want to go to Africa and help out. That's just really, really cool. I think, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, man. I could guarantee you, he was the only guy in Oklahoma that was not glued to his TV watching the Oklahoma Thunder. Thunder, yeah. He's yeah. like, no, I'm going to help the kids in Africa. That's, I mean, dude, I'll, yeah. I'll give you mass props, dude. That's amazing. That's that's very manly of you to do that, dude. To yeah. give back like yeah, that. Thanks. That's good. Thanks. That's, you, know, you know, the, the coolest part, like, you go over there like trying to help people, but I mean, you can't give them you know, 50% of what they give you, you know, it's just, um, like we, we had dinner at at one of our translators houses one night and, um, 
he uh he he made like they made this feast for us like and it was um half a month's wages for them to make us dinner and uh yeah. they made us this big feast and then he goes uh his name was uh, Emmanuel he goes um hey do you want something to drink and I'm like yeah sure man I'll take you know thinking he had like a I don't know, something to drink right there. So he hands his daughter uh, this money, and she just pieces out. She comes back like an hour later. <laughs> She'd walk like two two miles to go get us something to drink. Oh, jeez. It, it's just, um, right. that's the, the coolest part, and it's just they're, um, just to see how they live. and right. um, it, it gives you a whole new perspective, I think. So, hey, let me ask you a question. When you say feast, what was it, like zebra or... Like what? 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 I'm, picked, I'm picturing Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yeah, me too. Monkey <laughs> brains. Monkey yeah. brains. Like yeah. what? What would you guys eat? Like what was like a normal meal for you guys? Like what? What? How did you like? What was going on over there for food wise? Uh, beans and rice were like that's that's like huge because it's so cheap and they can make a lot of it. Um, it, it was kind of scary, like because like you're not supposed to drink any water and you're supposed to stay away from um, any like uncommon food and. Um, like every day that they'd make us uh this this like beans and rice and, and avocado and um one day there was some mystery meat. I think there was like a heart in there, but um but it it was kinda scary because, like you just don't know. But um when we were at uh, Manuel's house they made us like I don't know what the meat was, I just kinda went for it. It was uh a little scary, but um and then uh, they made like these fry things out of these potatoes and then they had a lot of plantains, like the banana thing. Um, it tastes like potatoes. It's kind of weird, but oh. hmm. um, oh. yeah, it's it's all just kind of. I that's, guess it's about as natural as you can get, anyway. That's so. pretty crazy. They they save up a month and a half wages to feed you beans and rice. That's oh, a I know. It's yeah. a mystery. <laughs> that's that's like gnarly. Like, and you know what? If my wife's listening downstairs. Maybe she won't throw away the beans and the rice all the time from Baja Fresh. <laughs> like, maybe she'd appreciate that a little more. Steve, it doesn't yeah. look like you've been missing too many meals, guy. You're okay. No, her she throws them away. I pay extra for beans and rice, and she throws it away. <laughs> good, good, good job, Pookie. <laughs> F you, dude. Um, hey, uh, uh, yeah, awesome. Awesome deal, Trey. Um, let's go. Let's switch gears a little bit. How's the recovery coming along? Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I tried to do a lot up to when I left because mm-hmm. um, I knew I wasn't really going to be able to do anything. So um, I left like pretty pretty wore down, and I think it was a good thing for the two weeks. And I actually came back and I felt way better. I was kind of a little nervous because the, the beds were sleeping all boats and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I felt a lot better because I, I hadn't done anything, and it gave me a chance to rest. Um, I feel like I'm on that final stretch now, you know, like I can start to do basically all my activity is it feels normal, you know, like cycling and, um, swimming and, and, uh, any type of weight, weight training or, or rowing too, you know, I was pretty pumped with the rowing cause I'm oh, yeah. getting no pain with that now, which is pretty big cause that's a pretty big thing to compress the spine. So, um, I feel like I'm on the final stretch. Yep. So, well, before you get started, Kenny, yeah, Trey. Before I, I just want to ask you this, or t- or tell you this, yeah, because tell she, she told me before you got released, and before she, w- your mom wanted to call, or she wanted me to give you the okay to start riding. To start riding. <laughs> you know, we had that little, 
We had a little controversy. She said, next time I'll, I'll call you and give you the okay. I just wanted to make sure she didn't forget that because, you know, <laughs> I want to give you my blessing. Before you ride, make sure Kenny knows you're – Kenny can, can tell you're 100%. That's, I can't, yeah, I can't hey, wait. you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. Like, as much as I didn't want to admit it, like, when I got hurt. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I came back early and that's the reason I got hurt. But – no, um, was. I wasn't. I wasn't back to like my hundred percent myself for sure, you know. And 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 that is, I mean, that's for sure. I was just trying to, you know, make make the best out of the situation. But um, so maybe Kenny, I know everything. Maybe Kenny knows. <laughs> no, I, I think if anything, you know, it just it kind of helps me um, with this deal, you know, making sure that I take my time with it. But the cool thing is, is is you know having five, six months to, to get ready for Anaheim and yep. is going to be like way better than but two weeks. In, so. in all seriousness, when can you ride a bike? Do you think like what month would just, I mean, obviously you can't narrow it down, but when do you think you'll start riding? I go to the the doctor here, um, July 20th and I get a CAT scan and, um, he'll read it and send it to my surgeon in California. And I'm going to California the next week. And, mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll have to give me the final okay. Yeah. Um, just because he was in there and he knows um, everything that happened. So. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like they've given me a lot of promise that at six months um, I'll have the, the clear, and then okay. July twenty first will be uh, six months. So. Um, it's always you know obviously gonna have to start slow, but um, Greg, it's, it's a lot better Greg, than Greg not Albert, riding. Greg Albertson, fire up that Honda July twenty first. Get that thing ready. That's it. Um, That's it. No, that'll be good. I can't wait to, to see you on the track, and uh, I think it'll be cool. The 2013 Honda 450 looks pretty sweet. I know Honda's weird about this, but do you think you'll get a chance to ride one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think I think it would be cool. <laughs> I think it would be it's, cool, uh, too. Yeah, I, I got to see one, and uh, yeah, it's, it yeah. seems like uh, they, they made a lot of chassis changes, which was Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge. I think that's uh, going to be a, a big benefit to to everything. I know it, it looks pretty futuristic. So yeah, what do you think uh, of the bike, Kenny? I don't think we talked about it. Did you see it? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Have you seen one? Yeah. Where'd you see it? They were all over the internet. They were all in the magazines. They were no. at the track. It's at the track. You don't go to nationals. So. No, I don't read the magazines, and I don't really go on okay. the internet that much to look at them. But hey, I wanted to say one thing to yeah, Trey yeah. and to his mom okay. and to his brother and to his family. Yeah, like. When I, when Air Dog I, was at the race this weekend, by the way. Good to see Air Dog. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. Hey, he did a red eye. That guy's gnarly. All right. I when I when I said that, I didn't mean any disrespect to what you did. I was just talking, speaking from my heart, what I thought. And you know, after I said that, I had guys go out ride, and that I didn't think should have been out there, but called the shot too that they needed to go out and ride. And I just want you to know, and your mom to know, and your brother to know that I'm a fan of Trey Canards, and I wish you nothing but the best. And I want you. I'm a, I'm a supporter, and I want to see you do good. And I didn't mean anything disrespectful to your mom or anything. People could say I have my tail between my legs. I'm a this. I'm a that. But you know what? That's oh, fine. Shut up, Watson. I'm, I I could, I could sit here and 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 say that I didn't mean anything bad by it. I was just speaking from my heart and just being around long enough and seeing. Things happen. I would never wish that on anybody. So that's okay. I just want to speak. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You, it, you know, it's it's. Uh, and I didn't like really. I didn't take a whole lot to it. Really. I mean, I was on Quaaludes, man. I didn't even know. <laughs> well, I told you, <laughs> I was, Care Bear. Care Bear took a lot to it, though. Care Bear was not. I, t- I told. Yeah, not I told, happy. It's, it's just. It's just like anything's personal, you know. It's yeah, like, it's just. It's a uh, I, I got that. I yeah, understand. Exactly. It's, it's your mom. Yeah. And your mom has your back. I mean, 
some people's moms have their back so hard, like some they could go rob a bank and they're have them on video and they're like, is that your son? Nope, that's not my kid. My mom would go, yeah, that's my son. This is his address. He deserves to go to jail. <laughs> but like, I get it. It's your mom. Right. You, she, the woman loves you unconditionally and she wants your what's best for you. And I get that. Like I told you, I can't wait to see you. Every time I see you now, I have to give you a hug. You know what I, I mean? Know. I and, know. And it's, it's hey. like I said, I, I think your mom's a fantastic woman and you know what? You're, 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 Everything that you're doing, you will be you will be re- rewarded Love for this guy right here. You will be rewarded <laughs> because you're doing everything the right way right now. You know, injuries you're giving back and doing what you got to do, man. I'm, and that's enough of that. But you know. all right, hey, um, uh, Trey, thank you yeah. for coming on. Appreciate it, man. No, um, thank you. I I, uh, I appreciate it, man. I was pumped. Yeah, I uh, I think that what you did was really cool, and I uh, can't wait to see you back on the bike. Um, we know there are four for the nationals right now. Aren't the most exciting thing in the world. Can't help but think oh, it might be man. a little different if Trey Kennard were there. Good for Ryan. He's killing it. But uh, Yeah, good for KTM, but, man, that's not much fun to watch. Yeah, definitely not. Um, all right, bud. Thank you. All right. It. Trey Thank Kennard, you everybody. I'll, I'll see you at uh, Millville. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll bring you over some, uh, some rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what was cool, and I know what? you're yeah, yeah, like yeah. wanting to leave, but um, the avocados there. They're like the size of my head. <laughs> that's a freaking <laughs> no, no joke. That's and they a, look like mangoes. It was a, weird. Like they didn't have like a tough rind. It was it was pretty. pretty that's strange. a that's a freaking big avocado. Yeah, yeah, it was gnarly. Right on, buddy. All right, rice, beans, and avocados. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right, see you, bud. Thanks. <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, Trey Kennard, everybody, coming on. Uh, tits, didn't you go to Africa? Where'd you go? Canada. Canada and Africa. Africa. About? When. On, on a mission or something? Where was your oh, mission I went at? To St. Louis. <laughs> he did go there. He did go there. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> no, you didn't go somewhere. No. Yes, I, you did. I've Why lived... are you lying on the air? <laughs> you went just, to Zimbabwe just to, just to make you look like an idiot. That's For why, your... that's why I'm lying. <laughs> Where did you go? Where'd Zimbabwe. St. Louis. I I'm <laughs> stacked. You Bible. told me one time you went to Africa. No. Or Canada or somewhere. Nope. He probably went to the zoo and got a little I, like sidetracked. I went to Niagara Falls once, and I went to Cabo San Lucas once. That's the only times I've ever been out of the country. Did you help people in Cabo no, San Lucas? No. Did you help anybody in Niagara Falls? Or I, I brought high some wire? money into the economy down there, but that's the extent Did you see Sammy it. down there in his bar, Cabo Wabo? I saw Cabo Wabo, yeah. Uh, I didn't see Sammy, though. Uh, hey, let's go to commercial. Hey, okay. real quick. Sports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Race Tech, Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivin Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate. Uh, thanks, everybody. What, what, yeah, what, you guys what, what I was going to say was <laughs> talk to you after this commercial break. Thanks for listening, everybody. Support the sponsors. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. 
BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX upon checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature Carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You 
you know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series Shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you.
Van Halen, 5150. Welcome back to the show, the Public Mix Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Kenny Watson talking to Josh Hansen right now, trying to get him on the show desperately. Maybe not. Hey, tits. Yes, sir. I apologize if you didn't go to Africa. I did not. Okay. I, that I can assure we you. We ironed that out over the commercial. Yes, we did. Yeah, all right. Um, hey, let's get, yeah, let's get our next guest right now, Trainer to the Stars, Alden Baker. Uh, let's get him on to talk about uh, everything that's going on. We got uh, Phil Nicoletti coming up, Bobby Canare, Tyler Keefe, manager of the Troy Lee Honda team. And uh, thank you, everybody, for um, coming on board. Uh, let's give away five apps, five Pulpamex apps courtesy of C.L. Moser. He's trying to make amends with Kenny Watson on the show. And uh, five iPhone apps, iPhone only apps. Uh, $1.99 value here, folks. Big news from Moser. It's a big gift. Uh, first five people to email pulpamexshow at gmail.com get the apps. First five people to email pulpamexshow at gmail.com get the, uh, get the uh, app, Pulpamex app, which is uh, chock full of goodies. Yeah. And we're working on trying to change the sound drops. So, um, All right, let's get our next guest on. Uh, trainer to the Stars, a man who has more titles and wins than maybe anyone in the pits. He's worked with the best. Everybody but Tim Ferry, that is. Uh, Alden Baker. What's up, Alden? Hey, Steve. How are you? Hey, thanks for doing the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, oh, no problem. Thanks for the, the invite. Yeah, no, it uh, uh, always... Th- always. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Okay, Kenny? Whoa, what about me, Alden? I've known you way longer than I, this guy. You don't no, even say hi to me, dude? Kidding. That's bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you were listening in on the whole thing. I'm still going to get how this all works, you know? I've got to get the feeling that, you know, everyone can yeah everything, so sorry about that. Yeah, Mate, uh, no, yeah. yeah you're it's, exactly it's right. right. Known, you've known me for way beyond uh, everyone else, so uh, that doesn't go, you know, unseen for sure, mate. Um, all right, mate. As long as, long as, long as you remember. <laughs> I don't want you to forget. Alden. No, uh, no, never. Uh, <laughs> you work with Ricky Carmichael. You work with James Stewart. Right now you work with Ryan Villapoto. Uh, ben Townley you worked with for a while. Jake Weimer. Blake Baggett and uh, Tyler Rattray, um, all these guys winning races and winning championships. Uh, you've got to be, you've got to look back and realize uh, that you've been part of some really cool, special stuff, huh? Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. You know, looking at it like that, it's 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 awesome. I mean, I couldn't have wished for a better crew of guys to be involved with. So that's been you know special, and uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, so uh, pumped and blessed to have had that opportunity and, and, you know, hopefully that continues to be with, you know, I mean, even the crew that I have now, it's just mm-hmm. fantastic. They're all great guys. I can't sure. wait. I can't wait for you to add Steve Mathis to that list. <laughs> well, he is sort of, uh, un- he's, <laughs> he's unofficially, unofficially my, uh, I'm a uh, guy in the truck when I asked him the granola bar. Remember last week? I'm like, hey, is this thing any good? <laughs> yeah, but you said you probably he probably said no. Eat an apple, and you're like, all right. So you ate an apple, and you went to the next truck and said, fuck it. That that fossil's looking. Has <laughs> yeah. my name all over it. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can only you know keep up when he's when he's in the cowie rig. Off that, it's it's all, all out of hey, control. I've, I presume. I've cut soda <laughs> almost completely out, and uh, I've really noticed a difference. So that's cool. Um, and, good. That was one thing you told me was a killer. I think you used the words killer. Yeah, killer, man. <laughs> I think he was talking about sure. the Iron Maiden album. <laughs> um, yeah, you were saying soda was not good. Um, hey, Tyler Rattray coming back at Red Bud, do we think? Yes, yeah, no, that's the plan. So, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope so. I mean, you know, he's, he's just started riding again, and, and everything feels pretty good, you know. So, man, you know, I, just, I was so bummed when, when, you know, what, what happened to him at Tanktown was just, Sort of out of you know, kind of out of control. But uh, 
Uh, I'm pumped that he's back riding again. He's, he's excited. He's a hard worker. He's a solid guy, and I uh, think uh, it'll be good. And uh, uh, Jake Weimer, I thought, uh, man, he took a rock in the throat or in the chest, started coughing up blood. Um, yeah, no, it was kind of a weird deal. It, yeah, and actually, in fact, today he had to go for another checkup, but he's still coughing up a bit of blood. So, uh, yeah, it just weird. He took, yeah, took a rock to the chest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, anyway. But, uh, no, it seems like, yeah, he, you know, he definitely had a, a big bang there, but they, they say that it, it seems like it's, it's, you know, it's healing and he should be okay. Yeah. So thank God for that. Yeah, he said he yeah. uh, he slowed down, he coughed up some blood, he thought about pulling off, and he said, ah, screw it, and he kept racing. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of scary initially, especially when you're tasting blood in your mouth, you, you know, uh, that, and, and especially then trying to keep your brain on, on what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that is pretty, pretty mean. But I, I admire the guy. He definitely hung in there. He knows how important, you know, finishing races are, even matter what, conditions you're in, you yeah. know, so, uh, but, uh, you know, he didn't pass out or anything, and, and that was the biggest thing, he, he said, look, obviously, he felt really weird, he'd have to pull off, but, uh, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad once he sort of figured out, like, okay, I can still hang in there, you yeah. know, so, uh, good for him, I think out of a tough day like that, he did pretty good. Yeah, I agree, he, uh, man, and his fitness, I mean, you know, he, he's gotten some podiums, and he's been right there, but I'd really... He's putting the work in fitness-wise because when you watch his lap times, he is getting guys at the end of the motos almost every time, and uh, and that's got to be you know definitely due to him and yourself as well. Yeah, no, he's putting in the work, and mm-hmm. you know it's been tough for 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 him ever since he you know when he got onto the four fifty. You know, injuries is always the rider's worst nightmare because once when you're injured, you're not moving forward, and you're not putting in the training, and you're kind of restricted. So, you know, finally this this year has been pretty much injury-free and, uh, you know, he's able to, you know, stick to the plan a lot better and do everything right. And uh, for sure it's paying off. I mean, I think, yeah, feeling-wise at the end of the, the motors and all the rest, he's, he's feeling good. And, and that's, I think it's great for his confidence for, you know, knowing that, look, I'm not having any issues in that area and I can really focus on building up speed and, and getting better consistency, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Alden. Uh, training question, rider question, uh, any sort of question, uh, give us a call and uh, he'll he'll uh, do his best to answer you. So RV in Belgium this weekend for the GP, no doubt loving it. Absolutely, probably just very happy to be there. Uh, how's, his, yeah. how's his recovery coming along? You know, his recovery has been pretty unreal. I mean, you know, I've had a lot of guys in the past that have had, you know, mm-hmm. ACLs you know, torn up and, and repaired. And, and his, for sure, has been the best. And, and, in fact, it's a little deceiving because the the procedure that they use is, you know, relatively new from what from what I can, you know, think of compared to my other guys. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he didn't have too much swelling, and, uh, you know, that's always a huge problem initially and, and not much scar tissue. So the, the recovery and the rehab is, been un- unreal, and you know he's doing everything except obviously you know he, he's the, the docs. You know he can't ride the motorcycle just right. because that ligament is not obviously ready for that yet. But everything else on the, on the other side with the strength stuff and cycling and cardio and everything else is is all good. So we're very happy in that area for sure. Yeah, you know I don't know what happened to ACL surgery, but when I saw Ryan, was it maybe Vegas? And he was mm. walking normally, looked great, no limp. And I mean, an ACL yeah. is a you know that's a huge deal. And 
I don't know, like like you said, I don't know if it was the doctor or just RV, but that was incredible comeback for for, for an ACL replacement. I thought. Yeah, well, and the, the thing I think everyone's different. I mean, for sure, you know, the doc is is really good. It's mm-hmm. you know he's done a couple of my guys before, and uh, uh, he he knows his stuff in that area, you know. But uh, one area is you know he he had the operation before, and they'd used the hamstring, and uh, that's what blew out this time. So the they just you know pulled that out and 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 stuck the new one in, and he said the pathway through was really clear and good, so that helped a lot. So really, it it all ended up being that. The guy didn't have a lot of where they, you know, had to tear up a lot or, you know, get too vigorous in there to create swelling and, and scar tissue and all those other issues that you always deal with after an operation like that. So mm-hmm. it was, it was, you know, really the best of the, 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 you know, the cases that you could have in that scenario for sure. Um, hey, out of all the guys you've had, RC, James, and all the guys we mentioned, is RV <clears throat> the toughest guy to get? To go exercise. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't say it's the. I mean, you know, that, that's true. For it depends. Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's the toughest guy. Okay. No, I all think right. they all. I think they all were focused on on you know on what they how important that part of it is. So you know, I don't think it's like oh man, you got to go and throw water on the guy in the morning in the bedroom, you know, to get him out of bed. They but. By no means do they, I think, just can't wait or love that part of the training. You know, right, right. Um, you know they. You know, I just think that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I think they have a lot on their plate. They do a lot, and then you know, once they start to evolve into the program, mm-hmm. it is a lot. But yep. they understand the benefits that come out of it. I think every one of them has. But by no means is it is it easy. And and yeah, I mean, I think you know, everyone looks for the. You know, we're human. We look for easier ways of getting the job done. Right, you know? right. So uh, to put it that way, I think would be better. But, you yeah, know, we definitely <laughs> have our days where, you know, it, it does get a little tough and, yeah. and it gets a bit verbal, but it's all good. It gets a bit, you know? it gets a bit verbal with RV. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's something else, I tell you. Hey, uh, yeah. uh, question for you. I don't know how this works with you, but obviously you work with uh, – you work with Cene Cirillo as well, and Blake Baggett, Weimer, RV. Can anybody hire you? Like, do you cap it? How do you? Uh, I'm sure people approach you all the time. How does that work? Mm. How do you look at a rider and you know his personal life, his uh, his career, what you know about him, and make a judgment? Have you turned guys down? Like, how does that kind of work? Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely turned people down. I mean, I don't think the program's for everyone. Um, and I mean, so I, I do try and do as much, uh, you know, research as mm-hmm. I can to see if the qualities on what I see in the previous where the rider's been and what he do, you know, done in, up till the time he approaches me. Right. Um, and then I've got to work out if that would fit in with, with everyone, mm-hmm. you know, because I am limited. I find that, you know, five guys is, is pretty much my maximum at one time, yeah. just to be able to coordinate all of that. Um, and they all have to fit in kind of with each other. You know, I can't have two what I call heavy hitters because yeah. that won't work. Um, so you do have kind of a, you know, the way I look at it is a hierarchy system of yeah. getting each guy to fit in and to, you know, where I could hopefully help 
them attain the best of their ability at that point in time. Because the thing is, everyone adapts too, you know, and everyone evolves. Mm-hmm. So you got to go through that process, and then you got to try and keep it all together, where you can keep going with that process, that, so that everyone feels the benefits and feels that they have that that attention that they deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's it's not easy to to just sort of yeah. And that's why you know, yeah, I can't just take on anyone, right. but. You know, I am, you know, open to, you know, I mean, people contact me and I look at their scenarios and say, okay, well, this could fit in either then or now or maybe a little later or let's get to this point or, right. or you know, so it's definitely not, it's not a, you know, a shut door thing. And, and but um, it is, it is a little bit tough in, in, with my job for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, call for you here from Josh. Uh, Josh, what's up, man? Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, what's your question for Alden Baker? Hey guys, love the show. Uh, Alvin, I was just curious, what do you do as far as uh, electrolyte replacement with you guys? Do you do supplements before or afterwards, or and do you do it when you're training also, or just on race day, or what? Um, um Josh, w- one thing with that is I try and keep everything the same. You know, like so during the training, during the week, and to me the weeks are, during the week are way heavier than what you go and race in those conditions. Um, so, but I try and keep it the same, where the body doesn't suddenly have an influx of like, oh wow, now I'm going to start throwing in more electrolytes. You know, I I utilize quite a few different uh, drinks out there that that have electrolytes, obviously in them. Um, I try and stick to the ones that have the least amount of sugars, the ones that that uh, you know don't shoot the insulin level up too high, because I don't feel that that's good on the body or the recovery. Um, and going back to that, they're only racing, you know. It's 35 minutes. So hydration, yes, it is key, especially in places like Texas or in areas that we go that are really hot. But we live in where they mainly train a lot is here in Florida. So it's brutal out here. So during the week, it's most important. And keeping up with the hydration is key. I try and keep it where the guys know the routine where basically every time they're sitting down after a moto or even before, they are hydrating. You know, um, or sipping on drinks, or I prefer just straight water, but I do utilize between motors for sure. I add in the electrolytes to compensate for what they're losing out on the track. But I try and keep that the same going through, even for the weekends and obviously during the week. Yeah. All right, Josh. Thanks, man. Hey, Elden, is there, cool, a, is there any kind of certain electrolyte drink that you would uh, prefer to, you know, let's say like an amateur kid or? You know, would you just think, just make sure you get enough water in you? What would you suggest to, you know, guys out there? Well, I mean, Sato Sport has a huge range of, of products that that they cover everything, which is great. They're a great uh, company. They, you know, they help us out a lot. Um, it's the same company that makes muscle milk. So they, they have a huge amount of range of, 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 of stuff. So, you know, you can go to their website and kind of pick depending on what you are doing and how much you're actually putting in. I tend to, you know, look at the, what, you know, what each product has in it and then I either dilute it to what I feel is necessary for my guys or, you know, you can increase it. So that's mm-hmm. something that does become a little bit more individual, but they have a full product line that covers all your bases for sure. Yeah, you know, what? a lot of, a lot of uh, like, you know, people back in the day, they would always, you know, stick to the to the one supplement that was always out there and that was um cytomax yeah cytomax. everyone's cytomax, yeah. cytomax but i just like some of the riders always always have 
a lot of that's like the Cytomax, I don't know if it had so much sugar in it or whatever the deal was. It messed their stomachs up, and a lot of those guys couldn't do yes. that. And then you I, see some guys doing PDL. I think a lot of guys just couldn't hire, hot, handle iron. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, and, oh he's, a, he's a good old boy for sure. He's out but, there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, uh, um, and I, yeah, talking of Arnold, I'm still, you know, still checking on him, and he's, he's a good man. He's one of a kind, so that's, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, and that's the thing. Where I say it becomes individual, uh, you know, like even with Ricky, you know, he had a more sensitive stomach, so he couldn't handle that, and we had to change it up and go to more like light stuff, you know, more leaned out um, drinks, you know. And there's so many things on the market now. It's, you know, I, I definitely tried a lot of this stuff. The GU is also a great uh, company, because, and that's a little bit more leaned down, so that doesn't affect the stomach, you know, so hard. So you've definitely got to test things that work for each guy. Um, but one thing I do feel is, you know, maybe, you know, just the strength of what the normal recommendation is, is normally towards people that are doing way longer endurance events. So you've got to taper it down for, you know, motocross specific. For sure. So do you suggest, like, if if someone has to try to get a supplement that works for their body, would you, I mean, I would think that the normal guy would say, all right, they're, they're going to do it at home during the week or when they go running or cycling or even doing their motos instead of just thinking, oh, yeah, I drank water all week, but so now I know I need to get more, you know, stuff in my body and, and just go drink, you know, say if they were going to just go, Ooh. just do Cytomax on the weekend and not knowing what it's going to do to them. That could be a big problem, correct? Oh, yeah. No, that's crazy. You've got to, you you do not change anything on the weekend that you wouldn't be doing, you know, doing during the week. That mm-hmm. is like, you know, the first rule of thumb for sure. I mean, I've heard of people even coming to the weekend and say, oh, I better carbo load now because I've got a big race tomorrow. I'm like, no, are you crazy? You don't, yeah. you know, the body does not like big changes right before it's doing anything. I mean, you've got to make sure you've, you know, you've tried and practiced and you stick to that routine for sure. Uh, Alden, interested to get your uh, th- opinion on this. You know, uh, performance-enhancing drugs are a big thing in uh, the uh-huh. sporting world. ESPN, uh, Roger Clemens just got off. A pitcher, baseball pitcher, just got off today from charges. Uh-huh. NFL is cracking down on it. And i got to say, I get more – I don't get more, but I get a ton of emails and tweets. Mm. You got the media isn't covering this enough. It's everywhere in our sport. Uh, everybody's doing it. Um, AMA's not testing. Blah blah blah. Like the the some fans seem to want like tor- the media to have torches and to run around into trucks, um, seeing what guys are going on. But what do you think of all this stuff? Uh, steroids, HGH, blood doping. Uh, is it a problem in our sport? Is it around? What's the issue? Give me your opinion on it. Well, uh, you know, first of all, to me, it's it's sad because you know, and it, that that is such a big thing in sports today. But um, I, I mean, the sad part is obviously once big money is involved in sport, mm-hmm. then cheating cheating comes into it, and that's just the way it is in in, in 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 today's world. To me, yeah, I've heard that there are riders this taking this, but honestly, I've never seen a rider physically taking something that I thought, ooh, that looks shaky or that, you know, I mean, so I don't know, but I hear stuff. And and obviously when you hear stuff and where there's smoke, you know, you think, well, there's possibly fires there. Mm-hmm. But to me, yeah, I, I'm, I believe that the testing should be, to me, it should be every weekend top three minimum, yeah. you know. Um, now, the FIM are doing testing a lot more now. I mean, actually, RV is on the testing. In fact, I have to keep changing this 
whereabouts thing on yeah. on the water, water website, and that's quite a quite an ordeal to right. do it. Because wherever he goes, they need to know when you've got to give a window when they can come and test you and all the rest. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. I just wish that they would, instead of just testing urine, they would take blood too. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I can understand that's a lot more expensive process. You've got to have a medical person involved, you know, there to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, But, you know, so I would like to see more testing involved just to, to, to at least help you know, monitor that a lot more right. because I do feel that it is sad that people that are putting in the hard work, that are doing everything the right way, you know, it could be taken in areas where guys aren't willing to take shortcuts and cheat and, and, and do that, that route, which, right. you know, like I said, it, it, it's sad, but it, it happens. We can see it in all these other sports where there's money involved. Um, so, yeah, I still feel that Hopefully the thing that covers the sport of, of dirt bike racing is that at least I don't care what drug you take and, and whatever, you still got to know how to work that throttle. Yeah, yeah. You know? So to me, thank God there's a lot more pieces in the puzzle than just being super strong or, or you know, or faking your fitness, you know, where yeah. you, 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 know, you can go a little extra than, than the guy that's put in the work. Um, so I think that's a saving grace in that area. Because I don't, and, and you know, there's a, like I said, there's a lot that goes into the sport. I mean, you can be as fit as anything, but if your bike's a piece of junk or you, you know, you don't have the speed, well, you're still going to be back there, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a lot of little things, but it's the same goes for a guy that's got a lot of speed and a good bike. If he can't go the distance, he's got a problem. So yeah. there's definitely things that are bit, that I think make that key, but it is sad that, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's, in, the, in almost any sport that has a lot to offer and a, and a lot, you know, riding on the line. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I would, as I say, I'm, I'm very pro the FIM and the water thing. I think that's great. It's, yeah. it's, they're, they're, they're trying. I, I'd like to see it a little bit more or, you know, like yeah. pretty much every race, top three just automatically getting checked. Hey, Eldon, you know? do, you, do, yeah. you, do you say that for the reason why is because the, 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 the performance drugs that you could get right now can really not, some of them cannot be detected just through urine because they are so advanced. You know, I mean, that's why I think you're saying that because I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. I don't know if people do it or they don't do it. That's not my deal at all. But I'm a firm believer that, um, you know, a perfect example is the guys that, you know, that ride the tour. And if you look at the news now, like they're going back and investigating Lance Armstrong and thinking, yeah, he's did over something like 595 tests and he's never been caught, but all of a sudden now there's, there's evidence that he might have done it. Well, hearsay, whatever. But getting back to our sport, I think that you're you're onto something. That it has to. You have to be. You have to be blood tested to to get to find it. Because you can do it all day long. Because the drugs are so expensive and they're so. I think the people that are building them are building them so they they can pass test. Well, that's the that's the problem. Is it's evolving as as you know with everything and. Like I said, I look at the sport of cycling because that's where they're trying to stay on top of it in a big way. You know, it's huge. Um, and there, yeah, it's blood testing. And even then, they're still getting around it. But the cool thing is they can still keep the sample of blood. And as they're testing, it's better. They can go back and recheck and right. come back, you know. And that's been a lot of the things now where, you know, the, so they're improving in those areas, but... 
I do believe you, you, we've got to be at least blood tested because I even looked into okay urine because even when they they you know they check Ryan right. you know a couple times now um, and I said well okay you know like you, you want to be educated on this what are you guys looking for what do you think you find and a lot of it is all to do with um, sort of what they call entertainment drugs in a way and I'm like yeah. well yeah. Jesus so that's all they're you know, doing I don't know the guy that's smoking a bit of weed now I don't, I don't know if that helps you on a motorcycle to me she is and they, but they're also concerned that that kind of guy that's maybe even doing that can be harmful to the rest of the competitors well okay. yeah that I agree that can be the case yeah. but I don't see that that's kind of where it really needs to be up think it for sure needs to be a bit better than than that you know let's uh let's go so, to, yeah let's go to our call here carter you got a question for uh for alden baker uh yeah um i was wondering for uh for longer races like off-road races that are you know an hour and a half plus would there would there be any kind of like different approach you would take as far as hydration or preparation for those kind of races as opposed to the 30 plus two yeah i, I could yeah, give you no. i could give you some advice don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the cousins to say, yeah, anyone that wants to ride a motorcycle that long in those conditions, wow, good luck, you know. Um, no, I think something in that area, and obviously I don't have an athlete that, that, that does that, but my, my thinking on, on that would be, you know, you have to carry some sort of hydration then, you know, especially if you are doing it in hot conditions because mm-hmm. it will start affecting you. And I don't know, too, you know, even training for that, you're probably never going to be able to really, in a, in training, do that kind of distance. You know, if you close to to a race, you know, because mm-hmm. you're going to set yourself in some of the training. You know, that'll carry over yeah. into the racing. So that is tough, and I think you know probably everyone's individual is different, but you're more than likely going to you know like I know with mountain bike racing, some of the hot, brutal events back in the day that that we did that, and that was two and a half hours. We would run, you know, the camelbacks and stuff to give you a little bit of extra hydration, mm-hmm. you know, so that you weren't yeah. running out of steam, you know. So I think those are the things you would have to try in some training to make sure that you can at least, you know, work it. But you would probably need that, when, especially with anything you go over, you know, an hour. Yeah, because sure. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in Texas, so definitely oh, yeah, get hot yeah. out here. Wait, you're in Texas and you ride off-road for an hour and a half? Yeah. Wow, well, you need, you need an eighty-minute race on Saturday, and then a, a sixty-minute race on Sunday. So doubleheader too. You need to go to a psychologist. <laughs> you need to get your head checked. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good though. Right thing on. about that too is that you know you hope that everyone's in the same boat, so you you know once again the tougher is going to survive. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, training I would definitely you know be trying to work on that. The camelback plan, or some hot, yeah. some form of hydration yeah, to keep you going. I wear a camelback uh, during races, and I usually a bottle of water with sometimes a hammer heed. But okay, yep. Sometimes yep. just straight water. Thanks. Uh, okay. Thanks, Carter. Right. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the help. All right. See ya. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, thanks for the for the opinion. I, I do agree with you on what, what's that, Kenny? Hey, Eldon, I got one last question for you, buddy. What what's your? Yeah, uh, I had a one of my really good friends who who um, got paralyzed riding was wanted to know if you have any feedback or any what your thoughts are on the neck brace. Like, what if you are they pro uh, or con? Do you think they're good or they're not good? Or um, what, what's your thoughts on you that? You 
I mean, I, th- I think they, I think they're good overall. I would be be arrows the neck brace for sure. And even though, you know, I've had riders that don't like it because they feel that it kind of restricts them in a lot of ways. And the other thing that there is, there isn't, you know, how do you duplicate every crash in an area? I mean, you can duplicate stuff in car racing just because of the position and everything like that. But on a motorcycle, it's really, really hard. I do think that guys that have longer necks are at more risk than the guys that are shorter with squat, you know, like almost that don't even have a neck, you know, because they just, mm-hmm. and, and to give you an example, you know, Ricky was not a, not into the, the, the neck brace just because he never used it when he was an amateur. He, you know, he never came through the ranks running that. So it was right. tough to then throw something on. And the problem that he was concerned about that, it prevented him doing, like when he did crash, rolling properly, you know, because he, he pretty much had that iron down. You know, he yeah. knew how to crash well. He had a lot of practice to it. And he was, <laughs> you know, but he was concerned that now restricting him on naturally what he would do if he was going to crash could be a problem. And so you get all these different, and I think it does become personal again. It's the same, you know, knee braces I feel are unreal at, you know, the extension. But they don't save your ACL. I've had every guard destroy yeah. the ACL. And yet, so I think the neck brace, I'm, I'm pro it because if it's 1% better, it's still way better than what you were, you know, before. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think it is a good thing. I just think that, that there still needs to be more testing done, more work in it, more where that it can even evolve more. You know, to give the guy a guarantee, well, not a guarantee, but I don't think yeah. there's ever any guarantee, but just more sort of education on, okay, this is what's being done, this is the scenario, so the, so the rider can make an educated decision on it. Because, you know, another thing, you know, I've had, I'm known of guys that have broke their collarbone because of it, and then you're still out now because you've had another injury, but you don't know now would have that created a neck injury or not. Yeah. You know, so... It is a, it's a, I think it's still a tough one, but I am pro the neck brace for sure. Yeah, it's like the guy, it's like the guy that uh, breaks his helmet and he goes, I just bought this helmet and I just broke it. God dang it. And, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, but you're fine. You didn't, you don't have a concussion. Your head's okay. Yeah, but I broke my new helmet. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's just something <laughs> that, you know, I was just wondering because there's so many, you know, people that are, again, some people that would say they're good, they're bad. I mean, you know, if you if it's a bad enough crash where you broke your collarbone and that and that brace did do its job, I would think. But who am I to say? But yeah, yeah but right yeah. on, bud. Well, the thing is, you know, I look at the picture even from when Trey was landed on, and I'm thinking, my thank God he had a neck brace on, but because just where it landed, it seemed to at least maybe take the cushion, you know, a bit. Um, if there was, so one. that's an area, you know, but. You know, I don't know. I think every crash is different. Every guy is different, even their genetics on, on how they wear it. I, I do feel it needs to be more customized. I think buying uh, the one that just is, you know, to fit all, Yeah. I don't like that scenario about it. But because I don't, you know, it's the same as knee braces. You know, not everyone's legs and knees are the same. Right. So uh, I think they need to get it better in that area, but it's for sure a good thing. Right on. Yeah. Hey, um, thanks for coming on, Alden. Appreciate it, man. Uh, well, very educational, and uh, enjoy your two weeks off for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll be enjoy the less traveling. That's the only good part about it. So that's that's yeah. cool. But uh, yeah. thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Kenny. It's always a pleasure. You guys do a great job, and uh, thanks again for the support. Yeah. Thank you. All right, bud.
Okay, take care. Thank you. Alden Baker, uh, trainer to the stars. Have you ever seen Eldon at the race not happy? No, no. And actually, it's funny you say that. We just had that conversation uh, two weeks ago. Dude, Eldon, like he, his guy will get hurt, and he's still positive. Oh, he, we'll get it fixed. We'll be back. Well, remember what Jake said last week, uh, Alden's uh, theory. Oh, uh, yeah. What was it again? What was <laughs> it really worked it well. Was something. Be calm. Stay positive. Stay the – what was it? Tits? Stay in the now. Something to that effect. I don't remember. Uh, uh, just talking to um, Alden two weeks ago, he said, I don't understand these ricers. I don't understand why you can't text someone a courtesy text. Why you can't reply to somebody? Why you don't want to talk to a media person? Why you don't want to um, like he was kind of going on about how these guys start thinking that they're they're superstars and they lose touch with reality. Totally. And he was he, he and he and you know what he brought up RV a little bit. He said sometimes I see Ryan and I just ah oh, it drives me crazy. He doesn't understand that he's one of the most grounded people out there, uh, and he doesn't understand why everyone isn't like that. Um, yeah, get our next guy on the line, Nash. What's up? Gentlemen. Hey guys, just gentlemen. I was just calling to say thanks. I got the fly racing gear. Yeah, we're gonna play your uh, voicemail tonight. So yeah, cool. Thanks. Uh, and I called Western Power Sports and thanks so guys. You really? No, you it was didn't. A home run. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. It was the phone number was on the invoice when what, it came in the mail, and what, I called. What'd you I, say, who'd you I, talk I, to? There was a young girl who's the assistant to the guy. I think his name is Bill. Or um, <laughs> you talked to the, you talked to the warehouse manager, bro. <laughs> You didn't do us no, any I didn't. favors. You no, call I didn't. Talk I, to I talked to the warehouse lady, and she forwarded me to the fly racing department. And the manager, the rider manager, was busy, and I talked to a girl in the department. I think I call up and ask yourselves. I'm not kidding around. I don't lie. It's Nash. It's the real deal. Okay. I don't play games. Stay calm and carry. Stay calm and carry on. There Someone just tweeted. Stay that. calm and carry on. That's exactly, and that's yeah. what RV does. Right. Stays calm and he carries on. Hey, uh, two quick questions. First one at three minute mark, uh, Dunge threw something from his bike. What was it? In the second moto. Tear off. Yeah. No. It's a towel. It looked like a towel or something wrapped around his neck, like ice-cold towel or something. Why'd you ask then if you knew what it was? I didn't know what it was. I'm, I was only presume, making a presumption. A, presum- a presumption? Presumption. <laughs> You're an English That's teacher, it. too. That's what's awesome. Dude, I can carry that one. Kenny, you can use that one on uh, one of your lines. I'm going to use that. Thanks, uh, buddy. Is it a towel for real? I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I was too. I was too concerned trying to understand what about, the what announcer. About, let's get to your question. We got our next guest on. Ask Kenny your question. Oh, hey! In the Racer X uh, uh, after party at Louisiana, there's a picture of JT saying something along the lines that he slaying monster chicks. Is that a reality, Kenny? Can you report on that? Wait. Say that again. He was slaying monster chicks. Yeah, and the uh, last issue of Racer X is a picture of JT with a monster girl. You know what? And that's his. That's his business. I I don't reveal. I don't. I don't wrap my friends out. Oh. I don't. I don't know what he's. I, you know what? I didn't go home with him, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah. you know, we were all having a good time. It's not like Kenny has. Or, it's not like Kenny has orgies with JT. Yeah, it's, I, he went his way. <laughs> I I left with my crew. Me and my guy Jay. We went back to the hotel room and we were done. JT took off well, with I don't I, I left before him at? so I don't know. You're calling. It's not like Kenny has orgies with JT. You laugh at the most perverted stuff. That bro. was funny. <laughs> hey. His brother won't listen to the show. I know. Nash, thanks, man. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you. I don't think Nash is called to Western Power Sports. I mean, I appreciate it, but I I can't see it helping us. No. I talked to some chick. Hey, all right, let's get to our next guest. But you know what? It was pretty cool. It is cool that, that, he, did that he did do that because I guarantee you someone didn't call after you know, that. Thanks for the pipe. You know, I got a tweet or an email about us fixing the contest so that Nash won. 
And if only the guy could actually see you pushing the buttons randomly to get, and like it just happened to be Nash. Well, if people know, if, if that, that guy that obviously said that hasn't been listening to the show forever, he knows Nash was one of the original guys that used to call in every single week yeah. and has been a supporter of the show for three years. That's why he won because he's on top of it and he's called in. And but I mean, you were lucky. just hitting random buttons. Yeah. Uh, and how many times do I go? Hey, you, you didn't win. You didn't yeah, win. Yeah, hey, yeah. oh, hey, what color are you? No. And then all hey, of a sudden, Nash was there. Let's get to our next guest. Uh, he won a Canadian national this past weekend in uh, in Calgary, Canada. Who's that? Uh, one of the unsung heroes of the sport. Who won this weekend there? Bobby Canari. No way. Yeah. Meat had one. Meat had one. No, he did. He's on the line. Was it a mud race? No. Did, did people break. <laughs> Come on, Bob. You won. Yeah, up. man, I freaking went down there, buddy. Oh my god, congratulations, my friend. That's awesome. Oh, thanks, buddy. That was a long time coming. First time you seen the first. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good to kind of get the monkey off my back, you know. Uh, I had a win up on. there, not this past summer, the summer before, and man, it kind of went went blank last year for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just was all around a beautiful weekend, you know. No excuses, just kind of had a good weekend and uh, had a good battle with Matt Gorky, the second moto for yeah. it, and. Uh, even on the first one, I really had to work for it. I actually put it down on uh, the third or fourth lap, laid it down, went back to tenth, and uh, had to pass my way back up to second and uh, and kind of put my head down for the day. It was it was all in all a good day and, uh, yeah. you know, show of things to come, I hope. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, oh, that's awesome. That monkey's been clamped on your back. Um, Dude, tell me about it. <laughs> I'll see you this weekend. I'm going to Edmonton. Are you? Yeah. So I'll see you there. Oh, dude, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. I'm excited to head back there. They kind of took that race out last uh, year mm-hmm. or two for us, and uh, I really enjoyed that track. So I'm looking forward to getting back there. And Is Rollerball going to be around? Sure. you think Rollerball will be around? No, Rollerball can't get off, I don't think. I think he's working. All right. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Matt Gurky's been uh, – he won the first moto, and he's won the first four motos, first first five motos of the year. What's he, he – Is he, what's going on? Just Matt Gurky. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I think he's just riding really good. You know, he's fitting that, that monster bike uh, pretty good for himself. And, uh, you know, he came off a pretty decent Supercross season for himself as well. Uh, and I think we both got some good momentum coming into the outdoor season. And I think it showed, you know, we've been on the box every moto together. Uh, I had a little bit of bad luck on my part, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to kind of fight him for that first place position uh, between brake lines coming off and flat tires and little things like that. Brake lines uh, coming three off. Three four motos, I had issues. So uh, this weekend, obviously, there was no issues, and I'll just doing it to myself, laying myself down on the ground. And yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, man, hey, it was... You, hey, you know what, Steve? You know what I like about the best part about Gerke and Bob? What? Flying the colors. That they're Americans? They're Americans. Oh, they're Americans. God. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about those class, Canadians. In the class right now, too. Those guy, Canadians right are so fast up there. The hey. Americans are not going to beat them. They got this covered. Ba 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 ba. Honestly? Clappriotti. <laughs> Clappriotti. Whatever the guy's name is. Clappriotti. Yeah, he has clap. He has the clap. Whatever that guy's name is. I want to punch you right now. Smoke those guys. Let the Canucks. Hey, don't worry. Wallow. We're coming back. Don't oh, yeah. worry. We're coming back. Um. No, hey, it's. Uh, I I thought the KTM guys would struggle a bit, but I think you and and Matt have stepped up your game. We saw the season you had down here. You can't help Wait, but be. Wait, did be you on it. did 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 you get a chance to listen to his preseason Canada show where they were going to? No, I heard some rumors about the accusations you're 
throwing around with who his, his picks were, and you know, I just wanted to prove him wrong. You know, I, you know, Don't we wait. had a pretty good season down here in the U.S. We had, come on, we got to carry our momentum up there. I think I picked Kanara to do well. I think do well, but not win. You said you had the two guys. You had the KTM guys, one two. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, you had Tyler Medaglia or whatever. No, those. no, I said Colton. I said Colton. Anyways, let's not get into that. Yeah, no, let's hey. get into it. Let's, <laughs> let's get into that. Well, no, I want to. Bob g- Meathead is the guy in Canada right now. How about how about when I when I called you or texted you and said Meathead and you said yeah. So this is yeah. Oh, I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I tell Kenny. Tell Kenny. This is this story blows me away. Tell Kenny about the first round and all the problems you had. Not so much with your bike, but all the stuff you did. I heard this. Yeah, I don't, really I don't know want to sound like making excuses, but I Listen did have this. a bit of a rough weekend. First Listen of all, we flew in. They lost my bag, my knee braces, my boots, my gear, uh, some you know some parts like linkages and stuff that I really really needed for my bike that were key you know components. And uh, lost my bag. We ended up having to charter our own plane back to the mainland, back to Vancouver, a plane, bro. Uh, because the FedEx wouldn't bring it to us, and their Canada wouldn't bring it to us, so I went to go get it. They told me my bag was in Orlando, and I already chartered a $1,000 personal plane to get over there, and then uh, I had to find my own you know, flight back, because their Canada wouldn't fly us back, because the flight left five minutes ago, and then uh, the personal planes were shut down for the day. And then there was a bomb scare on all the ferries, so I couldn't even catch a ferry back. We begged and pleaded with a, a plane guy, and, uh, you know, another thousand bucks later, we were back back on the island at least able to race. Just to get a uh, Moto, it rained. So bad, I couldn't really get on the podium. I stuck the steps and didn't plan on going out for the second moto. That it was so bad, I literally could not even see at all. Dude, I, uh, I couldn't do my goggles. I couldn't even get my goggles out of the bag. You know, to get them ready for the next moto, I couldn't see literally at all. And <laughs> That's then why I was going to go to the hospital. I said, "Well, I'll just wait." And so I put on some sunglasses and went to the staging. And and uh, you know, it was still raining and miserable. And then the second moto, I get another good start and uh, end up getting a front and a rear flat on like the second lap road, thirty-five, you know, <laughs> thirty minutes with a front and a rear flat, and still somehow got a podium both motos. Hey, couldn't, couldn't <laughs> okay. See, and then the next weekend, you know, I, uh, I had one decent moto where I ended up third and just kind of didn't ride the best. Hey, I'm starting to understand why Kenny calls you meathead and, you, all, and did, Ivan did, and everything. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the next weekend, like I said, I, I kind of blew myself up in the first moto, and then. Uh, Second moto, my front brake line comes off my reservoir and just, you know, rode around the whole. That was in the third turn, and you know, on the very first lap, so I rode, you know, another thirty-five minutes with no front brake and still got a fourth for a third overall. So. Did you high five your mechanic? Did you high five your mechanic? I would, if I were you, I would have pulled the, the the line off and whipped him three times across the back for the podium. Uh, like man, how many guys would have quit? How many guys? Intentional. How many guys you know? would have quit and not rented a plane for a thousand bucks each way? Dude, I can name one right off the top know. of my head. I know. I figured, you know, if I got my parts, it would have been worth my money, and you know, I, I would have been up on top of the box that day. But uh, oh, you know, they never did get my stuff, and just had to put it out of my head and deal with the situation and uh, borrow some gear, borrow some braces and socks, even yeah. and all that stuff, and get the day going. And then, it is what it is. So I ended up on the podium that day, and yeah, crazy. You know, man. it just was a nightmare of a trip for me. But uh, I thought you know, were, it made the best of it. So I thought the guys. Were, the I point. thought I think it was Lissamore. I thought he was freaking exaggerating it. I'm like, come on, no, he didn't. And Lissamore was like, <laughs> he did, dude. He did all of this stuff. Uh, question, yeah. question for you here from Sean. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, congratulations, there, Bobby. Good ride this weekend. Thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I was down watching at the local track here in Calgary, and it was awesome. I mean, I just watched. I was out on the track taking pictures. I watched you go lap by lap and the charge you put on, and it was just amazing to watch. I was just uh, hey, Sean, really, Sean. really big fan there. Sean, does it bother? Awesome, th- I appreciate it. Sean, does it bother you that we have Gurky and Canari? Two, I clearly hear you're Canadian. Uh, you got two Americans dominating the series right now. Does this bother you? Oh, no, not at all. I'm out watching the good riders. I want to see the best riders doing it, and these guys are throwing it down. It's awesome. You know what? I thought maybe Canada was going to turn in like Japan and say, oh, no, you guys can't come back up here because we want our own champion. We want our champion to be from our country. Oh, no, not at all. Not all right, at all. Perfect, perfect. I mean, I'd like to see uh, Colton go down and kick it in the States because he could do good down there. No, he won't come down here. Yeah, don't get me yeah, started. Well, I wish Sean, you could. Sean, don't get me started. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyways, Bobby, that was awesome. I got lots of good pictures, and just watching you come charging through and take the overall like that at the end, it was amazing. Hey, man, I, I appreciate that. You know, I got a lot of fans up there. I've uh, been up there a few years, and, man, I, I, I really appreciate all you guys hanging over the fence. It really does make a difference, especially yeah, as you guys yeah, seen at the end of the moto, yeah. we were going at it. And, uh, you know, it just yeah. kind of keeps that adrenaline going, keeps you, keeps you going. We got our lap times down, I guess. Everyone was pretty impressed. We got our lap times down those last five laps pretty pretty dramatically trying to yeah, well, uh, pull that win off. That you helped just, out a lot. I you just that. wait till the Canadians hit the east side. You and Matt are going <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. You'll show you. Well, hey, thanks, yeah. thanks, Sean. Hey, hey right, Bob, cool, I, Bob, I got a song here I'm going to play for you, but this is what I want you to think about every time you go to the line because this is what you are to me. <laughs> All right, let me hear it, Kenny. Rising up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You know that is one of the best movies ever made, ever. There you go. That's awesome. You got it, Bob. There we go. Um, hey, that is one of the best movies ever made, ever, anyway. So dude, it sounded like perfect. that. It sounded like that weekend should have been a freaking movie. That's why I thought about yeah, that. I know, I know. That should have been playing in the background all weekend for me. Ridiculous. Eye of the Tiger. Hey, thanks for thanks for coming lengths. on, Bobby. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, good job, Meathead. Yeah, good job. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate. it. I'll see you in a couple weeks at Red Bud. I'll see won't. you this weekend. Oh yeah, I won't. I'll see you soon though. All right, all right Bob. Take care. Later. All right, buddy. Thanks. Let's get the the next guy on the line real quick, and then we're gonna go commercial. Come back with Phil Phil Nicoletti. Um, how about that story though, right? Dude, unbelievable. <laughs> that, like, the whole time he's he saying it, see dude. The he, whole time he's saying it, I'm like, yeah, that's meathead. Right, right, yeah. Hey, that's. I thought he was gonna say he went and he lined up with his sunglasses and rode in the sunglasses. <laughs> that wouldn't have surprised me either. Hey, uh, just hit a triple, Kenny, with Kenny with Canari. Just hit a triple. That's don't, it. Don't need to go for a home run, buddy. No, just get a triple. Um, hey, why don't you read an email right now? I'm so going to. No, that one's going to take a while to get into, but I do want to hear your opinion on this one. Um, Kevin said, why is Ken Roxing being held to a higher standard than Musquin? Ken is doing okay, and it will eventually figure it out. I think everybody – Marvin Musquin's good, but I think everybody kind of thinks Kenny, Kenny Roxon. I mean, he's younger. He's faster. You know, I mean, uh, Musquin's doing well, but I think overall, I think uh, – Kenny's a better rider, and that's maybe why he's been well, I think, I think, better standard. Yeah, I think you know, I think it's going to take both those guys a year or two to figure out the tracks. I really do. Well, really Rattray did say that too. It took him. Rattray said, "If you remember when Tyler came over, he wasn't no. didn't set the world on fire." I think it's going to take them a little bit. I think they're they're both good riders, and I think I think if you if you really watch it, I think Musquin his his riding style is and and he could ride really well. 
I think he rides in his limits, though. He doesn't yeah. really hang it like him. I agree. Although he's deceiving. Maybe he's deceiving. Let's get to our uh, our surprise guest. Uh, Monster Bike at Yamaha, Zach Osborne. What's up, Zachary? Me. Not much, guys. You? We're just hanging, doing a show, you know? Really? How about- you guys do that on Monday night still? Yeah, luckily, somehow. I don't know why. Or, oh, or, I, don't know. I wasn't sure. I haven't, I haven't heard it in like six months or something. So. Oh, thanks, buddy. Know. Thanks, jerk. Um, <laughs> hey, how about you're going to be on a team next year on Geico Honda with another guy named Zach? That's got to be some sort of record. Who's had two uh, Zachs on their team? No one. I mean, no no one. The Zach attack. It's coming on strong. Yeah. What if you guys both ride the same coast, too? It'll be like, Zach, did you see Zach? No, what Zach? I didn't see Zach. Is that Zach? Another they, Zach? I think they're gonna have to make it, it sounds like to me that they're gonna have to make that door a little bit bigger to get both those big heads through the door. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what, Zach? I gotta go to the bathroom. Hold on. Uh what are you calling? What's up? What's up, buddy? I don't know. You sent me a text and told me to call in, so I did. <laughs> um Well you <laughs> you saw my tweet. Is that what you want to talk about? I guess. I don't know. If it's appropriate or not. It is. No, I don't care. Uh, yeah, big conversation with Mitch Payton about you this weekend. Because, you, okay. know, you know, he signed Martin Davalos. And, really? And I told him that was horrible. And uh, <laughs> then he said, well, you name me five guys that, are, that I could sign, Mathis, that, you know, would be better. And, and I started naming them off, and he gave me different reasons. And I'm like, you should have got Zach. And he's like, I know. I wanted him. I wanted him. And uh, – I'm like, he's going he's gonna to do good. He goes, I know, I know. I go, well, what happened? And he just said, I mean, he said that you were really adamant you wanted to sign a contract right away. And not that Geico Honda is bad, a bad team. They're killing it this year. They're, they're one of the best teams in the pits. But I just wanted to know if that was true. If, why didn't you wait? Can you talk about your negotiations? And, and let's, talk, let's get into this a little bit before we get filthy well, Phil Nicoletti on the show. Oh, Phil Nicoletti's on the show? After you, yeah. Oh, man, I got to stay on for that. I got so many good stories about that guy. Hey, but you notice we put him on after you, bro? I know, because I'm the main show. You are. You're, you're the main event, bro. Let's, definitely, let's get to the question. Definitely let's, let's the, the better the, show than Nicoletti. Let's get to the I question. I mean, my hair is straight. <laughs> yeah. I do have big eyebrows, but I have straight hair, so that's definitely me on the, on the winning side. Of course, winning. Winning. Um, yeah, anyways, um, there was quite a few teams in the running. Um, you didn't return my and call, then, idiot. What? So you didn't return my call. I don't remember getting one. Neither do I. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> making it. <laughs> you know, Watson, nah, Watson's, Watson's apparently going to have a lights guy on his team. This is the rumor. He hasn't told me because he gets, you know, he gets mad at me. And, and I'm, I'm not TMZ. having a light. I'm not, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you this much. I'm not having a lights guy. That was the rumor. There's, you heard a lot of rumors, bro. Okay. That's all you are is full of rumors. Hey, that's my job. People pay me for that. Let's, yeah. talk, about the, let's talk about the pro let's circuit talk negotiations. About why talk about why couldn't you wait? Why didn't you want to wait? What's going on? Well, I didn't want to be – I did my own deal. I didn't have a manager, and I did my own deal. So I didn't want to be across an ocean trying to phone back and forth and work out a deal – uh, you know, and have it be distracting from my job because obviously motocross is pretty um, attention intensive. Hey, so you know what? You know what? You, you know what? You, about other things. Hey, you know what year this is? 
There's these new things <laughs> that came out a while ago called computers, and it's one email, yeah. and they get back to you really quick. So don't give me the phone know, call. But, don't give me the phone call. Oh my bullshit. God. You're just impatient, dude, and you just want to get the money and you want to get your deal just done. Just get the money. Give me the money. Just show me the money. Me, first guy who gives me money. Show, I'm show me the money. Huh. No, I'm just busting your balls, bud. I know everything. I know. <laughs> no, that I, really I, isn't isn't how it was because honestly, you probably could have could have held out for more money if I had waited. But I just wanted to have it done and and give. Like, at the time, my world championship hopes were pretty high. Uh, yeah, they were. The way things were going, and uh, obviously that was taken away from me in the end, but I, I didn't want anything to take away from that because I knew that I had a good shot at it, and um, I just didn't want to be trying to negotiate during the races and all that stuff. And um, did, did you literally? I felt like that, I felt like that Geico was a great choice for me, and I, I'm so pumped uh have the opportunity, really. I mean, blah blah um, blah, blah blah blah. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Anything else you guys want to stab me with? Hey, just yeah. get a baseball bat and bludgeon me to death. It'd be a little bit more painful for a while. I'm just, uh, I Mitch sounded like he really was bummed. He missed out on you, and you couldn't wait. Not that Geico's bad. Geico's great. He just, I mean, you just, you first guy that gave you a contract sounded like you were going to sign it. Just first person. That's not true because there were like four contracts before the guy going. Like who? Yeah, like who? Like, just name it. <laughs> hey, what, what about Hurlings? Is he, is he, is he just losing it? Is he just going to fall off his rocker? Do you think? Like, is it possible? That- I don't know, man. He was never like that when, when, like when Kenny was there, it was, he was probably the, the cooler of the two, but. I mean, Ken's a cool kid and everything, but he was more like the more chill one. Now he's just like off the rails. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, what's going on, huh? Yes. Hope uh, he doesn't tie any of that stuff on me. When are you? When you? When are you racing? <laughs> when are you going to race? Sweden. Oh, two weeks. Shit. Okay. Two weeks, bro. I'm ready to go. Oh, when are you going over to, to England? On uh, not tomorrow, but Tuesday. Tuesday a week. Uh, that's that's tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday a week. Hey, how's the vision? How's the X-Brand goggles? Awesome. Might as well enjoy it while you Couldn't can. Couldn't be any better. <laughs> you, you had to say that, huh? Yeah, Watson, well you had to say that, you, didn't you? Um, yeah, X-Brand goggles. Might as well enjoy the vision while you can. Or you get yeah, the- bask, bask in the glory, Steve, because it's almost over. Well, you know, there is another rider out there that's currently wearing X-Brand frames with another strap. Perhaps we can look into doing something like that. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't be the... That, uh... 801? Black dirt bike, would it? Yeah. The, the 801, hot. yeah, the 801. The hot tub. <laughs> the team hot tub. Yeah. Um, hey, Zach, let me ask you a question. So when you start riding um, for, for Geico, are you going to be based out of SoCal now, or what's your... Oh, oh, yeah, dude, I oh, actually finished up getting a house in, in California uh, in Elsinore. Big, so big, rumors, big, big rumors about the money going to your head, too. Like, lots of talk about really? that. Really? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's already gone. I mean, I had to actually cut two circular holes in the side of my house to get my head through the door. <laughs> That's all right. It happens. Yeah. You know? It's like wearing a cow on your head. On your neck, I mean. It's like having a cow attached to your neck. Hey, are you going to win GPs when you go back? Man, I need to. I, 
I really do need to. And I think, I, I mean, I'm riding good again, and um, it'll probably take me two races or three to get back into the swing of things. But, yeah, I need to win and be on the podium for sure. Let me tell you that uh, I, I you've got to make the box. You've got to make the podium. Uh, the there's not a lot of depth there, bro. You got to. You got to. What happens if he doesn't? Yeah, no. It's kind of it's kind of like there's seven guys that are gone this year. Right. I mean, obviously with Tonus back, but you had like Paulin, Roxon, Musquin the year before. Yeah. Um, Frassard, all those guys are gone now. It's yeah. kind of Dude. you know a little bit lame this year. I'm not going to tell you you got to do it, but if you go out and ride the way you can and. Just I'll say you got don't, it. Uh, don't don't ride over your head and just take it as it comes. You'll be fine. You'll win some races. I know. Yeah, for a I, fa- so I know too. for a, I know for a fact. Sweden's I, not my favorite track, but um, there's a few that follow Sweden that are a good track for me. So hey, do they? Do you guys race to. Loma or Lomo, whatever that place is called? Do you guys have a national? No, ride? not this year. Oh, okay, so that's just for the donation. Are you riding the donations for Puerto Rico or wherever you ride for? Yeah, that's the plan right now. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Me and Top Jimmy. I heard there's some guys trying to get on that deal, trying to get in, muscle in on you and Top Jimmy's territory. Really? Yeah, like, I can't remember, like, who it was or, but, I mean, you guys are in. Yeah, we're in. We're tight. We're yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, you guys are in, and then you'll get an actual real Puerto Rican for the third guy. Yes. And he's a pretty good rider this year. Um, Scott, 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 you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, he doesn't have a question for Zach. He just wants to, what do you, what's up? Well, first of all, Zach, can't wait to see you uh, come, to, come back to America. It's going to be pretty sweet. Well, don't look for him at Pro Circuit because he shined Mitch off. <laughs> so don't look for him there. Yeah, I feel like the, I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously Geico is killing it, too. So, I mean, hey, Mitch, my name's Zach, and your team sucks balls. I'm going over there. <laughs> That's uh, true. See, this is what I didn't want to happen. That's why I text you, and then you're like, I'm not telling nothing. Call in. Yeah. You're still going to make a big drama out of it. I'm. I, if you want me to talk about it, I do a show on Monday nights. I have to talk on Monday night to you oh, about really? that. Yeah. <laughs> One of those deals. Yeah. Hey Scott, what's up? Hey. Well, anyway, I wanted to uh, comment on when Nash was saying what was stuck on on Dungey's uh, bike. Well, if you actually watch the TV uh, on TV, Michael Lessie drops a piece of paper towel on the track during the parade lap, and that's what got stuck in Dungey's bike. Really. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Go go I'm watch not, it again. Yeah. And watch the parade lap, and you'll you'll see him drop the piece of paper towel on the corner. Conspiracy. Definite conspiracy. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know Tony's, what? Like, Tony's like, Tony's like, Mike. I'm just saying, that's what happened. Happen. The universe is going to get Dungy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the universe got him. That's exactly uh, it. Wow. Good eye. Good eye there, buddy. Good yeah, eye. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait to stay on it. I would never even look for that. I wouldn't even really pay attention, to tell you the truth, but good job. Good eye. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, I just noticed that, and then I, when I saw, yeah, Colin Dungeon's bike, I was like, are you kidding? Nash was like, anyway. he, he thought it was a towel around his neck or something. Yeah, don't bag on Nash. Thanks, no, Scott. I'm not bagging on Nash. I love Nash. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Scott. Hey, uh, yeah. we're, we're going to get the filthy fill. So do you want to stay on the line for real, or what do you want to do? Yeah, I want to stay on the line. Okay. All right. Well, all you right. can't. Um, so, okay, so racing in two weeks, and uh, you took you took all of Geico's money. What else did we did we we cover everything? Um, yeah. About it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I did. Um, are your GP guys better at you for, for coming here? Are they? Uh, I, mean, I don't are, know. I think everyone kind of expected it. Um, 
Hey, what happened? What happened to your filling guy? My age. What? What happened to your? What happened to the one guy that filled in for you? What was his name? Michael Lieb. Michael Lieb. You really don't know his name? Yeah, that's Team Barn, I think. Yeah, he got sick. He's back home now. Oh man, that's tough. How about him busting out the the third? Oh my God, great ride. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. It, it was the bike. Seventy-five percent bike. It was all Zach. That was Zach, that was Zach settings and Zach tested. He always said, yeah. "I got that bike working good." Are you worried when you go back, Zach, that some of Geico's money could get caught in the chain or the airbox or anything like something like money? It's mainly just keeping my my head between like. You know, that monster thing on the finish line is pretty narrow. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> right. that's the sort of things i got to worry about. All right, let's get to our next guest, uh, Privateer Hero. Uh, one of the guys that's opened the eyes the last few years, had some bad luck this year, uh, first time on the show, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Phil, what's up? Not much. What are you boys up to? Hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. I'm honored. I, I don't think you even know what the show is, but that's cool. I, I appreciate it. Um, Zach Osborne's on the line, too. He insisted on staying on for, for your uh, interview. Hey, Lee got, uh, got second in Italy, not third. I, I, spend, I spend enough time with the guy down in South Carolina. I actually came home to New York to get away from him for a little while. Uh, now, and now I'm teamed up with him again on here, so it's not going uh, to too well. Dude, and you know what? Hey, next year, Phil, you won't even be able to talk to the guy. Because he's guy. He'll be cool guying me all over the place. Uh-huh. I know how it is. I already talked to him about the whole situation already. Yeah. Good job, Zach. Jerk. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, hey. Uh, if you got anything to say, you might want to say it now. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> We're trying to get some sort of answers out of you. Hey, uh, Phil. Um, good ride this weekend. Tenth overall. Your best finish of the year. And uh, for you, I think just a steady, calm race. Nothing exciting happening, and we could see your speed on the Privateer 1110's bike. Uh, I guess talk about Bud's Creek. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of started off rough. I mean, you know, my practices never goes, you know, to plan. I'm always, geez, it seems like I'm six seconds a lap slower than the fast guy. So, you know, it takes a while to get things going before Moto 1, and, you know, it's just uh, even Moto 1 didn't go very well. I didn't feel comfortable. I started, I think, 7th and went back to 14th pretty awful and then the second moto kind of went off good i actually missed my gate pick so i had to start you know way whoa. on the outside and right field and you know my whole shot device broke and oh but wait a second we, whoa, just, whoa, whoa, we whoa. just had jt on what this weekend at bud's creek he started from the outside yeah, gate. yeah yeah oh oh we just had jt on who told us it's impossible to pull a start from the outside uh, I mean, I'm a bigger guy, so going up against the little guys, I kind of smashed some people, so it worked out in my favor. And, uh, yeah, I come out I don't know, maybe 7th or 8th, so I kind of stood around there for the rest of the moto without a whole shot device. So I went, like, you know, back in the 70s style. Yeah, part. yeah. <laughs> you know, it worked out. Uh, it was actually pretty sweet. I was impressed with myself. So. Well, you should be. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, no whole shot device from the outside. I like it. So yeah. you actually did have drama this weekend. You did. You couldn't stay away. Something uh, something bad happened. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think I need to go, like, get a curse lifted off me or something, you know, get into, like, voodoo or something. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is with me. It's kind of been like that my whole life, so Man, I'm trying you, to shake it. But You've been fast, wow. though. You, you've shown some serious speed. I, uh, um, at times, man, like, you know, you led a little bit in Texas, and, uh, you know, you've been up there, and it just hasn't worked out. Osborne, have you ever not been signed up for a race? Has that ever happened to you? No, I, I texted Phil on, like, last Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and I was like, hey, Phil, you know, there's there's a pretty big race coming up this weekend at <laughs> this place in Maryland called Butts Creek. I just wanted to make sure you're 
all signed up and ready to go. Oh, poor Chad Sanders. The reply Sander. wasn't too pleasant, but... Uh, Chad Sanders said he destroyed some cabinets. He's very unhappy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chad's a good guy. I love him to death. You know, he, right. he tries his heart out, but yeah, just... Uh, Cards weren't in our favor last weekend. It was kind of kind of a bummer, but you know, it's, uh, it's just kind of an up and down thing. You, know, you got to take the good with the bad. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's kind of been a little more bad than the good. But hey, you know, it's uh, we're still trying to get to the races every weekend, and we're we're having a blast doing it. You know, and yeah, you know, I've never had this much fun racing a dirt bike, and you know, since I oh, turned cool. the amateur days. So uh-huh. even though like the results aren't great, and you know, we're showing you know signs of brilliance. And whatnot, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. We show up to the races and we actually laugh, you know, and I get along with everybody. And even though some things don't turn out great, still, you know, I'm having so much fun. Hey, Phil, I got a question for you, bud. Yeah. I want to know. You need a ride next I, year. That's no, what I want to know. I wanna know. You want big... to know if you want to join the Hart and Huntington Sequan Casino? Hey, why don't you shut up, you Euro? I'm asking a question. Euro. Hey, have you guys seen him lately? He does look like a Euro with his hair all parted to the left side. Yeah, he has shaved. a fanny pack on and everything. <laughs> I got a haircut and a straight razor shave last He used the word phone earlier. He used the word phone earlier, which is full Euro. Oh. Yeah. He's like, I didn't want to go across the across the, the sea because uh, it would be too hard to get a hold of people. And I go, dude, they have these things called computers now. It's really simple. You can keep in touch with people. But I got a question for you. Let's enough beat yeah. up on Zach. Why? Why does Alex Martin call you troll? No, no, no. Why? No. Why, why do you? Why do you call him troll? I don't. I don't know. It's just like I, I don't know why it popped into my head. But he he doesn't look like a troll. But he kind of would if you put one of those troll caps on him. He would look <laughs> like one. So it just kind of stuck in my head. And you know now everyone calls him troll. So I was. I think it's. I think it's kind of unique and different. Not not in a mean <laughs> way by any means. But, right. Dude, you, know, you need to go find one of those troll caps and just say, please wear this, and make him wear it at his home race. That'd uh, be awesome. I, I, was calling, I, I was calling him an Ewok for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't, control's way better. Because, like, yeah. at Dallas, um, you know, Max from Fly put the Ewok uh, logo on his, you know, butt patch. Yeah. You know, I think it was, like, around that point I just started calling him troll, and I kind of like that a little bit better. Ewok is just, I don't know, it's, it's different. Well, Ewok troll is... kind of, like, is, rolls off the tongue. Well, see, but if I started calling him troll in the media, it's not good. Like, what the what the <laughs> fuck, Mathis? You know. All right, hey, I got another question. I got another couple for you. Yeah. On an average, how many people pile into your hotel room on a weekend for a privateer guy? Like, how many guys are usually in your room? Man, uh, I mean, we're with Sacramento. I think we had maybe seven guys um, in one room. Yeah, yeah, one room, and then you know, even this past weekend there was. Four or five of us. Like I've had to sleep double up with Troll a few times, and for a little guy, he takes up a lot of the bed. You so know? you guys got to share beds, and you got to. Yeah, share. dude, yeah. that's gnarly. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's like Meathead, like Canary's story. We just had Canary on telling a gnarly story, and people uh, don't re- like Osborne's got it. You know, I mean, fucking hotels and first class, and like you know, Osborne doesn't know. No, he he, he doesn't know. He just lives a life. Here we go. You know? He's got a riding compound. You know, his home <laughs> his, his own riding compound. Which is the thickest compound in America, by the way. Is it good? Not, yeah. even, not even BS in anybody. It's, it's insane. That's why I stay there. Um, so, hey, Joe, we got a new section today. You got a new section? Yeah, it's pretty sick. Uh, I'll have to show you. You know that section on. that you wouldn't jump last week? Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I kept blowing past I you. I will. They changed it. You. 
<laughs> I will T-bone you. <laughs> or maybe you'll knock off his oil tank or his carburetor. <laughs> oh, my carburetor, huh? I remember that the first time I heard that joke when dinosaurs lost oh, the earth. Oh. Okay, hey, and my last question is, what, what's the deal with the, with the Whole Foods that you have to have? You're a privateer, and you, and you make your mechanic or people shop at Whole Foods for you every Dude. week? This is unbelievable. We, we go shop ourselves, me and Troll and I, and it's like uh, <laughs> we go there and we get, like, kombucha and stuff. Oh, it's like he got me hooked on it because he's all, I don't know, gluten-free or whatever you call it. So is Zach, by the way. But I haven't got to that level yet. And it's like, um, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. I mean, everything's way out of my price range, but I feel special when I'm doing it. And I, I think it's going to help me on the weekend, but it's not any different from shopping at Walmart. <laughs> Dude, well, we did, we had Eldon Baker on, and he he gave us he gave us a shout out. He says, "I suggest you whatever you do during the week, you should do on the weekends because your body will go into shock. Mm -hmm. So when you eat that Whole Foods just on the weekend, you're not doing yourself any favors. But so, it's fresher fruit because it's from Whole Foods and it's organic. Hey, don't fool but yourself. It's Eldon it's, Baker. I'm not going to argue with him. Yeah, just just eat the same <laughs> peaches you get at Walmart as you do it. That's yeah, at Whole Foods because hey, they probably taste the same, maybe, and you can't tell the difference. Maybe you should get the tra same trainer that Zach has and go on all these vacations wherever the trainer wants to go. Zach you know, has a trainer. Yeah, Sweden, Vegas, uh, Bahamas. JT's told us all about it. Uh, uh, I need to get on that program. Shit, whatever's work, it did. Uh, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, it's working. Yeah, he's taking his oil tank carburetor to uh, Pitts. You want to get the phone? Can you get the phone? To leave Tits yeah. alone, dude. Well, let me get it. It's on the wall. Hold on, just a second. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> question for, for I Phil. Have to, I have to do the road thing, like inch, inch, inch. Hey, Zach, yeah. Zach, can you not take Phil's airtime? Thanks, uh, Brian. Uh, what's your question? Yo. For, what's your question for Factory Phil? Hey, Phil, what's up? It's Brian, man. I live in uh, Holmesdale. I don't know if oh, you remember. I haven't up, talked man. to you in a while. Awesome. What have you been doing? What's going on, man? Hanging out. Hey, man, so, so, uh, that's tough luck, man, down in Texas. That really sucks. So, uh, sorry to hear that. Hey, your career kind of went. It kind of sucks, unfortunately, you know. <laughs> your career kind of sucks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sucks for him because he's such a hard worker, you know what I mean? You, you yeah. see the stuff he puts up with, and it's just too bad. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, you know, you got to take the, you know, the good with the bad, and, you know, it's been a lot of bad, but, I'm, you know, things are starting to turn around now. You know, I'm on a super fast bike, which, you know, I've never really had that in the life class to kind of be competitive, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, it, it does make my life easier, and people say, oh, well, I'm a bigger guy to be on a 450, but, you know, when you do have a fast enough 250F, it's, it's not impossible. You can so. start from the outside of Bud's Creek and yeah, start with no whole shot like, device. Yeah, and like, and I'm confident with that, you know, because I know my bike's going to be able to pull me up the hills and stuff like that. So, you know, I've never had that confidence in a bike to be able, to, you know, to do something like that to go up against Geico or PC. You know, I mean, you know, even though we're still not to mm -hmm. that point yet, um, you know, but it's still, you know, it makes my mind at ease, you know, on the starting. You so. there there isn't a, probably a more drastic difference between two teammates than you and Troll. You know, what's that? Like with tall, tall, skinny, you and Troll. Oh, yeah, I know. Totally. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, we're not even comparable. Hey, thanks, Brian. So. All right. Hey, take care, guys. See ya. All right. See ya. Um, yeah, I just want you to know that when Mar when uh, Mitch Payton asked me this weekend to name five guys that were better to hire than uh, Martin Davalos, I named you and Troll. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know who so. else is a big, filthy Phil Nicoletti fan? Alessi? Who's that? John Knowles from Scott. Oh, really? Oh, 
Oh, big. Johnny Boy's a good guy. I've always loved him, and, you know, we've been good friends yeah. for a lot of years, and, you know, I'll always be a Scott guy for as long as I can. Well, it's too bad you can't be X-Brand, because uh, Zach wears them, and he has clearer vision than anybody else oh, out there. Man. I knew that was going to come up. Huh? <laughs> I know Tony Alessi's a big fan, too. If Tony Alessi, like I remember a couple of years ago, maybe last year, he was like, man, Nicoletti's oh, yeah? out here. He's looking really good, man. I'm like, really? Oh, He's- you you wrote for them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I spent 2010 is actually my probably my best Supercross. Yeah, it was my best Supercross year I ever had. You know, with them on KTM's, and I was staying out there at their place in California. Yeah. I got Supercross. Was that the same I was year out of the, a Sprinter van? Yeah, I don't know a, which is better. That was Austin a, or Sprinter. That was the same year when you tried to use uh, more uh, Ryan for oh, some traction. Right? You had to go back there, didn't you? Oh, he was not happy with oh, Phil. Man, Phil. last year we would watch Supercross, and that would be on the highlight reel <laughs> commercial every <laughs> week. Oh man, we were just. Kane we cut him it. off of the show. <laughs> we can't. Osborne's he's X-Brand goggles. We have to keep him on. Um, it's just one of those deals. No, but yeah. uh, it's been uh, it's been tough. But uh, leading Texas had to have been super cool for you, huh? Even it wasn't yeah. that long, but you were hauling ass. Yeah, it was kind of surreal. And and like I said, I hadn't like led a big race since amateur days, like at Loretta's back mm-hmm. in 07. So it was kind of kind of surreal and I, I definitely wasn't quite ready for it i think i would have been better if i started out fifth and you know mm-hmm. kind of stayed there but um you know it, it was cool to see what that pace was like because i i've never seen it in the pro ranks except for in supercross so it was it was kind of unreal and you know it let me see where our bike was at and where i need to go with suspension and you know that's our whole learning curve so you got to be up there in order to learn on you know fitness and you know to be able to run that pace so mm-hmm. Is, Not uh, to be like that guy, but I think a good direction would be um, a bigger fuel tank. <laughs> <laughs> and signing up for a race. Just oh. two two small things that will help you, Phil. Hey, let me ask you both of you guys a question. Hey, Phil, did your dad used to be a drag racer? Did your he dad used to be? No, no, he's not. Zach's dad's a drag racer. I thought both of you. I thought your dad drag racer. No, against... Zach's uncle was a drag racer. No, his dad. No, my dad. His dad, man. meathead. Oh. His what? dad. Sorry, bro. Okay, all right. I Sorry, thought guys. Nicola, I thought Nicola, I follow motorcycle racing. I don't follow drag racing. Well, get us on top few. So no. Anyways, watch, and watch the pro. question. I thought. Well, I thought Phil's dad was uh, raced cars too, or drag drag raced pro stock too against your dad, and that's what I oh. thought the connection was. How you guys knew each other, like before racing no. and kids growing up. That's for for some reason. That's why I, I, someone told me that, or I thought that. But Phil, what's yeah. uh? L- L- Kenny's drunk and high. Oh, I'm drunk. When I'm drunk and high, when when Osborne's, you kidding me? When yeah, you think Zach Osborne's <laughs> uncle? Hey, buddy! Hey, hey tell him, tell Phil, him about your dad's championships and Phil, and, stock, Phil, and drag Phil, racing. No one, no one cares, Phil. What uh, what's going on for next year? Are people talking to you? Um, obviously, eleven ten is a is a great deal. Um, if you love box fans, it's an awesome team. What what uh, what's going on for next year? You have to have caught some eyes. I mean, I, I hope I have, but I honestly, I haven't talked to anybody yet. Um, you know, I'm not like Zach having eight contracts laying in front of me saying, which oh, I'm yeah, pick, of yeah. course, you know, being cool guy. See, but, um, Steve, when yeah, I passed I, with Mitch, I was thinking I only had Phil's best interest in mind. Good one, Zach. <laughs> nice one. Nice recovery. That was a good comeback. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't talked to anyone. You know, I figured, you know, I've kind of proved myself in Supercross a little bit, um, you know, with the three races that I've had. Um, but I hadn't been able to in outdoors yet, and uh, you know, I think 
they kind of look toward outdoors to see fitness and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, just one race doesn't quite prove it. And, you know, I need to get a few more top tens under my belt in order to see. Um, but, I mean, yeah, no, I haven't been in contact with anyone. I really I don't know how to go about it because, you know, I, d- I really don't know many people in this show. All right, that's it. I'm, 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 hard. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm helping I'll you. Give, I'll give you 10%, Mattis, right. if you want to be my agent. Watson, sign Phil. How many guys do you need next year? What are you talking about? Your team, Hart and Huntington. Are you still the manager? I don't know about after I, tonight. I got Canare and I got Nicoletti for you. Don't hit the home run with guys like Hanson. Get the triples with Nicoletti and Canare. Dude, I might have lost hey, my job. You'd have just you'd take have the money ball strategy. Money ball Hold strategy. Up, base hits. Yep. Oh, Hanson, he's got tons of talent. He can do it this year. He can do it. And then you got Canari and Phil just getting in there. I kind of feel what you're saying, and yeah. I like I like yeah. the New York connection there. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, of course that's a good point. <laughs> and if you ever go in a bar I fight, I mean, Canari and I are two good guys to have behind your back, dude. Totally, but shoulders yeah. to shoulders. Yeah, Bob, exactly. Bob will just pull we his can teeth get out. Pretty gnarly if you want us to. Bob will pull his teeth out and say, "Let's go, teeth? let's go." Canari has fake teeth. Meathead. Look at those choppers, yeah, dude. Yeah. He has four yeah, teeth. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. He yeah, doesn't have any real teeth. Have you never seen his mouth teeth? No. Canari's got... thing is gnarly. Huh. Who knew? Not you, obviously. Yeah. Kenny, you. Once again, Kenny. I know everything. It's a lot more than you do, and you're a media uh, guy. That tells you that you're a shitty media guy, because you don't a, know shit. I am a shitty media guy, no doubt about it. Even though you think you're the king of the media guy, because you have a crown on in this picture back here? That's bullshit. Kenny's <laughs> so mad. Uh, uh, what about the nickname Filthy? Do you like that? Should I stop I it? like it. Okay. i got to switch my Twitter name to it because I'm like Factory Phil right now, but yeah. I think Phil Lawrence has got that forever now. He so. kind of does. Like, Yeah, just yeah. do Filthy Phil. That's way sicker. Yeah, because... Like, yeah. See, with, with that the real 3 3 I'm making a statement. With Factory Phil, you're just being a follower, bro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, like I Zach Attack. That's pretty uh, original Zach Pack. Snack, snack Pack? Snack yeah. Pack. Uh, do, do, we do you want me it? to change my Twitter name to that, Watson? No, hell no. You're you're good the way you are. Buddy. Hey, Bob's got a question. No, Bob's got some stuff about Phil. Bob, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? Thanks for calling. I just want two things to know about Phil. His number was 71 as an amateur, his whole amateur career, because it was the easiest number to make out of electrical tape. And all the <laughs> times he's been to Loretta's, I think only twice he stayed in the hotel room. All right. Yeah, it sounds like he, uh, it sounds like he roughs it now. Yeah, he definitely did rough it. Is that it, Bob? That's it, bro. It's good. Thanks, Bob. Thanks. Hey, Phil, I got a question for you. I know, I know, you used to have a—I uh, forgot the gentleman's name. who's like a doctor or uh, some kind of cardiologist guy. Is that guy yeah. still helping you out? And maybe you can give yeah. him a shout out because I know that guy is a major part of your, uh, or he was a big part of your racing program to get to where you're yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Moreska. He's been with me since man, two thousand. End of 2006, and, you know, he's not, only, he's not just a sponsor. Like, he's a family friend, and, you know, his kid's, you know, a motorcycle enthusiast, and he's a motorcycle enthusiast, and, and they love it, you know, and it's kind of crazy what he does for me, you know, and if it wasn't for this, you know, him this year, I'd, I wasn't even going to be going racing, you know. I was supposed to go back to Australia, and things kind of fizzled out, and, you know, he always has my back, and I can't thank him enough for that. And, you know, even like uh, Scott Reback, you know, it's a Toyota company down in Long Island. Like, he's helped me out as well. And, you know, if it wasn't for the outside, 
you know, guys that just like dirt bikes in general, like, I'd be lost. I'd probably, you know, be in school somewhere, you know, trying oh. to get a degree and doing something with my life. But, you know, thanks to them, I'm still here riding a dirt bike and loving every minute of it. Phil, you rode for Triple X, right? For a little bit? No. No, you know, know nothing. No, exactly. No, you I know. know nothing. Tits said that you did, and I said to Tits, no, he didn't. No. Oh, wait, who? Pitts? Tits said you did, yeah. It's Josh Pitts. No, Tits, our, our phone producer. No, Tits didn't uh. say shit. You just don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Triple X was done by the time he started No, racing. Alan Brown was looking at Filthy Phil. Dude. The, he, Phil, Phil, did you not ever talk to Alan Brown? Um, not not really. <laughs> hey, God, hey, God damn it, Phil. Phil, what was the first year you raced pro? Uh, oh, oh, wait, with um, Motorsport was okay. my first year. Oh, wait. Alan was around yeah. in 08. Motor Triple X was not around in 08. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He no, had, he was he not. So- yeah, yeah, they were. They were Hooters or whatever. Thank you. Thank you. They were. Yes, they were because Alessi was riding for him. Sorby was on the team. Yep. And, and Sorby, that's right. right. They didn't do outdoors. They did Supercross only. No, they did outdoors, they did outdoors too. Outdoors. They did outdoors too. I told you. <laughs> hey, Kenny, filthy eight race series in Supercross. Filthy got a fifth, a fifth, and a tenth. Three. That tenth was bad because Wharton crushed me. Okay, and Wharton crushed him. Yeah. And, and other than that, he either didn't qualify, crashed, bike broke, something. Three finishes in eight races. But Ran out of gas, wasn't signed up, something like that. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm saying someone are, should are hire you, Phil. Are you, are you his freaking agent trying to sell me a deal 10%. Here? 10%. Okay. Um, somebody oh. needs to – I was on Filthy Phil's bandwagon on the Lessie KTM. I thought that was – I thought you rode great, you know? Yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed it, so just got to keep plugging away and, you know, try and get some more top tens and outdoors. And, you know, hopefully someone will come knocking, you know. uh, I don't don't know. I mean, I'm even open to ride 450, you know, being a bigger guy. Kenny, Kenny, he's open to ride 450s. I think that – Dude, why don't you call – you always say, Kenny, Kenny. Dude, you know Alan Brown. You know – you know. I know everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So why why don't you represent this guy? I'm with you. Why don't you represent this guy? You know what would be a good home for Filthy Phil? Listen, 1110, a great team. I hope Chad gets some sponsors. He should get some outside sponsor help and, and stick with you. His bikes are fast, clearly. Uh, he just needs to work on the signing up thing. Uh, I could see you at Moto Concepts, Jake Canada style. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's a great team, you know, and – they got a lot of good finishes this year. Mike's an awesome guy. And you, know Tony, and you know Tony. And you know Tony. Yeah, Tony can, you know, he knows a lot about the sport. And, you know, if anyone knows anything about a dirt biker's sport, you know, I think Tony knows about it. So There we go. Um, Stamp it. You know, yeah. I, I'm down for anything. There you go. It. That's your, there's your, there's your next call, agent. So. Let's get Tony on the line. Do we have Tony's number there? I got his number. I, w- I don't Tits, know. you don't have it? I don't know. Let's try to get Phil on the team. Hold on. I'll send it to you right now, Tits. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we're going to set up a deal right here. Tony's, Tony would say, oh, that, you know what? That would be awesome. But Tony can't make that decision, bro. Maybe he can. He Come told on. me he was looking at Cole Thompson. Oops. I mean, Tony was, looking, was, look- at, yeah. Tony was looking at him. Yeah, they wanted So to- now, Mike, now Mike's saying, Tony, uh, I want Mike you to Genova? go. Yeah, I think he's trusting Tony, yeah. Uh, he's a trustable guy. Just say we're on the air and we want to – Put him through or whatever. Maybe he's bowling. Remember last time we called him? He was bowling with some ladies. That's Tony. He's a terrible bowler. I went bowling with him. I think he maybe bowled at 40. Dude, but he's there for he's the ladies. Terrible, Don't kid yourself. Yeah. He's a yeah. terrible bowler. He's a ladies man. Tony is a ladies man. 
Hey, Phil, what was it like when you found out you had to miss High Point? Like, when did it sink in or when did you find out? Like, did you go the whole week thinking you were racing and, like, Friday night you found out or Saturday morning? How'd that go? Uh, it, it was kind of I, – I knew I wasn't signed up because it's hard when you have no money. So, you know, AMA kind of had to put a hole at some point. But, I mean, at the same time, it was our home race. And, you know, not my home race, but the team's home How race. How much was the entry? You couldn't get – you couldn't raise 200 bucks. No, it was a, you, have to, you, have, you have to have it by a certain time too, right? Yeah, yeah, the entry. Yeah, I don't. E- I don't even know the. So whole let me ask you a question. Can we get to the hypothetically? Uh, when he found James okay. Stewart says two days before Mount Morris, dude, I want to race Mount Morris. He's already signed up. They're signed up. All of them. The factory. I'm up. just saying, if he wasn't, I said hypothetically, if okay. he wasn't, yeah. Do you really think they're gonna go? Nope, you couldn't get your entry in. You can't <laughs> race. Ow. No, hell yeah. no. That's what I. Th- that's what I hate about this sport. It's one-way street. And you know what? I back Phil Nicoletti. Tits, you should have got me. I would have got you in. Tits, what's the latest with Tony Alessi? Uh, he did not answer until voicemail. Damn so it. that means he's busy bowling. Damn it, Phil. We tried. Or he knows it's us. Hey, it's worth a shot. Answer. I appreciate that. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk, uh, we're gonna talk uh, at Redbud. Awesome. I'm but, looking forward to it. And then we're going to talk to Alan Brown. Ty Loops. Got, got, I think they're stepping up their program. What about what – about, I've uh, already talked to Mitch, but – What about – Biggie. Butler Brothers. But yeah, I don't know if they want to go lights. I don't know if they want to go lights. Filthy said he ride a four fifty. I like filthy in the smaller class. I'll do damage in any class. Whoa! I mean, <laughs> I know I can get wow. you. A ride. I know I know, I know where I can get you a ride, but you're not the right gender. I'm not the right. Where? Oh. What? <laughs> where? I'm just kidding. I ain't gonna oh. go there. <laughs> no, never, never mind. That, that went over Steve's head. He's Canadian. You guys got. So it, if though. he's a chick, where do you have a connection for a chick? <laughs> Never mind. You said gender. I know. What I know I what said. you meant. You didn't mean gender. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, this is more more rides open for women than nurse men. Oh yeah, you yeah. idiot. What about um? Fuck. Zach. Zach took a bunch of money. So you're f there. All right. Yeah. Let's let's move on with the show. We're not we're not here to uh, okay. you know try to be an agent and find. We're gonna get Phil a ride, but this is we're not gonna talk about it on the air. Okay. There has to be some you know. Some okay, so Phil, when did you find out you weren't right? Let's get back to that story. Friday? Uh, yeah, Friday. And, you know, I knew about it and I talked to Santa and, you know, he was going to get straightened out. Well, we, the bikes ended up missing tech, I think, on Friday, which ended, closed at 5. And they had to be there at 6.30. Um, and I, I was willing to go, but it was a far drive from where I was staying. So the boys were going to go. And I guess they showed up at like 6.45 or something like that because the roads that get the high point are terrible, especially right. in that box pen. You'll roll it off one of the mountains. You're telling me. <laughs> You're telling me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, you know, they took their time, but I guess they showed up there a bit late, and you know, the AMA put the axe on it, so it was kind of. Uh, I was a bit bummed, and you know, the New York anger kind of come out a little bit, and you know, I was just, it, it was just a rough, you know, first yeah. two hours, you know, until until second practice when I was kind of calmed down, and. Oh, you were you, know, you were there. Yeah, I was there. I oh. stood there all day. You know, Troll was racing, so I was there supporting him. You <laughs> dude, know? you should have been in the beer garden, dude. That would have been awesome and had, like, a GoPro just uh, pissed what about, off. I, I was out there running back and forth cheering Troll on when he got was up there in third. So it was, yeah. it was good, you know, even though I wasn't out there, so trying to make sure he does Troll, good. Troll was up there this weekend, too, until he crashed yeah, out. Troll yeah, Troll was killing until I saw him laying in the off-camber backwards. <laughs> He's pretty short, too, to get back to his bike. Did you give him a yeah. yell when you passed him? Osborne. Uh, I was trying to focus on where I was. Yeah. Get Phil a ride on the GPs. Phil, would you go to the GPs? Um, I'm I'm open for anything, you know. Phil. Uh, too old, man. 
What do you mean he's... St- oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd have to ride 450. I'd ride 450 over no, there. No, we got to get you on the small bike. Yeah. yeah. we got to keep I- you on that thing. Okay. Hey, dude. What? South of the border, bro. I mean... Uh, South there, of the border? I mean, me- yeah. Mexico? We're going to send him to Mexico. <laughs> dude, Mexico. No, what about putting him up there in the great white north, eh? In, in Canada against Canary? Dude, do your work your magic. You know no, everybody. Nah, he needs to stay. He's super cross. He's got super cross skills. He's got to stay down here. Talk about it. You can go ride the, the uh, Manitoba Arena Cross Series. <laughs> All right. We can try to do that. Hey, question for you from Ashley. Uh, Ashley, thanks for holding for so long. Uh, what's your question for uh, uh, Factory Phil? Boys, how are you? Uh, Phil, I've got a question. Uh, how's your Honda this year compared to the Kawasaki in Australia last year? Um, it's quite a bit different. Um, you know, obviously over there, there's fuel regulations that they have that, you know, some stuff can't go over there, but it's, um, I have to say the Honda's a tad bit faster over here. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of different. Um, I mean, it's not too far off of what I, you know, am riding here, but the Cowie was different cause I had never, I had ridden a, a KTM before I went over there cause it was a week before I decided to leave. So it just took me a while to get adjusted to it. And then, uh, the boys worked hard, and, you know, they were working good with Mitch to get things, you know, under control because uh, the KTMs, Mossy, I was racing over there, the KTMs were good at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of panned out, and my bike was awesome. So it just, you know, I kind of lost in the beginning of the season over there, and, um, you know, it's enough said with that. So, But, yeah, I, I love the Cowies. I, it's a great bike. They're all great bikes. Ashley, are you calling from Australia? Oh, I certainly yeah. am. I'm actually the truck driver for Kawasaki this year. Oh, shit. And we put you on hold for that long. Damn. <laughs> That's all good, man. I'm on Skype. Oh, okay. It cost him like $50. You should send that to him in a check. He's on Skype. No worries. <laughs> Osborne, just, uh, Skype's cheap. expensive, too. Osborne, just worry about where you're going to bury your jars of money next year. Okay? Pipe down on the sending the guys Hey, money. you know how you're wow. going to make a lot of money? I think you're going to make a lot of money in bonus money because I think you're going to do really good, not off your salary. Thanks, Watson. Say, so that's why. He, that's no. how he's going to make his money. Is there a bigger Zach Osborne fan than me? No, I. I do, you know, do you know how much money he got? No. Okay, then quit bagging on the kid. Let him go out and do his thing. He's going to make a lot of money because he's going to make bonus. Jeez. Okay, he got it. You're Actually, piss him off. He's, thanks, Watson. I like your, ang- your, your anger. Thank you. He's thanks, never going to come on the show again, dude. Who Osborne? Yeah, just like you told me with Jeremy. He's never going to come on the show again if you keep talking to him like that. Oh, Albrecht. Yeah. No, Albrecht's not coming. I don't think Albrecht is ever coming back on. Good. Because of you. Good. Okay. He doesn't need to. What has he done? What has he done? What's Jeremy Albrecht done? He's won a lot of races and titles as a mechanic. Dude, I could have done that. He got his job because he was his best friend. He was His best friend got a factory ride and needed a mechanic. Fro got him a job, got him in there. Right. He wasn't the greatest That's, mechanic. Uh, here he goes. He's not the greatest team manager. If he's he was, they would he, he would still be there with this he's, guy. He's getting mad again. James, hey, James Stewart, JGR. They like a JGR. <laughs> Anyways. Jeremy uh, Albrecht, give me a break. Oh <laughs> Filthy. Hey, so, Watson, how old did we decide you were at Phoenix? 27. No, 37. 49 or 54, I don't remember. <laughs> That's what, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You, hey. just, you just had your back. I, I just had your back. Now you're trying to throw me <laughs> under the bus. No, hey. I was just asking. I couldn't remember. Because I think it's really cool that you're so hip for oh, dude, don't even man, you know? Dude, let's not even start that. We're, we're going to start this. We're going to do this. Hey, Phil. Uh, Zach. Hey. Phil. Zach. Phil. Zach. Phil. Okay. I'm lost. Phil. Okay. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about – Let's talk. can we talk about Australia? What happened? Do you want to talk about it? I don't even know. 
are there did you rob a bank and they keep <laughs> like what what was the deal there I mean, at this point, I wish I robbed the bank since I know I'm not going back. Um, no, I mean, it was just kind of, Did you I went over there on a touring visa. And, ah, um, yeah, okay. I had 90 days to yeah, get my sporting visa situated, and Cowie was supposed to, you know, take care of it. And somehow when they sent in the information to immigration, it got didn't get processed. So I ended up staying there seven months illegally yep. without my... Yeah, they don't like that. No, they, they don't like it. That's after I paid all my taxes and everything. Um, and then I ended up, uh, you know, leaving the country. You know, I'd go through Brisbane through immigration, and they're just like, you know, black flag, red flag, whatever you want to call it, waving everywhere. And yeah. I almost didn't make my, you know, flight back to L.A. because they're just screaming at me. Um, and I, you know, I tried appealing it twice, and they declined me, and it, it, it's just a nightmare. And, you know, I don't have the manpower to try and fight that. I'm not Dean Wilson, you know, going up. You know, Canada versus yeah. the U.S., so it was just like, yeah. I don't know. It was a nightmare for oh. me. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know if something bad happened or what. No, no, it was just, yeah, uh, it was just, yeah, things didn't get processed correctly, and, you know, it was hey, Zach. out of my hands. Zach. Yeah. Text me your, uh, text me right now. Text me your phone number. I need to, I need to ask you something, but not on the air. Bye. I'm going to bed, guys. See you later. Hey, hey Zach, text me your right. text hey, me your, hey, text me your number. I got Zach, a new phone. Th thanks for the for coming on for spontaneous and all. Hey Zach, for real, dude. I okay. got to ask you a serious question. But I don't want to ask you. I got his number right here. I want him to text me though. Okay, get get Mathis to give you my number. I don't have your number. Oh, okay. I don't have yours either. Thanks, thanks, Zach. Right. Later, buddy. Hey, good luck at the GPs. Later, uh, keep in touch, bud. All, all right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. See you. Uh, and Phil, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. If you need uh, clear vision, let me know, and we'll ditch those Scots that are probably, you know, not working for you and get you some X brands ASAP. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. It was, it was a good time on here. Yeah, thanks. Good luck the rest of the season, and uh, I'm working on my 10, percent bro. So just awesome. Know. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, keep it up, Phil. Good uh, luck, buddy. Uh, thanks, Kenny. Talk see, to you, boys. See ya. Bye. Phil Nicoletti, filthy Phil Nicoletti. Uh, good guy. I never talked to him before. Yeah, he's that's the first time I really talked to him. Yeah, I like how I get Zach's back and he tries to throw me under the bus, calling me <laughs> fifty-four years old. That's awesome. Not you hey, were, text yeah, me, text me his number. You were yelling at me in defense of him. Yeah, and then he's trying to throw me under the bus, calling me like I'm a fucking grandpa or something. I love the guy, uh, but hey, you know what, dude? That's like what. I you know how many times I heard that about that facility he has down there? Like it's the best in the country. Yeah, like I've never been there. Have you been there? Yeah, I go there all the time to train. No, I mean, have you been there? Have you? No, I've never even seen any photos of the JGR it, okay. guys. Like the whole thing with Jeremy, I was just jacking around. But like Jeremy and Coy and those dudes, they say that place is legit. Like, uh, well, let's talk to somebody's road there. JT, yes, sir. Talk about Osborne's uh, compound. We were just talking about it. Is how sick is it? Um, three uh, club MX you're talking about? Yeah. No, the other one that yeah. Jack Osborne owns. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's either. Is he the only owner there? I didn't know what you were talking about. He has, he has a track and stuff in Virginia, too, so you got, you got to specify, guy. <clears throat> All right, talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. Um, Supercross track's a little bit, like, sandy, kind of, um, but the outdoor track's, like, one of the best, uh, like, practice outdoor tracks I've ever ridden, probably. Really? Yeah, it's really good. They have um, that that track, which is, I mean, it's like a national. You know, it's that that good. And then the they have like a full sand track in the back too. So, question in the chat pretty, room: pretty cool. Kenny is cool and sharp, no matter what his age. Just wish he dropped the hate towards teams and people. 
Just wish you dropped a hate, man. Question? I don't have hate. Hey, we got, I don't hate anyone, dude. We we got Kenny. Talk to JT. Tell him what. Tell him the guess we just had, and let's. You tell him. I don't think he really cares. He probably listened to the show. He probably he does doesn't exactly. Listen. He doesn't listen. What we had Phil Nicoletti. We had Zach. And Foss. what did Phil say? What did Phil tell us about Zach's place? Oh my God! What do you mean, JT? What did he tell us? We just had Nicoletti. We just had Nicoletti on. He missed his gate pick in the second moto. Oh, okay. At Bud's Creek. At Bud's Creek, his whole shot device broke, and he pulled a top ten start from the outside. Just saying. You just told us it was impossible. I didn't say it was impossible. I just said Tits. it was really hard. Tits, can you play back? I, I believe he said impossible. Whatever. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play it back for you. Okay. Um, anyways, hey, can you see Filthy Phil on uh, Moto Concepts next year? Good spot, um, for him. Good spot for him, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that could work out. He's tight with Tony, too. Remember, he rode for him, KTM days. You wrote a KTM yep. for a team um, I mean, whatever. I hope he lands something good. You know, I, I don't. It's just weird. Like I don't understand all the <clears throat> like. Is all are all the problems he's had like DNS and stuff? Have they been all out of his control or no? In control or no? He's he's uh, he's crashed here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope he gets something good. I mean, honestly, I think their equipment's pretty pretty good that he's right. on right now. It seems like it. Obviously, they're having a lot of. Uh, Problems finishing motos, but you can't argue that their bikes are slow. They get good starts all the time. I mean, Alex yeah. Martin whole shotted this weekend. Yeah. Phil's whole shotted. Right. I mean, um, no, I don't think it's a you know Durham was Durham and Durham was whole shotting last year. I don't think it's a situation where you're going to see him get on a different bike and just start winning or anything. Right. Um, but let's uh, let's do tweet at tits btosports.com tweet at tits segment. JT, will you stay on stay on for us? Yes, yeah, sir. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. And what we're going to do, JT, for this is you have a, a, a fly racing custom helmet to give away, a used I, race helmet. I do. Um, yeah. So we're gonna, you're going to pick the best question. We're going to give the Twitter winner that. So, All right. You have, their, oh, wow. you have the Twitter people's uh, questions, right? I Tits? still have their names. Their I, names I get yet. to pick the best one. You get to pick which one you want to give it to. You crashed on okay. this helmet. You cannot use it, whoever wins it. Do not use yeah, it. Yeah, don't, don't wear it. I maybe, have my head in it. Maybe take, so. the, maybe take the liner out when you send it, you know? Yeah, okay, that's, that's fair. That's I just it. I don't want anybody to do anything stupid and right. press themselves wearing it. Uh, these are actual questions from actual listeners on Twitter. At Tits Legendary is uh, the name. And the tits has called through 60, 70? Maybe 100. Maybe 100 questions. Maybe 1,000. I'm not sure. I lose track over and time. And pick the best, I don't know, 10 or whatever. Sure. Uh, so that's up for debate, but these are his best 10. <laughs> uh, let's go, tits. What do you got? All right. Stephen Hall uh, wants to know how forgiving are the new track barrier markers. I'm assuming this is in reference to Chiz uh, hurting his arm. Yeah, um, JT, what do, you, what do you think of those things? They're rectangular yellow things. What's the deal says? with them? You're did, on the, did, it happen, uh, did it happen this weekend, though? Yeah, in the first turn, yeah, Chiz, Chiz broke his upper, or broke his radial, or what is, what's that called, JT? The small bone in your arm? Radius? Radius? Radius. Cracked it. Yeah, he said he cracked it. Wow. 
Yeah, uh, I don't think they're that forgiving. I mean, they're plastic. Plastic's hard. So, I mean, if you make direct contact with it at your hand doing, you know, 30 miles an hour, it's not that forgiving. Hey, someone uh, asked Kenny to tell him about you hooking up with a monster girl, and Kenny said, I don't know. I don't really go to orgies with JT. So <laughs> They asked me about when we were in New Orleans yeah. that if you hooked up, they see a picture in the, in the Racer X that's and that you were with, uh, if you hooked up with that monster girl, and I said, you know, that's his business. I don't know. You're gonna have to do, talk to him. Do you want to confirm or deny it? <laughs> no, it was just a picture, man. Just a picture. Carl Stone was just like, hey, yeah, just like Carl Stone, like, really? Call. Shocker. Hey, that was just like <laughs> when you were just hanging out at the at the monster uh, area at the at the Vegas. It just happened to be that you were just hanging out there. Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> that's uh, actually what happened. I was talking to to Joel and uh, Chuck. Over there. Next question, Tits. All right. Uh, Steven Tate wants to know how legit are the rumors of RV going to LNMC next year? Uh, they're talking. I don't think it's going to happen. JT? Uh, I think it's a good leverage move by his agent, but I think that's about the extent of it. Right. Right. Kenny? I, I know that they're talking too, and I know that uh, I, I just have a hard time seeing, you know, I, I, I would never, ever, ever, ever count Larry Brooks out of anything. Right. I mean, the guy pulls rabbits out of his hat all the time, and he's the type of guy that will put his house up for mortgage to go racing to have the best guy in the world. So I wouldn't count him out, and I think that is something that's definitely you know in the works. And if it could happen, Larry Brooks will make it happen. If it can't, I know he'll try his hardest. Hmm. All, right. all right. Bill Jenkins uh, wants to know, he says, now that Tickle is doing so well, is the second Paul spot. Jenkins? What's that? Was it Paul Jenkins or Phil Jenkins? <laughs> Bill Jenkins. Paul Paul is oh, a miner. Bill Jenkins. Paul's in a okay. he's mining. Yeah. Right. Paul Jenkins is mining. Um is the second spot at Cowie next year between the two of them, and that's assuming that R V is staying. No, Weimer signed. Oh yeah. Pretty okay. sure Weimer signed. He kind of dropped some big hints last week. Okay. Yeah, I think two year deal too. Yeah, Weimer's which that changes Wilson's deal up, right? Like Wilson was probably waiting and waiting to see what Weimer was going to do, and maybe they didn't have the money for Wilson. Like some real diff- some politics going on, like interesting things. Yeah, I think I think Cowie wants Dino to ride lights again. To be honest with you, I think he should. So, he should. Why not? Yeah, he I don't know whether he should or not or whatever, but I think that's I think Cowie's master plan is for him to ride lights again. He he tore up his shoulder. Tore up his shoulder. Going to be behind the eight ball probably to start on a four fifty and. You know, uh, he's got to win a Supercross title yet in his career, and why not? Make You, you know, Ricky said he should have stayed another year. Uh, someone else said that, too, about another racer said they should have stayed another year. Um, why not make more money? You know, you'll, make, you'll be the highest-paid lights rider next year. Why not? Why yeah, not? I think he's getting pretty good offers throughout a 450, money-wise. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. It depends yeah. on the opportunity. Right. I mean, if you're... If you, you know, you have to look at leverage-wise. The guys, he's getting all the offers right now because he's one of the best guys coming out. Next year, he has to compete with a lot of guys. If if Baggett moves up, if Tomac moves up, if Roxon moves up, all these guys are going to be competing for the same spot. So um, there's a lot of a lot of factors you have to look at, you know, into deciding whether to go now or stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to you know say what he should do because um, 
You know, we're yeah. not him. We don't no, know what he. What, well, of course, you know? JT. But that's just what our show. I mean, we're we're putting our show. No, on I, I understand. Public, I mean, right. you can make a case for both sides. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You could you could say he should say experience is great. He he could win titles. He could do what this. About, what, but then what, you could what, also say he's too big. He's pretty big for the bike. Uh, he already won an outdoor title. Uh, he has great opportunities. Everybody wants him right now on a 450. So why not move up? You know. So I don't know. I think I think he's pretty stressed out to be honest with you about what to do. What about him what moving to Florida? Does that totally take him out of a Mitch Payton ride? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I, it's not like he's going to live here full full time or anything. All right. Uh, Next question, too. I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be much different than him last year. He was here all summer last year or whatever. Yeah. All right, Hobo Nick sent oh, in a question. Oh, Kenny, you want to? Is it is it okay, Kenny? Dude, shut up, dude. I... <laughs> he said, if you had to bet JT's life on who would get second, Jesus Christ, and who would get third, respectively, in the four fifties. This is assuming that Dungey wins it. Who you got? Who will get second? Bet who will JT's get third? life. Yes, that's what he said. I like JT. He's got to get better starts, but I like him. Uh, uh, well, is Stewart coming back? If Stewart comes back at Red Bud, he says he is, says he's going to be good, Stewart will get second. Okay. If Stewart doesn't come back, unless he gets second, Weimer gets third. Okay. Sorry, JT. If, if I'm wrong, you're dead. Kent, do you uh, agree or disagree? Do you care? I, I have no I, – I, I, I... – do care, but I, I can. I'm not going to comment on that. I can't believe that Michael Essie had never made a podium before JT at Bud's Creek until this weekend. Never, lights, career, everything. Okay. Yeah, well, me, me neither, Steve. So that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nathan Hart says uh, DeCoster has one year left on his current KTM deal. Uh-huh. Will he renew with another long-term contract, or do you think he'll retire? He said when he signed the KTM deal, he was retiring after that. Okay. That's what he said. I can see. Mike Brown, we're talking about? Roger DeCoster. Oh, DeCoster, sorry. Uh, I can see him staying. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure that Dungey would try and talk him into staying. You'd have to ask Ryan. Maybe I will. Okay. Um, Kenny could ask him. How's the phone, Kenny? How's the phone? Is it good? Yeah. It's okay. All right, good. Just to, okay. Yeah. Tits, how, how is your relationship with Ryan these days? Uh, I don't think anything's changed, sadly. Just uh, would you say non-existent, or are you still bitter, or you know, is there any news on that front whatsoever? I I don't have any news to report on that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's no way I can actually contact him because uh, he Next won't question. receive my uh, yeah tweets. Are you still blocked? I am still blocked. Have you tried? Oh, that's brutal. Not in the last. Two three days. Or four months. Yeah, two days. <laughs> I tried just before the show today, and it was still blocked. Uh, anyway, Chad Ryan wants to know if you guys think that Barsha's little scrub pass on Roxon was that great writing or an fu dude move and nah. unsafe. No, he was Reed. doing it every lap. If you watch, this him. guys and they're like, you know, like well, you know, yeah. Reed tweeted that it was uncool. I saw that little Reed Barsha uh-huh. battle. Did you see that? On, I uh, did on Twitter, Kenny. Yeah. Barsha talked a little trash back, saying, yeah. "Hey, come see me when you're at the yeah. track." Yeah, wow. What'd you think of that, JT? I was somewhat in the middle of that. Not not Why? literally in the middle of that, but behind the scenes in the middle of that. Why? And what, uh, what do you mean? You were at his house or something? No, nah, we just were discussing it. Oh, and whatever. 
He said, come, what, did, what did he say? What did he Honestly, say to Reed? Come see me when? He said, whatever cool guy, uh, come see me when you're at the track or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like what Chad said, all Chad said was that wasn't cool, basically. You know, he didn't. Chad's a pretty, pretty harsh guy, like honestly harsh. You know what I mean? Like he's honest and harsh, if that makes any sense. Like he's going to tell you how it is regardless if it's going to hurt your feelings or not. So Kind of like someone else. For him, (laughs) right. For him, it's not a, like that wasn't bad. Like (laughs) I was kind of like, for the way Barsha reacted, I I thought he overreacted a little bit. Yeah. Um, He called him a Twitter cool guy? Is that what he called him? Yeah, yeah, just totally. Cool just kind of like talk to me when you're at the race. It's kind of like you're not even racing right now. Like you're, re- he said something like Who you're real you? good at tweeting, cool guy or something. And I was wow. just like, eh, you know, it's pretty childish, honestly, to respond like that. Um, oh, but whatever. I mean, the top. That's awesome. What are you doing, Watson? My headphones fell off. I went scratch my fucking big pumpkin head, and it fell off. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't that pumped on the way that okay, Barsha well, handled it. Okay. But. Besides the Twitter, what about the move? I, I saw nothing wrong with. I don't know. I just... When I was watching in the truck, we were getting dressed for the moto. I was, and I was like, "Holy crap! That was not that not that smart of a move." I really felt like that. Uh-huh. And I've seen some. I've seen some pictures and stuff since then, and it wasn't as close as I originally thought. But at the time, I was like, "Man, if if Roxon had gotten a better drive down that thing, and and Barsha, you know." underestimated where he was, he could have, like, hurt both of them really bad with that move. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't think it was necessary, and it was a little bit dangerous. Uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever. They're kids. They're, yeah, you know, exactly. in the heat of the moment, whatever. I just didn't think it was very safe. I, I, I can tell you right now, if I'm Roxon and I know the temper I have, I would have tried to kill the guy. I promise you that. <laughs> so that's the way I have to look at it. All right. All right. Um... Corey Mosier wants oh, to know what was going on with Short's bike that first moto and it was smoking and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know? I didn't ask. All right. I saw I forgot it. Forgot to ask about it. I don't know. It could be anything. Okay. Whatever. Steven Davis uh, wants to know Good job, when, Moser. When, JT, <laughs> when JT's coming back to Twitter and Facebook. Hashtag, please come home. I miss you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Just... Uh, not feeling it right now. Maybe one day. We'll I, got, see. I got to say, JT, and, and, you know, you've done this on your own because, like, you know, people can see that you're a cool guy and you're funny and, you know, and you're racing. And you've There's a lot of fans of yours at the races because of the show and the podcast and stuff. Like, you've really connected with people for whatever reason. I get a lot of tweets and emails about it. I got it. It's cool. Well, I think everybody likes to cheer for the guy that is terrible but tries anyway. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many fans you can get like that. Okay. All right, somebody um, somebody wrote me and said, I, I didn't put the voicemail in the show, but they wondered if you were like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, where you're, you got no confidence, you're down on yourself, you're just kind of mopey. You know, you're Eeyore, basically, from Winnie the Pooh. Care to comment on that? Nah, honestly, like I love, like I have fun at the races. Like you talk to me on the weekends, do I see him bummed out? Like I'm, I'm pumped to be there. Yeah, no, you're I just, good. Uh, yeah. I just wish I could do better. I mean, like I was thinking this weekend. You know, it's 2012 and 2006. I got fifth place at that race. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So when you've done really good and then you're doing really bad, it's just like, right. man, I, I really suck. You know what um, I mean? It's just like, 
kind of a bummer. We had dinner Whatever. on Friday night, Kenny. Me and JT, like old times. Just you and him? Yeah. Buddies. Nice. Nice. Buddies. Uh, you, you've been around this, Steve. Like, when Timmy started doing bad, like, in 09, he wasn't what he was in 08. It just sucks. Like, it's not, yeah. I don't know. Just, yeah. like, asking yourself, what are you doing the whole time? Like, what are you doing out here? Yeah, As I mean. are just blowing past you. Like, obviously, I mean, I have four Manitoba titles, but I, I can't equate it. I don't know, like, it's. Like yourself and Timmy are probably doing the same amount of work that you, during the week that you normally did when you were doing well. So now you're—it's not like you're on cocaine and hooker binges, and you're wondering what's going on. Like that's got to be the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm riding good. It's just the pace is so much higher than it was at the time. So you know, you you feel like you're riding the same, but mm-hmm. but maybe you are. But the pace is so much faster that 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 your pace isn't good enough anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's just the evolution of a sport. It's it's nothing that hasn't happened to every racer ever, you know? Hey, who, just, do, you, uh, who do you think uh who do you think Kenny's gonna hire next year? Who do I think Kenny's gonna hire? Yeah. Um Ricky Carmichael first. And then uh as far as riders, uh that's a good question. I, I would think they'll probably get Handy back. Um I hope they get Ivan back. That guy has the worst luck of anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, bad crash this weekend, Watson. Have you talked to him? Is he okay? Hit his head a little bit? Bad. Yeah. He had a lacerated Lacerated kidney. Or... Oh, he did? Yeah, something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, yeah, went... he was in blood. Yeah, what happened Probably. was he, he crashed. Oh, I saw the end of it. It was ugly. He crashed, and then he got up, and he thought maybe he hurt his ribs a little bit, yeah. and he was just going to go get him checked when he got home, and then he was at the hotel. He was by himself, too. It's the first time he went to a race by himself. Like nobody, no doc, w- no doc G, no, you know, he usually has someone there with him and drove back to his hotel. Well, you know, just didn't even go to sleep. Went, just got to the hotel, took a shower, went to take a piss and just pissed full blood. And he's like, dude, freaking, I'm going to drive myself to the hospital. He called, he drove himself to the hospital. They admitted him and they said, yeah, you have a, a lacerated kidney. Oh, I didn't know that. So I already hit his head, but I think he did that too. But so he, uh, they kept him and um, observation. That I, what I hear, and I might be wrong because I don't really don't know for sure because I didn't talk to him today. I heard they did put a catheter in him and sent him home, let him go to Cal, back to California. He went to the doctor today, and I haven't heard anything. Oh, so I don't know what they do for that or what the deal is, but he's just been struggling, man. It's bad things, one after the other. But he did break. I guess he cracked a rib. He did break some ribs or broke a rib or something. Oh, wow. So okay. he's. He he's uh I I I through texts he you know he says I think I'll be okay right Jeez. okay last question is actually from me would you elaborate on uh, the yeah. whole Mitch Payton handlebar missed Freon handlebars uh yeah just it's in the, on Pulp Mex it's a post race interview with Mitch Payton he said that some team was going to protest him because they saw mist coming out of Blake Baggett's handlebars mm-hmm. and they didn't know what it was if it was. Freon or something. What, what would that Mitch even thinks do? it was baby powder just from his gloves or his hands. Okay, assuming it was Freon. Is it's there... not Freon. It's not. No, no I know what? that. But where did that even come from? Yeah, I don't Why know. Why would someone even put Freon? Yeah, in I don't let me know. ask you a question. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. When does Freon start misting? When, when you it, let it out. When it gets hot. Yeah. So how is it going to build heat in the handlebars? I, I don't Enough know. Enough to make it mist. I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. I just want to know where Freon yeah. came from. Yeah. Uh, no, we were joking. Me. I mean, what oh, what, okay. what else could it be or okay. whatever, you know? Uh, JT, which question did you like the best? Uh, I'd 
think I think the question about Dean Wilson was probably I couldn't I couldn't choose between who uh, H&H was going to hire. And I'm not sure if that was a that was question. Me, no, that uh, was me. That was me to you. So okay. who did you who did you say we, we were going to hire? Dino. Who we can say we're going to hire? I I, I don't know. I think you. I th- I would like to see you guys get Hanny and Ivan back. But I, I mean, there's there's some good guys open, and I'm sure you guys want to get some contenders. So I don't know. I mean, Meddy's open. Brayden's open. Um, I don't know. I, I would assume you guys are going to try to get good quality guys, right? So uh, it's hard to say. I, I don't know what you know what Carrie's shooting for. I don't know how big Carrie wants to go. But wow. Okay. There's some guys out there. Well, well, everyone will find out soon enough. But uh, you're not even warm, so. <laughs> not even well, warm, bro. Really, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, if you guys want to go big, so Brian you, 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 out you, there, Chad Reed's out there. You haven't checked your mail lately, have you? <laughs> so, uh, you guys hiring uh, mechanics? That's probably <laughs> the only thing I'm. <laughs> uh, who, who gets the helmet? The Dean Wilson question. That, there was yeah, no I think the Dean, Wilson, Dean Wilson. It was about Tickle and uh, Weimer getting the second spot at Cali, and then you guys went off okay. on Dino. Is that what you there, there, there was no question on yeah Dino. Yeah, so uh, you know, going back to that question, hold on, let's give the helmet away <laughs> to somebody. Dino, Dino question. Whoever there, it was there was no Dino the, question. The, the one that led into oh, the Dino it. question. Uh, I want to give it to my super fan then. Um, the guy that misses me and wants me to come home. Okay, congratulations <laughs> to Stephen Davis. <laughs> to, uh, eat, uh, the Twitter tits, and he'll hook it up. I, I, I've still got his, his info on here, so yeah, I'll, but I'll contact him. or Yeah, whatever. Just get together and get J, JT. You'll okay. ship it to him, or will we ship it to him, or how's that going to work? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, can, I can send it to him. Okay. All right. I'll be in touch. Uh, that has been the Tweet at Tits segment. That's old news, right? A uh, couple of emails, Kenny. Uh, we're going to get to our next guest, Tyler Keith, coming up. I do have a couple emails, Kenny. I want to run by you. Pablo, hey, Steve, love the show. I think you and, do, you and Kenny do a great job. Tits, not so much. <laughs> I have an idea about a topic you consider addressing in more details. Helmets. I know you mentioned this on the Pulp Show, and I was one of the people that tweeted tits asking for info. What the showy rep explained to you is what I've also uncovered just by reading some articles online. It seems clear that, like all things in life, people have differing views about how to best protect the human head. So here's an idea. Do a show one week that addresses helmet safety. Concussions are a huge concern. Here's a lineup of people I'd like to hear from. Pingree, Dr. Bodner, the showy rep. The goal would be to educate people on helmets a little better. The problem with this email, uh, Paolo, 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 how do you say that, Kenny? Paolo Darcy. Paolo Darcy. Hard to I, say if he. Yeah. The problem with that is you would never get a showy guy or any helmet guy to come on and talk about his helmet being the best because then someone would crash in it and they'd sue him because they heard the show when we live in America. Next. So. Um, yep. Next question, uh, Jake. Hey, uh, hey, I want to jump in there. I got a guy that you guys are probably trying to hire, Kenny. Who's that? No thefts. Nope. Oh, big meeting I, after I, the race. Big I, meeting after the race. Uh, I disagree. Uh, big meeting with um, David Evans, Coy, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Jeremy Albrecht. Jeremy. And, uh, yep. and Millsaps. So, what do you, guess, what I do you think? think I was over there. there. Remember yeah. we talked right in front of their truck. What do you think went down in there? Did you... I think that, yeah, they gave him a contract and said think, they want him back. And think he's going to sign it, no? Oh, I don't know. But, yeah. I think, I think, I mean, that's a good team. He's got tattoos. 
points. Oh yeah, he got second in the points. Oh, that, that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense because he has tattoos. Listen here, cars. listen here, Watson. There's no chance that you guys hire. You're going for an image for a look. You're going to win too and do well, but there's no chance you hire Brett Metcalf or Justin Brayton because that doesn't fit what you're doing. But uh... and they're not good enough to over surpass what you're doing. What, make, what am I doing? I, think, what are I, can't, we doing? I can't believe there's no way you're going to convince me that you guys aren't talking to Millsaps. There's no way I'm going to believe that. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, for sure, right? Hey, you know Weimer yeah. dumped his agent, right? Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. You knew that, Ken? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I'm sure you do. I just, I mean, I just wonder, you know, not that I have nothing against his old agent. I just, guys like, do, do you guys like that need an agent? Ken? Uh, I don't think so. Not, I mean, I talk, I, I'll straight out say I talked to Jake. Who and, needs an and, agent? And Stewart, Jake, Ryan Jake, Dungy? Jake. I talked to Jake, and and Jake straight told me, you know, he, he appreciates what his his guy does, but it's super hard when you represent a guy that's in front of you, and you're on the same team, and you run the same gear, and you run the same everything, and nothing can be done until he gets done, and he tells you that, and then you know he says, you know, I'd rather just do it myself, and hear it straight from the horse's mouth, and he gets signed. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's signed or he's not signed, but just did, talking yeah. to him, it seems like it's done. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of guys, you know, what I'm hearing that a lot of guys that have agents are going their separate ways and not having agents anymore. I, I think in, I think James Stewart needs an agent. I think Ryan I, I do needs I an think, agent. I, you know, my, my whole thing on agents, I think there's a right place for them. And I think if it's outside the box, outside the industry, you're going to get what you're going to get through the industry. No, if you know, if you're if you're a tenth place guy, you're a tenth place guy, and you're gonna get tenth place money, and you're gonna get yeah. what a tenth place guy needs, and you're gonna get what you're gonna get for gear and goggles. But if that if that if you have an agent and he could take you to Frito Lay, and Frito Lay doesn't care about what position you get, and they're gonna say we just want an image guy, we just want a guy to do commercials, we just want a guy to market. Have at it, great job. You you pulled me a sponsor, mm-hmm. but you're gonna get what you're gonna get through the industry, regardless. And if that agent. Your agent isn't going to go get you a ride that five other guys are going up that are better than you, and you're not going. That agent isn't convinced the He's manufacturer not selling it, yeah, to, yeah. to get it. And my biggest thing is like, for an agent, I think they, even like for you know agents say, okay, I get you know fifteen percent of your your salary that I get from a manufacturer, and then I get fifteen percent of your bonuses. Well, I my theory that's really hard for me because an agent if they're going to get a part of your bonuses. They don't get a part of your broken femur when you're laid up hurting. You know I, what I mean? I think some of them you can go and break their femur. You know what I mean? They're, they're, not, they're not out there sweating their ass off in the middle right. of the summer, training their ass you, off to get that. You've talked about this a lot. This pisses you off. It does. It <laughs> makes me really upset. And I, I really don't think that that's the right thing for an agent. Crap! Um, but, hey, there's a lot of good guys out there. And, yeah. and, there, you, know, there's and a, you know what? I, got, I think a kid like Blake Baggett, and, and I don't know Blake that well, but he – isn't super outgoing. He's sort of reserved. He could maybe use an agent because he does. He's not real like yeah, but sociable. Dude, but but I'm just if, at the end of the day, um, he he has such a strong value yeah, yeah. that you're gonna ha- he's gonna have three or four manufacturers coming after him. But and, how does and, he know his value if he doesn't have an agent? How does Blake Baggett know that true. you're not getting lowballed? True. I think there's a there's a there's you know. I guess you could always ask you, Mitch Payton. You could always go to Mitch and be like, "Exactly." And, yeah. and Mitch Payton would be the guy to stand behind you and, and point you in the right direction and, and tell you what you're doing. But question for you from Jake, email. Was it Wyndham or Jake? Jake Wyndham? It's Jake the Snake. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wants to know if you want the wrestle. jailer. He wants to know if you want to wrestle him. 
How about when Jake the Snake would pull the snake out and put it on you while you were unconscious? <laughs> That's awesome. That was so gnarly when you were a kid. I hate snakes, too. Ugh. You wouldn't be a good wrestler with Jake the Snake. No. All right. Uh, Jake said, what's up? What's up, guys? First and foremost, love the show. Always listen and love the app. Thank you, Jake. Love the app. $1.99, folks. iTunes store. Make, uh, Mathis, get, get, make Mathis more rich. I'm currently Fire. trying to get a team started. And I'm just wondering if you have any tips for me or anything that would help. I have the base stuff down. A few sponsors that will be on board, a rider, and the drive to do it. But I just want to know ahead of time what things I will run into, things that can cause problems, etc. Let me know what's up. Jake, question for Watson. Watson, you've started from scratch. Three teams. Yep. Three? Mm-hmm. Plano, Triple X, Hart Huntington. Yep. Tell Jake. Help Jake out. Uh, well, first of all, you need to have really good sponsors. You have to have a lot of money, and it matters what level <laughs> you want to go at. I mean, you right. could do – there's three different levels you could go. You could go the full-on 1110 mods style, the way they do it, which is freaking punk rock as hell, and those guys do an awesome job. You could do it like Alan Brown does it at Tylib with a, you know, a motorhome and work out of that. And do it that way. Leave your mechanic on the road, or you can go the semi truck. There's what kind of problems can Jake expect? A lot. <laughs> you Every problem you can think of. You could imagine from your truck catching on fire, which has happened to <laughs> which me, is, which has happened to Kenny. <laughs> um, with your riders bikes being stolen, and a mechanic in full face makeup. Bikes being stolen, having nothing. To mechanics showing up with pink hair. Yep, or having your <laughs> your your riders quitting mid-season. Mechanics going that way. Just there's this numerous amount of, anything that can happen can happen in this industry. I mean, you've seen it we've seen it this year with the best rider, one of the best riders in the world walking away from an awesome deal, you know. Yeah. And you you it's just there's so many hidden secrets out there and I can't just tell you you're going to have to go out there and learn for yourself and learn the the ropes. There's no there's there's no schooling on this. It's just got you got to go out there and pay your dues. What about uh, people not paying? That's something that Jake should look forward to. Yeah. Well, it matters. That never that never happens. It, it matters. <laughs> I mean, you got to. Um, it, it's tough when you first start and you don't have a good base and you don't have the right. I mean, if you're just a a startup team, you're it's going to be really 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 hard for you to get industry sponsors because industry ain't paying no money. Yeah. They're not going to. They might give you some product and charge you for the product. But if you have good sponsors that you trust and they're outside the industry and you know your money's good, you'll be okay. But you better have a contingency program if they don't pay, or you better have deep pockets. Luckily, every team that I have, I've had people backing the team that can afford to do that. If someone comes to you with a pitch about an energy drink with a shark on it, run the other way. Well, that guy's dead. He killed himself, so don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> but or if it come, if anyone comes to you with a, uh, you know, skulls and crossbones on there. Energy drink can run too because they don't pay. That's JT. <laughs> yep, they just move from team to team. There's no chance that they're not paying at Star and at Jeff Ford, are they? I mean, they pay for a little bit. Oh, okay. They, then, they, this is the way they do it. Uh, they probably do it like they they hold a, you know, they they hold a little bit of cheese over your head and you nibble at it, you nibble at it, you nibble at it, and then as soon as it comes to the end to eat that last bite, they pull it back uh-huh. and they go ah. Hey, uh, what's Brett Metcalf going to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure he's probably wondering the same thing. Race dirt bikes. JT. Uh, I mean, somebody's going to hire him. He's a top 10 guy. Yeah. 
Somebody's going to hire him. JT, uh, you're done Nationals, you think? Like, is this the last time you took a lap at Bud's Creek? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'll, you'll race Definitely. Supercross next year, maybe some. And, and Maybe, maybe yeah. a couple. I, mean, I don't even know about that. I can't, believe uh, we're not, I can't believe we're not acknowledging you more in the sport. Dude, I got 24th the second moto. <laughs> like, what do you want to acknowledge? I just feel like uh, you started pro, you turned pro in 1997, and I just feel like maybe we should do I'm something. I'm old as hell. Maybe we, should, sure. maybe we should do something. Dude, we need to do like Aussie farewell tour. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna Steel City. I'm gonna go out and bust whips after the second moto. No, that's Steel City. Remember it, Paula, dude. At Paula, I'm gonna bring no, Steel City at Mike Jones's deal. Oh, Just there you go. Bust whips like there's, Jeff Willow. There's no. I was thinking about bringing Gigi out for you for the last race. Have you do a victory lap with Gigi on the back of the bike? That'd be awesome. Please I don't no. even know who Gigi is. Is that your ex chick? Gigi, you don't know who Gigi is? That's a BMX chick. No. <laughs> no, I don't know her. Gigi, she was she was our in guest. She was our in studio guest. I don't have that drop anymore. Please come home. I miss you. I got rid of that one. I, I remember that drop, but I didn't know what it was from. Um, <laughs> JT, man, thanks for coming on. We're gonna get to Keith. We're gonna go to commercial. Then we're gonna go to Keith, Tyler, Keith. Do you want to come back on? Are you done? Or what's your deal? Please come home. I miss uh, you. yeah, have uh-huh. to call me if I'm awake. I'll come on. Okay, thanks, buddy. Hey, take care, Bye. Jason. Bye. See you. Bye. Uh, Kenny, thanks, JT, for coming on BTOSports.com, BBMX team. The caller on the line. You may not want to hear. Hey, why, why are we taking? Let's go to commercial. We've already been on the phone. We're going to commercial. Dude, don't make me leave. It's 9.15. No, I know. Let's just fuck him. Hold on. Let's go to commercial. O'Rourke, we're going to commercial. Okay. Sorry, bro. Yeah, All right, see ya. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> he can hold. Yeah, make him let him hold. Oh, fucking, let shit, I just hung up on him by accident. Sorry, O'Rourke. I think he has our number. Uh, BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Work Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, and Race Tech are all on. Hey, right now, the third caller, right now, uh, as we go to commercial, we'll win a set of Tech One Graphics. Thanks Make sure to Tech your One. bike is a semi-current bike. Yeah, thanks to Tech One Graphics for doing that. Thanks to, uh, remember, BTOsports.com. Use the code STEVE. Save yourself big money. Thanks for listening. We're coming back with Tyler Keefe. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpamex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back. 
with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off-function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? 
you know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X-Game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bellray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. I left alone. My mind was blank. 
That's what it's about. Paint blood all over us and yeah, jump that. around a carcass. Yeah. Yeah. What are you? 5150, you bro. You got it, dude. Apparently reach for I the sky. Can you, can you, can you please well. fix that awesome fade? <laughs> hey, let's reach for the sky. Uh, dude. 5150. Seriously. Wait, wait. Let's talk right, about right, I'm yeah. sorry. crumb cake. Pound cake. Pound cake. Bro. Oh, yeah. That's crumb awesome. Cake. Pound cake. Hey, real quick. Talk about it, Kenny. Check it out. Kenny's got something to say, and then we're going to come up with Tyler Keefe. I got a lot to say. I have, a, I have a lot to say. Check it out. June 28th, Mammoth Mountain Motocross. Kickoff party. Whiskey Creek. If you're going to be in Mammoth up there, come to the Whiskey Creek. Um, Jordan Burns from Strung Out is going to be hosting a rib dinner. And uh, he's going to be buying everybody ribs. Um, so check it out. This place is it's uh, Hart and Huntington is going to sponsor it. BTO Sports, who's a Big supporter of the show is going to be there. If you are at the race, go by the BTO Sport tent at the track, and they're going to do some custom heat transfers on there from uh, BTO Sports. For free, and right? Moto Triple X. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You can get them on. Um, Rockwell Watch is going to be a sponsor in Racer X and the X brand. Really good vision. Get that. Come by. X brand goggles. Look on more. Get you 40% off. But check it out. Strung Out is playing. Strung Out is the host, band of the party. Um, it's going to go on. I don't know what time they go on. Um, it's probably early. Are they going to do the song from the Triple X soundtrack? For sure. Let, and let you guys know, this is an original old school motocross party. Okay, if you're new school, you do can... Remember, do you remember Strung Out playing after the Glen Helen National one year? I do. That was ridiculous. Okay, do you remember the Moto Triple X? Do you remember when I used to ask you for Strung Out t-shirts from Triple X and you'd say, I don't have any, and then you'd have a big box that you'd give out to riders? You get the hint? Yeah. Okay. So, True hey, story. True check story. this out. Motor True story. Motor Kenny, hey, can I get a, can I get a, a shirt? Birdwell's got one. Deegan's... Can I, dude, I'm all out. I'm all out. Hey, can I finish pumping this up Two right now? Two weeks later. 
two two weeks later. Hey, Kenny walks. He's like, hey, bro, yeah. Swear to God. All right, check this out. Do you know that Moto Triple X did their first video premiere party with Strung Out, Jim Hawley hosting it at, <laughs> no, Mammoth, I did not know at that. Mammoth Mountain? Oh, yeah? Okay. I think it was 2006 or 2007. Okay. So, check it out. If you're there, it's going to be a great party, great time. Come out and see Support Strung Out, support Mammoth Motocross. And once again, you can support all the sponsors, Hart and Huntington, BTO Sports, Rockwell, Racer X, Moto Triple X, and the X brand. Rich, thanks for coming aboard, helping out X brand.com, look on more. Support How about Jordan? Enough. And that's uh, yeah, Thursday night, the 28th. Whiskey Jordan Creek. Burns. Doors Drummer. are at 8. Drummer 20 bucks to get in the door. First come, first serve. It only holds a couple hundred people. So if you're there, make sure. Okay, Ackerman will not be there, but I wish you could. But hey, uh, come back. It'll be good. Let's get to our next guest. Don't forget the party. This man was not June twenty eighth in the running for team manager of the year. He should have been though. But Kenny Watson was. He should have been. TLD Hondas. Tyler Keith. Tyler, what's up? Kiefer. Um, not too much. Just hanging out. What are you guys up to? Oh, uh, just doing a show, you know. Just fucking. <laughs> how this. much did that? Just, fuck, just, how much? Deal, just dealing with this freaking media icon. How much did that piss you off, Keith? When Watson, it's like DeCoster, Kehoe, Albrecht, Watson, Albrecht. He wasn't even nominated. Albrecht wasn't. Okay. Hell no. He's not in that category, bro. Kehoe, DeCoster. I don't know. Who was it? Do you want me to name them all? Tom Webb. I don't know. Okay, Tom Webb doesn't work there. Mike Webb does. Mike Webb, sorry. The, yeah. wolf, the wolf man. You idiot. You're an idiot. Listen, Keith, how you're much... Trying to ba you're trying to bash me right no, now. No, I'm not. How much did that piss How? Why off? would it piss him off? Because he wasn't in that group with you. Dude, he's only been a team manager two years. He's fucking... He's a newbie. He's coming right. on. He's doing an awesome I'm a, I'm job. I'm a new guy. I, I don't, we don't do East Coast. Just West Coast. Exactly. Yeah, I guess and, that'd be tough. Yeah. Hey, and I didn't win I didn't win because I don't win races. If this guy would have been nominated and he had good lights, guys, he probably would have won too. I mean, he wins races. His guys, his his team wins races. And Cold you know City, what? Yeah, wins. Hey, they won when they were doing Supermoto. They were kicking Hart Huntington's ass in Supermoto. <laughs> they made us look silly in Supermoto. Like those guys have their shit together. I give Troy Lee mass credit. You mass credit. You guys have an awesome, awesome, awesome program. Hey, uh, Tyler. Uh, outdoors so far. You know, you had an injury to your star guy, Cole Seely. Uh, you've moved up Jesse Nelson to early, and uh, and then also Christian Craig couldn't make a start of the outdoors, and you had to get Billy Lunovich. Travis Baker, I think, is having a pretty good season. Uh, talk about outdoors so far for you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, – well, it kind of all started at, at the Salt Lake Supercross when, when Cole got hurt in the non-time practice, and then Baker got hurt in the next practice after that. And uh, I was kind of going, man, what am I going to do? Uh, Craig was still out, and I was like, I had no guys at that point. And Jesse was um, back from the spring nationals, and <clears throat> he was kind of coming down, and then he would go home for the weekend. He lives up, up north, and I think he went to prom one weekend, and his birthday was one weekend. So he'd come down, do some motos with us, and then I called him that Saturday night and said, hey, I want you in Corona on Sunday, and uh, had him into the shop and said, hey, I want you to ride with some guys out here and see what you have and didn't really talk to him about doing outdoors yet. I didn't want to freak right. him out. Right. And, uh, the first week he was pretty impressive. And even before that, like when Cole and Travis were riding some outdoors, uh, he was, he was fast. He showed a lot of speed and mm -hmm. made a few little mistakes, but, um, 
then about a week later, I said, hey, you know, what is, what's your take on doing the outdoors? And he, he wasn't too into it at first. And so I kind of just dropped it, and I said, all right, well, that's, that answers my question. Uh, let's just keep having you ride out here and get ready for Mammoth. Right. And then, all right, like the week before um, Hangtown rolled around, I, I pulled him in again. I said, you know, I think I, there's no doubt in my mind you could be out there racing with these guys, and, you know, yeah. you're signed for next year, so why not go out there and have 12 rounds and get experience? So mm-hmm. the following year, you're ready. And he wanted to go home and think about it, and I kept bugging him, and he finally said, all right, let's do it. And then uh, then at that point, I was like, oh, man, I started second-guessing myself a little bit. And then <laughs> the, the following Tuesday, we went out, and he killed it, and I was like, all right, we're good. Yeah. So um, Hangtown was he was actually fast there at mm-hmm. home track, kind of, and just bad starts. And I think he fell three times the first moto. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, "All right, you're you know you're legit, and we'll have a good year." Yeah, he's got no thumb either. Jesus, <laughs> he has no thumb. <laughs> uh, um, no, and and Lunovich has been good. I mean, he hasn't done outdoors for a few years, and uh, you know he busted out a great ride of Colorado, and and again, uh, last he, he week, did he point. did good one moto, right? But Colorado, he did really well. Dude, he got a good start the second moto, I think, here last weekend. He at, was up there, wasn't he? At Bud's, it was first. Yeah, moto. no, he was up there. He got a, he was fourth off the. He actually had a good start, second, second moto. first moto, and then that little hip jump right before the finish that took uh, Baggett out a couple years ago and Davey Mills, out took Millsaps out. Yeah, um, yeah, he he slid out going up the lip of that, and I just saw from the other side, and I didn't know how he saved it, and I was waiting for him to hit the finish line pillars and oh it was bad and then all of a sudden he saved it came around and uh he ended up getting 13th that moto which you know it's it's for for us for filling guys he's been awesome you know he's so fun to have around the truck and Mm -hmm. his experiences i think it's helped you know travis and jesse so uh it's been awesome and and that kind of came together as well we had a, a a gear launch for vegas um the global gear launch, and I had no riders. Yeah. And I've known Billy for years. Actually, uh, a long time ago when Troy first came out with gear, I told him, I said, Troy, you need to sponsor this kid because I grew up at Barona Oaks with Billy. Uh huh. And he was wearing, I think, JT gear. And so I'm like, Troy, you got to do this. You got to do this. And so Tro- Billy was actually Troy's first yeah. sponsored gear rider. And uh, and so then I, I'm like, hey, what's it going to take? And He's like, all right, all right, let me see. And he, he called the lady that, that helped him out um, all year, and, and she was super cool with it. And uh, so he came on and rode the bike a couple times and then raced Vegas and actually went down in the first turn. And then I was like, all right, let's do some outdoors. And here we are now. Yeah, uh, Christian Craig's going to be back at Redbud? Yeah, yeah, we're going to actually, I'm taking him up to Mammoth, um, not this weekend, but next weekend, and having him race the open class and the 450 class kind of, uh-huh. Age and see where he's at, but hopefully everything goes to plan and he'll be racing red. But oh, that's good. Yeah, he, um, no, not that. Uh, never mind. I'm talking, I'm talking to Watson. He's 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 confused. Um, and uh, and Seeley's out for the year, correct? Seeley's not coming yeah, back. Yeah, Seeley's going to come back for for Anaheim next year. Right, just taking everything it takes to get you know healthy and and let his kidney and everything heal up, and mm-hmm. he'll be ready to go. And yeah, I'll be excited to have him next year for sure. Um, and, uh, would you, I, I, I mean, I think Nelson's, is Nelson exceeding your expectations, you think? 
Or is this kind of what you thought he would do? I mean, I don't know much about the guy. And Watson, you know Watson came on the show last year, came back from Mammoth, and was like, "Dude, you got to watch this." Was it you talked about Jesse Nelson last year? Yeah, and Bogle. And Bogle, you're like these kids are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the thing that like yes. I've I've known Jesse for a long time, like not really known him, but I know I'm really good friends with Matt Wallace, and Matt Wallace used to do his stuff, and mm-hmm. like when the whole time when he lost his thumb, and I was like, man, he's still gonna go for it, and just like. I mean, I know that's all a lot of people, like, he, that's what he's known for, the thumb, you know? You know what would be the sweetest yeah. butt, pa- butt patch ever for that guy? <laughs> it's just the thumbs up. The thumbs up on his butt. That would be sick. But uh, You know, he, he's pretty funny about it, too. He, yeah, he'll joke with it, and it's cool. Yeah, he's a good kid. And I did, I, like, I, I kind of knew the whole story about how you were, you know, going for it. And, you know, that, that shows a lot of presence for you. Like, you just... You believed in him, and he, maybe when he didn't believe in himself, and that shows a lot on your, you know, your side that you're just like, no, I know you can do it. You know you can do it. And now, you know, after Texas, I think he believes in himself now. And I think once you can get a guy to start believing in himself, you, the half the battle's fought. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And it, it was, you know, the whole plan was to do a whole year of amateurs, and and Jeremy Malott from Red Bull was one who we worked together on this whole plan. And uh, last year at Loretta's it was kind of going into it. We both talked about it and we're like, you know, what, what do you think? And I, we both kind of agreed that it was better for him to stay back another year. Um, cause he, he really didn't win that much last year. Um, Bogle won a lot. I think even Kyle Peters won a few races and Jesse was kind of right behind those guys. And so I was like, you know, he needs to, he needs to win before he comes in and, and races the pros. And mm-hmm. so we said, Hey, let's, let's go to, uh, MTF and, let him ride and, and have a little bit more discipline on his riding and everything. And uh, he came out to the spring nationals and won, I think three out of four at, at Oak Hill and then got a whole bunch of seconds at Alabama. And and the kids just come a long ways from, from last year to this year. And so coming into outdoors, I, I knew he could get top 10, you know, on a good day, good moto, everything. I was just worried about consistency. And that's where I've been kind of shocked with how well he's, He's done with you know getting starts and uh, running up front. If he gets a bad start, he still gets up to you know the top ten right around there, and that's kind of been the coolest thing to see his consistency and and it's it's been super fun and he's a great kid. He listens really well and mm-hmm. at uh, Texas he was he was saying, hey, what if I get a whole shot? And I said, you get a whole shot. What do you want? He's like, I want a steak dinner. Yeah. I'm like, all right, and next thing you know, he whole shot yeah. before second moto. I was super worried because usually when you know someone does that, they the next moto they kind of when they have a a great moto, I guess you can say the next one's kind of they they get a bad start or something, they fall down, and mm-hmm. and I was just like, hey, we got to get another start, and you know, let's get another top ten, and, and you'll get a good overall finish. Let's just no matter where you're at, just fight to the finish, and next thing you know, we could whole shot again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow! All right, that's cool. Um, so. Hey, you're uh, you're in your second year. Second year of managing, kind of. Uh, yeah, I think two. Okay, two and a half. You, I started in the out and outdoors. How do you like it? Uh, talk about it. Talk about the job. It's it's fun, man. It's you know it's what we all love to do with motorcycles and going to the races and all that. There's obviously Kenny. You know, there's a lot of stressful times and. Making sure everything's good. You got to make sure. You gotta, I mean, every- Ken, Kenny's got to make sure the poles are situated right, and the smoke machine is working. <laughs> you know, there's lots of cups for the beer pong. There you go. Oh, he hates when I say that. That was that was years ago. They just did that to get attention. Now they're a legit team. <laughs> no, they're legit now. 
Two, sem- sure. two well, semis, they... bro, and Chipotle a lot of weeks. What's that? Two semis and they cater Chipotle. That's the only reason Dude, why you come Two semis and the biggest awning setup, which that's got to be a pain in the butt. Yep. You know, it comes with the awning setting. A lot of guys have set it up, and you know, it comes with a lot of guys setting up a lot of salaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. well got to do what it, you got to do. It, it's good, though. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, there's highs and lows always, but right. that's, I think, what's so fun about it is, you know, when you have your highs, you want to keep it there, and you have your more lows most of the time, but you just keep fighting and, and making sure everybody's happy, the mechanics are happy, the riders are happy, the sponsors yeah. are happy. And um, Larry, uh, Larry Brooks told me one time, it's like riding the biggest roller coaster ever. Totally. Because uh, you're up, you're down, it's just like the, the highs are so good, and then the lows are just crushing. Hey, let me ask you a question. Well, uh, yep. When the first moto, when your guy hole shotted, was that the longest, like both motos? Were those the two longest motos ever when your guy's up front and you're like, what lap? How much time we're out there? We're seven minutes in, dude. You're like, what? Seven minutes in. Dude, are you kidding me? Over yet? <laughs> dude, I, I just remember back in the day when I was a mechanic and my guy was being good like in Supercross. I'm like, yeah, we're almost over. And I'd look up every like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're probably at halfway to be like lap four. I'm like, oh, man. It, those are, that's, well, that sucks. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's, it, was, it was cool. I mean, even when Christian... Uh, last year when he led yeah. Texas, he was like, dude, when, you know, he was riding off, and I'm like, I don't really catch him. How, how long is he in this thing? <laughs> and then it was like 12 minutes, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, maybe he Hey, speaking of Christian, when uh, when do you guys expect him back? T- Kenny, he just said. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. I was on the phone. Oh, Redbud. He's, he's going to go to Mammoth, Mammoth, and then if everything goes as planned there, we'll go to Redbud. Oh, so he's going to race Mammoth. Boston's going to be at yep. Mammoth. If you want to go to a party, there's a strung out uh, BTO Are you going to be there? Are you going to be at Mammoth? I am going to be there. Dude, I am going to be there. I'm going to do the golf motocross thing. All right, check it out. The 28th, Thursday night. Yep. I'd like you to be the guest at uh, Whiskey Creek, Strung Out's playing. Oh, Whiskey Creek. Okay. Thursday night, the night before it all kicks off. So I yep. hope, I hope let, let Christian know there's going to be a $500 whole shot check on Hart and Huntington. That's, we, we're sponsoring that day for the open class day, and we're giving away a $500 check for a whole shot award in the pro class. He's pretty good at starts. I, I would love to hand him that check. Hey, any, would, any plans for you guys to ever do East Coast? Is that ever in the budget or getting a full, full-time 450 Supercross guy? Is that? Yeah. It's always, I mean, every year we talk about it, and, yeah. you know, it's just, is it, does it make sense? Do we have everything we need? And <clears throat> I think, you know, we – you want to have everything in line before you you go over there, and then you're just you're you're cut on everything, and you're just like, oh man, and stressing by. Like we're we're pretty comfortable right now, and we if we need something, we we can get it. Mm-hmm. And I'd hate to you know kind of rush ourselves over there. I want to if we go over to East Coast, then I want to be 100 percent prepared and and have everything we need to to go over there and do well as as good as we do on the West Coast. Right, right. Um, and right, I- right now, man, there's there's not. I mean, there's not many guys like coming up. You know what? Uh, Mitch Payton was just telling me about that too. There he, is though. There is though. There's this kid number five twenty one. He just rode uh, his qualifier. Hey, he's good. <laughs> he just won. He just won. He swept qualifier this weekend at what's it at uh, competitive edge. Yeah, I, I, I Jamie watched Gardner. him. Is, Jamie, Gardner. Oh. Jamie Gardner. Jamie oh. Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, your guy. Your guy's this guy, right? Yeah, he rides well. Yeah, I know. He, he rides a lot like Josh Hill. Yeah, he's dude. He's only he just turned fifteen like a month ago. Yeah, no, he he's good, and I think there are a lot of amateur kids, but I <clears throat> I don't see like 
I don't, I don't know. I just for some reason it's hard to like go. Hey, this guy wants a ride, or this guy yeah, yeah, can have you. a ride. It, right. It's it's tough right now. This for uh, for 2013. Phil Nicoletti. Phil Nicoletti. Filthy Phil. Filthy Phil, bro. Put him on there. You got <laughs> Nelson. Steve's his agent. Just let you, you got know. Nelson and Seeley. So you're t- you're you're locked in with two lights guys. So you're gonna need a big bike guy next year. Is that the only deal you got open? Uh, I don't know what I. Well, Kind of whatever, whatever fits. Okay, well, Phil fits. Phil fits. Phil fits. That's a. He, no, he did. Hey, he did good this this past weekend as well. He's been up there, man, and he can ride. Hey, he got three Supercross results all year due to crashes and bike problems. Hey, he just took his. He just took his um, Paparazzi hats off. He he he's and, got and, and Steve's the agent now. So that's he's what got he's trying two to do. two fifths and a tenth <laughs> in in the series on the East Coast. Other than that, he crashed or broke or didn't qualify or whatever. And then outdoors, you know, he led Texas for a little bit. <laughs> Tyler, tell him, tell him this is what I tell him. Send me your resume. Send me a resume. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Send me a resume, and I'll file it with the rest of hey, them. Hey, filthy Phil, look into it. Stamp yeah. it. He, he he is riding good. I, I'll give him credit. You got to give credit when credit's due. He, hey, can I ask you a question here? What what um? Do you guys have any? I mean, you guys, you know, like you brought up Jesse. Um, do you guys have any amateurs that you guys are going to be working with next year? Um, like guys that you are. Are you going to do a yeah, program with any amateur guys? I, I'm looking for it. Um, I've got a couple of kids in mind, and um, nothing's set in stone yet. But a few guys I'm I'm thinking about. Cool. Um, so, I, think, I think that's I the think way to I, do it. I, I like that, man. It's it's fun because you can kind of break them in. Um, yeah. You know, bring them out to the track with the guys who are on the team, and then you bring these these kids out, and they get to kind of see what it's like and and see how the team works before they they get shoved in there yeah. and. Man, that, that like Jesse and, and these young kids are so fired up and want it so bad. Yeah, uh, it's, Fil- it's cool. Filthy does too. Filthy wants it bad. Trust me. Filthy's twenty four. Filthy's filthy's he's young. Don't worry. Um, he's he's young enough that he can't ride the light spike in Europe. So. He, hey, don't worry. He's good. Never mind. Don't check birth certificates. <laughs> hey, um, uh, I hope Christian can get back to you know where he was because that guy just like pops. He has a great riding style. Man, does he look good on a bike. Unbelievable style. Does he look good he on a like bike? He looks like he's riding a BMX bike. Kind of, yep. yeah. Yeah. Good it's so it. effortless. Was he, so a, was he a, like, so I don't good. remember him like a, like a, a really, like an 80s, but I know he rode amateur, like intermediate and did yeah. decent. Was he like, was he a BMX kid growing up? Was he like that? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, was, he grew up racing BMX. And then he got on 80s and, and uh, he was pretty good on 80s and 150s. And then, then he obviously went, to big bikes and did pretty well, and then mm-hmm. um, came to the team when Payne was running it and got hurt. And oh. it's kind of just you know he's got so much talent. So it's just he's been he's a good kid and Man, lots the, of talent. The so. team ran smooth under Ping. I was going to say the it team did. ran way. Like, the team's know, way better you now. You want to talk about smooth running team? It was Pingree. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um. Anyways, hey, has your dad ever? Uh, have you seen those photos of, of Pops back in the day when he was a member of the Wrecking Crew? Yes, man, with the wallet, the money, and the chicks. Oh, and the fro. yeah, and he had the biggest fro ever. Oh, yeah, Osterman's fro, Osterman so size, Osterman size fro. Yeah, yeah. We might have a photo, a picture of him back here somewhere. He's on the back cover, like eighty two, eighty three. But uh, <clears throat> yep. man, he was yeah, he was the man, huh? I guess. What was he? MXA? Yeah, MXA. Yeah. Was he a test rider? MXA. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was 
Yeah, the wallet one was good. Sitting on the bike with the with the with the MXA wallet. Love that. Yeah, girls. Yeah, I I remember. I, was, I think I was digging through a couple of years ago, digging at my parents' house through some stuff, and I found it. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> exactly. What well, do you say? Put that away. <laughs> How's he doing? Where'd all that Where'd all that hair go? What's he doing now? What's happening? How is he? Actually, works at TLD now too. Yeah, he does. Uh, like, you know, Troy's doing all this clothing stuff, uh-huh. um, like high end clothing, and that's really taken off. Oh, and, cool. And uh, so he's, I think, I don't know. Some they're they're getting into a lot of uh, big stores in yeah. the mall and stuff like that. Uh, so does he miss the racing, or is he okay? Is he all right with the new gig? Um, no, I think he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, Sorry. I mean, I think the traveling. He he does miss that at all, but yeah, like we were talking about the highs and the lows. I think yeah, no matter what you get out of it, you're gonna miss it because it's it's what you live for. Man, I've been trying to get Troy to do a podcast with me or come on this show, and Never just do it. nothing, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> like he doesn't. Why do, is that? I don't know. He just doesn't reply. Doesn't seem to be into it. Just doesn't want to do it. Really? I, I don't know if he doesn't do much stuff. Kenny, you don't think you just don't see him doing it? Just tell him you're from Lucas Oils. You want to do a new Lucas commercial? He'll be in it. Okay, yeah. I can I could do that. I paint helmets for the fastest racers in the world. I don't know, man. He's he's so busy and Yeah. He's he just bounces around and I I mean I'll try to catch him for five minutes if I can. That's, yeah, that's yeah. good for me. Yeah. And uh hey you got so. a t- you got a tight crew there at T L D. You guys have all been together for a while, your mechanics, your motor guy. Um, yeah, it, no, it's a it's a super good group. Yeah, and obviously he Troy treats everybody well, and you do too, because there's not much turnover there. I mean, obviously things ran great with Ping, and they've dropped down significantly. But besides that, uh, significantly, yeah. <laughs> besides that, everybody's been working it together for a while, huh? You guys got a good guy. Your truck driver might be the friendliest guy in the pits. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, you can never get mad at him. No. Yeah. He's how- just always so happy, so bubbly, full of life. I mean, <clears throat> he's he's awesome, and all. all I mean, tr- truthfully, the mechanics are. It's a big family. Right. I mean, I'm sure Kenny, you, you, your guys are the same way, but it's just well, there's a lot of around. everybody doesn't like Kenny, like Berluti and Kyle Bentley and stuff. So they have and the truck driver and the and and Kerry, yeah, and the riders. <laughs> so there's a lot more feuding on the Dude, team. I, I'm in my like, if you come by my truck, you just see me in the lounge by myself, just <laughs> hey, having conversations. Just I'm, I'm I'm like everyone, everyone hates me, but it's okay. Yeah, I I had a uh, drop uh, Berluti. I guess I missed it or something. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, you guys. I always think your truck driver like won the lottery. I'm always like, you know, like he did. Guy. He did. He I, got a job I there. He thinks he does too. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. Uh, nobody's told him. <laughs> I don't think Burley yeah. likes me. Yeah, that's Watson's quote. You're supposed to be quicker on that tits. That's when you like. That's part of your job. I tried. You, you don't though. You're leaning back in your chair. You're looking at your phone. I wasn't expecting like, you have to do a drop, and then as soon as you said it, I was on it. But it took me a second. Uh, so obviously that wasn't fast enough. No. Obviously, nothing's good enough for you, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, anyways, um, yeah, no, g- you guys got a good crew, and uh, you've all been together for a while. Matt's doing the motors now, and uh, Rich, mm-hmm. uh, how often do you have to go get Rich and get him away from Brayton? Like, do you have to? <laughs> do you have to like, hey, dude, you're over here. This is your team, Sealy. Is your guy? <laughs> well, he, he uh, I mean, with, with Cole being out, he has to spend more time. But JB to feel at home, yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, no, but you know, it, but truthfully, that was probably an awesome thing with with JB going to Honda and Rich because you know he he helped Cole out a lot this year and yeah, uh, riding at our track and stuff like that. So that was cool, and 
you know, JB's a workaholic, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like, it was, seems like uh, Brayton's really helped Cole out a lot. Yeah, totally made it real, made him realize that, you know, how to, how to train and, and do all this stuff, so it's, it's helped him out a lot, and that's, you know, that was cool, because Rich kind of put that one together, and right. uh, it worked out. Well, hey, man, Tyler, Keith, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, good job this year, I think. I think you've done a lot with, uh, you know, the injuries and stuff and the shuffling and all that. And it uh, and, uh, looks like I said your, t- your program's good, um, and uh, I think you've done a good job. So, Hey, t- hey what are you, uh, when are you getting up to Mammoth? Are you going next? Are you going for the vet weekend or just for the <clears> – No, I'm going to go up uh, next Wednesday night or Thursday morning. All right. Hey, uh, I'll get your number from uh, Mathis. Or, you know, I'll, I'll shoot you a text. I got your number. All right. I, I got your number, Sounds and cool. uh, we'll uh, we'll hang out and uh, hang out at the show. We'll have a good time. It's Thursday night, next right, the 28th. Sounds good. All right. Thank All you. Right. Take care. Thanks for coming on the All show. Right, see you guys. Later. Right. Tyler Keefe, TLD Honda. Good uh, dude. Good guy. Good, good guy. guy. Good guy. Good guy. Voicemail, 702-586-7857. You can call in anytime. Come on, dude. Leave we're going on four hours on this show. We're, we're getting out of here quick. Uh, these are the best of the voicemails. I had 31 messages to And how many through. are we going to play? Five minutes and 41 seconds worth. Jesus Christ. We're going to be a five-hour, four-hour show tonight. It's all for you people. We're off for two weeks. Hey, we're off for... Will you put your goddamn headset on? Don't tell me what to do, Steve. Ask him him nicely. Hey. (laughs) No, you weren't 30. Weren't you 20? (laughs) Yeah. I'll break 20% of these freaking headphones. (laughs) Uh, You can leave a voicemail anytime. These are the best of the best. Dedicated, as always, to To Greg Greg McCurry. McCurry. Who loves this section of the show so yeah. much? One guy called in and said, I forgot what I was going to say and hung up. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, let's go. Whatever happened with uh, Grayson Goodman or uh, Brian McGavern? I always wonder whatever happened to those guys' careers. Ah. All right, uh, we'll start with Goodman. Uh, Grayson is, uh, had a little downward spiral, spiral I heard, and. Uh, having a little addiction problem, just like a lot of guys um, have in the past with the sport and, you know, had a lot of injuries and got addicted to pain pills from, you know, injuries and having, you know, having a struggle, you know, he's having a battle. And uh, I think uh, he's, you know, on a, a everyday fight to try to get his life back in track. And I know uh, Brian McGavern was kind of on the same road and had some issues, but uh, turned his life around and is working as a fabricator in California and, and doing well. I know everything. About, like the, that. about those guys, I do. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Kenny. Hi. Yep, I got something on my mind. It has to do with your favorite subject, Steve. The AMA. Why don't they get rid of the chicks and put a 125 two-stroke class in the national program? Have two 125 motos along with the 250 and the 450 and Make things interesting again. Maybe even the other Japanese manufacturers will make 125s again. Use it as a stepping stone. Do something interesting. Anyway, that's my thought. I'm sure it's been said before, but I'm saying it. What's your thought? Uh, I think there shouldn't be WMX or 125 two-strokes because it jam-packs a day and makes it a long day for everybody, teams and riders and media, and everybody. So what are you going to do with the 125 two-stroke class? Who rides it? Amateurs? Pros? Kids? Do they get purse money? Well, I think they, they, need to, they, they need to have something in between. 
if it's a freestyle demo, if it's a band or it's something, they need something in between the motos. Well, right now the intermission is only like thirty minutes. I mean, can't you thirty minutes to sell T-shirts and shit? I mean, isn't that? I mean, hey, get, have bring the bring the gun out, the T-shirt gun to the nationals. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, what and two one twenty five two strokes, only two people make them: KTM and Yamaha. And putting an intermission show is not going to get the production line fired up. Like no Japanese guy is going to be like, oh my god, start the manufacturing. You know, it's not going to happen. It's over. Let it go. It's over, Johnny. It's dead. You're here. Thanks, guys. Steve, it's Jay from Michigan. I got an idea for a 100th show. Paul Lindsay, Burner, and Swink. I'd have to kill myself. Later. <laughs> Does he mean Michael Burner or Scott Burnworth? Burner. Boring. I think it'd be awesome for our 100th show to bring Phil Lawrence... Brian Swink and Denny Stevenson. They're pretty good. That would be a really good Could jump. you get Factory or, up here? Yeah. You know what would even be better? Mm. I'm going to tell you off the air. And okay. we're going to do it. Because just, it just came you to came my to mind. Yes. Right. And it's going to be awesome. Well, you know what we're working on already, right? I told you that. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's going to happen. No, but this one. But one thing's going to happen for sure mm-hmm. that I told you. Yeah. One guest in the studio for sure. Yeah. Oh, that one is going to happen? No. Not that. Not the one that. The one that we had I, to fly first class? Not that one. I don't know that one. That one's up in the air. I got this the one. The other you. one is going to locked in. Hey, let's go to the voice cells and we'll, we'll go. Because I really, I really don't. I have, to, I have a really big day tomorrow and I really got to get out of here. Hey, buddy. All right. Tits. Roll. Hey, Roll, what's tits. going on, guys? Nash here. I'm just calling to say thank you. Uh, I got the fly gear. The didn't top call- of the line. Well, I didn't know he was calling gear in. That came in the mail. And when, I just can't say thanks the- enough to uh, a quality radio show that gives away. Some really cool riding gear. So I called the people at Western Power Sports and expressed my thanks, and I'm composing an email as well. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I really appreciate it. I hope he sees us on the email. Have a great day. Hey, Nash, let us know how the warehouse chick uh, that works the the loading docks thinks of our show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is Douglas Kramer from uh, Anthony, New Mexico. Wanted to let Steve-O, Tits, Mr. Watson know that Monday is my favorite day of the week. Listen to every one of your shows, and I hope you guys keep bringing it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, this was just wish you the best of luck in the uh, patient healthcare industry. But I hope you uh, continue to contribute to this uh, motocross industry. Tuesday's my second favorite day of the week with you and Weed. Um, let us know what we can continue to do to support your all show. Hope you never go mainstream, so that the spirit of the show remains uh, remains raw. See ya. That's five. That's it. Is that it? No. That is Donna from Arizona. Hey, I uh, just called to let you know I had uh, just the craziest, shittiest day you could possibly imagine at work. And uh, uh, a nurse, and I work at a really big outpatient clinic that provides uh, house service to people. And uh, I got my ass ringed by a regional vice president who thought I might have been fudging some numbers to her, but they were just looking to her for charts. But... Uh, got my ass ringed by a patient who then started yelling at his wife on the treatment floor because he thought we were dipshit, but this guy's fucking crazy. But uh, anyway, I get in my car all pissed off, and I turn on the next show, and I hear that little sound drop of Kenny going, love this guy. <laughs> I just started laughing, so. Then you guys are truly my salvation on the way to work and the way from home from work, and, uh, man, keep it up. Love you guys. You guys are doing a great job. And let the show go for four hours. And, uh, yeah, Kenny, don't don't walk out anymore, please. 
And also, where's the uh, Kenny's Corner? Shit, man. And uh, maybe for a Kenny or uh, for another thing. What the hell is Brock Kepler? What's he doing these days? So uh, maybe get a bit that later. Uh, Brock Kepler's going to school, hey. and uh, Kenny's Corner. I if someone's got ideas, send them in. We've done almost everybody. They're awesome for sure. I told Date DC and Pashawn your and Pish, told DC and Mitch Payton your Pashawn story this weekend. Yeah, because Mitch was telling Pashawn stories. Yeah. Um, so I told him that one. Uh, they're always good. If if you have an idea, send it in, and we'll see if Kenny's done it. We've done shit. I used to look at the national numbers and just pick guys, and you you'd know all about them. So, um, Jeff, you there? Yes, I am. What's up, man? Hey, I, I was listening to that voicemail earlier about the one twenty five and and. Well, obviously your opinion on it, but um, regarding that and your comments a while ago and constantly saying that the 250F should be a career class as well as the 450 class, then maybe the 125 could be a feeder class or something to that effect where guys that don't want to run in the career 250 class start in the 125 and are forced to move up to a 250 or 450 from there. Maybe maybe it's a, a class where you got to build enough points in that 125 class to ride that other class. Like Exactly. It could be like an amateur class where you have to just like go into arena cross where you have to build points. That's a good – Yeah, good, that's a and really then they would good, do it as a sideshow uh, at the Nationals. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that could that could happen. That could work. But just like Steve said, you got to remember there's only one manufacturer that makes the bikes. Two, sorry. KTM. Two, three, actually. KTM, what, yeah. gas cast? KTM, TM, and uh, Husky. No, we'll, we'll, yeah, well, well, we'll look for that. Yeah, yeah. Effort. Those things are probably uh, really, really easy to get. I'm sure they're, yeah, I'm sure they're great, but. Well, maybe, you, you know, maybe, start. you know, you know, it would it's really, over. It's over, you, Johnny. You know, it'd be really cool, John. It's over, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, sorry. Maybe you get one manufacturer, say it's KTM or it's Husqvarna, where they do something like the Race of Champions, where they used to, where they take, you know, the top 20 top amateurs and put them all on the same bike. Awesome idea, but never happened. Because, I'm just saying. Yeah, the it's, OEMs it's won't let idea. them because I, I asked what happened in that race. That race was awesome. Yeah. Jason Fournette raced in that race. But, uh, yeah, OEMs nowadays, sponsors never let it happen, yeah. which sucks. All right, well, well thanks, man. Also, well, no, I just want to say one more thing, though. But if it did happen and you had the European brands, 125s, out there, don't you think it would raise some eyebrows from some of the Japanese guys just because? No. No. They're out there racing on them? Uh, no. Yeah, a hydraulic clutch hasn't raised enough eyebrows in the 15 years it's been on a KTM. So True. All right. Thanks, man. And, Kenny, I did thank FMF for the pipe I won, by the way. Oh, so. good. Yeah, Perfect. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening, dude. All right. Uh, Sinjin. How the fuck are you guys so fucking going? Don't fucking worry about it. I uh, just can't believe it. You better be paying Kenny and Titch good money. I'm paying them well. Okay. All right. Well, I just have a question for Kenny. So, Are you going, to, Ma- are you going to Mammoth? Yeah, I'm, I'm racing. I already qualified, qualified and signed up and everything, so I'm racing it. Perfect. Um, but I was wondering for that Whiskey Creek, do you have to be over 21? You do. Oh, what the fuck? That's Watson right. will get you in with a, I'll, wrist, with a wristband. I'll, I'll I'm, watching, I'm, bring, I'm bringing my girl with me. Just get me in. Have you seen this chick? Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she's a ripper. Yeah. yeah. Sinjin's a good-looking kid, man. Yeah. No, uh, I don't know, I don't know about that. Uh, come on. Definitely. Hey, but, hey, hey Sinjin, check it out. Even if I can't get you in, I'll be at Mammoth that whole weekend. So come by and come by our truck and uh, we'll hang out. Oh, okay. Hey, I saw that kid. What's that kid that you guys are helping out? Jeremy Gardner? Is that his name? What's his name? Jamie Gardner. Oh, he's he's fucking fast. Oh, yeah. Where'd you see him at? Uh, Glen Helen. I saw him like a couple weeks ago, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's a fast kid. 
Gina's jersey? What? You should ask him for his jersey next time you see him. Uh, it's going to be worth something someday. He's going to be good. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't do that. Only Jimmy. That's the only jersey I ever want. I don't really want anyone else's. Uh, what about BTOsports.com? You still on that bandwagon? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I still talk to them. I still get everything from them, and I'm going to kick it with Greg when I get up there. Right. What are you doing for a job these days, bro? Uh, st- I just, like, I'm talking to Greg. He's trying to get me something, but it's kind of slow. Oh. Yeah, but so hopefully I get in with BTO or something. I'm just going to try to work in a motorcycle store. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, see you guys at uh, Mammoth, and I can't believe you guys are still going. All right, fuck off. All right, fuck you later. Uh, rest of the voicemails. Paul Max. Love the show. Uh, just want to let all Blake Baggett's sponsors know that I fast-forward through everything on his interviews. I cannot take all the sponsor reads. Uh, he needs to learn a little bit of a lesson from Ryan, Ryan Dungy. What? Uh, Why does this matter to people? Have to make- well, can I, Why do people care well, about this? Well, this? this is what the deal is. Yeah. He, that's his protocol. He has to. If you listen to every pro circuit rider... They all announce. They all say the same sponsor. Just like, just like any Kawasaki rider, they go to that. Yeah. You know, to the media class. Jake Weimer says all the same sponsors every time. Yeah. Ryan Villapoto will say all the same sponsors. It's in their contracts. That's what those guys get paid to do, and that's how those sponsors get their name out there. And that's what the deal is. So, if you want to fast forward it, do so. But I'm just saying it's not gonna it's not gonna stop them. And that's that's part of the game. It is, but I mean, why do fans really? Fans really care about that, you know? Yeah. All right. So let's go. Um, uh, let's, let's, get go to, let's, let's, let's let's finish the voicemails. Voice, finish the voicemails. the team name and not mention what color of underwear they were wearing during the moto. Uh, come on, guys. It's ridiculous. Nobody else in anything in the sporting world mentions that many sponsors. Really? All right. Thanks. They do. Yeah. What about NASCAR? You ever listen to yeah. NASCAR? It's, 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 I mean, I, I respect what the guy's saying, yeah. but come on. Right. It's, it's, it's part of the deal. You have to do it. Tits, are you tired or what? You look like you're... Yeah, I'm tired. Let's go, Tits. Let's, get, let's wrap <laughs> this up. We've only been doing late. this four hours, Steve. We didn't drink 10 cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a minute and a half left of voice. Let's now. go. Steve, this is Tim from Cincinnati. Yeah, hey, I've been uh, thinking a lot about Kenny lately. Uh He's been a little bit low-key on the last show, and uh, I don't think you're really getting what, what's wrong with him. Uh, he's got a problem with his losing his vision in one eye. Uh, I kind of figure I can relate since I've lost a lot of my vision since I was 13 due to macular degeneration. Uh, not the same thing as he's going through, but definitely uh, when you can't see, it changes things. Especially your attitude and attitude, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you ought to talk to him a little <laughs> bit. Maybe pep him up. Talk uh, to him a little bit. I know it's a rough time whenever you go through something like that. I've been going through it since I was 13. Now I'm 40. Uh, definitely rough. I feel for you, Kenny. All right. <laughs> Think about your bro. See you. Guy just he cares. What's up, old Max? Quick question: What's the average income you gotta say for a what? motocross, supercross rider? Stop it! We don't, we don't know what the average income is. We don't have their IRS reports. That's a stupid question. Who left that one in there? Uh, Kenny, is your eye bothering you? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, my I, I have the some guy issues. Wants to talk. I have some issues with my eye, but he just wants to talk, man. He's here for you. I I, I do, but I'm not I'm not 
trying to. I'm not. I'm not bummed. I'm not upset. I, and it's not like I'm losing my vision or lost my vision. I have some issues, and I'm, I have to have another surgery here coming up in a few weeks. But it's not like the end of the world. I'm. I'm fine with it. I. You know, I have a. I have a lot going on in my life, and a lot going on with my, with my work. And this, I come and do this radio show for you know, for, for three hours, for four hours tonight. But I do it, you know, and sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, sometimes I get here and I, I have a lot going on and I just, you know, so it, it's don't, if, if I'm on sometimes and I'm, I want to bark off and go do my thing, but sometimes I'm just here to, to chill and just take it all in and listen to all the bullshit. Uh, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. Thank you for those voicemails. X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. Kenny, one question for you. One question. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. One question, Kenny, one question only. We have three calls on the line. Take these three calls or go home. Go home. And that, folks. That was fast. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Thank you, Ackerman, <laughs> for that. Thank you to BTOsports.com, Tyler Keith, Bobby Canari, Phil Nicoletti, Zach Osborne, Jason Wygant, Trey Kennard, Alden Baker, BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Race Tech, Rockford Fosgate, Watson. We're done for two weeks. See you guys in Mammoth. Don't forget, June 28th, Whiskey Creek, Strung Out, the original punk rock motocross band of all time. Come enjoy the party. Anybody that's in Mammoth, come by the Hart Huntington truck. We're going to be doing a sign up. We're going to start our, we're going to do a launch for our amateur support team. If you want to join the H&H family, Come on, sign up, you know, get some free, free swag, and uh, get you know, signed up for the uh, amateur team. See you guys up there. Mammoth, don't forget it. Two weeks uh, without no Pulp Mech show. Tits, you going to be okay? I hope everyone makes it through. I will somehow manage. See you, Kenny. Thanks. Good show tonight. Hopefully your eye doesn't bother you. If you ever want to talk about it, let me know. The, the, you, there is a support group waiting for you. We can talk about it. Yeah, if you guys help me, my eye is really me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And... Uh, See you in two weeks. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Please support them. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.